PKA 648 with our guest, Wolf Taylor. This episode of PKA is brought to you by FaroDistro.com and Blue Chew. A couple of wonderful products. Wolf, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, my pleasure and Happy New Year, y'all. It's kind of late, but you know. Happy yes. New Year. I like I like people who keep the, the seasonal cheer going to the point that it kind of bothers other people. But they're like, uh, <laughs> happy. someone has, and maybe it's a family guy. That's a good point. How was your 4th of July, Wolf? Yeah, <laughs> or uh, I like to you throw one out for like holidays that you don't know enough about to dispute it, where you're like, "Happy Arbor Day," and they're like, oh, "That doesn't sound right." But okay, oh yeah, my right Kwanzaa before, uh, was awesome. Oh yeah, Kwanzaa. Did you talk to uh, Kamala Harris about Kwanzaa? She does all the. Is, does Kwanzaa do candles? I, I don't know, bro. No idea. And um, I, I wish I, I knew exactly what. Some Hanukkah I watched... people weren't happy about it if it's candle related. I watched some sort of like YouTube <laughs> thing about Kwanzaa recently because I don't know. I never knew what it was. I thought it was Black Christmas, but they broke it down. And I guess it was some shyster that invented it and it was some big scam or something like that. And it's, uh, it's not a big scam. No one celebrates not, it. <laughs> that's the thing. Like no one actually celebrates. There, there's some it's like those stores that sell mattresses on every corner. Like, when's the last time? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Something's going on in there. We know. We know. I learned about it in uh, university, but I didn't get the specifics as to the history and whatnot. So I, I have no idea, bro. Yeah. yeah. I, before we started, though, you were about to launch into a brand new conspiracy you've been into enjoying. And we, we told you to hold back. Oh, we OK. To hear it. OK. So this one is kind of trippy. OK. Um, there was a book written in 1888. Okay. Called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. Ah. And it's about a kid named Baron who can time travel. And it's a series of books, apparently. And then, like, I think it's like the third episode or the third book of the series. He travels to the future where his uh, mentor named Don becomes, no. the, becomes the last president of the United States. All right. Come on now. There's no way this is real. There's Bro, no way. I just dude, found out about this like two days ago. Dude, Wolf is on it. it. It was written by American author and lawyer Ingersoll Lockwood. They remained obscure until 2017 when they were, received media attention for perceived similarities between their protagonist and U.S. President Donald Trump. Wow. You know, everyone goes on and on about how Lincoln's secretary's name was Kennedy and Kennedy's secretary's name was, was, was Lincoln. Dude, this is bigger but, than that. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, bro. I'm telling you. Is there you. any mention to him being a giant in the story? Is Baron very tall? <laughs> Dude, that would steal it for me. If the story, if, this, if it genuinely said Baron was, and he grew to six foot nine, he did. I'd be like, <laughs> oh my god. Or, or the color orange was mentioned somewhere or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But no, I like. I'm, I'm seriously huh. thinking about like buying these books and reading it just to see what's going on. But like, I heard about this one and looked up the book and I'm like, okay, that's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. That is insane. That Baron Trump's marvelous underground journey. I I want to read it now. Like like maybe there's maybe we can glean some, some 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 tidbits from the future. Who cares about the narrative, Taylor? It's this might be a playbook <laughs> for days <laughs> to come. Yeah, but the scary part is it was apparently he becomes the last president in the 1900s or something. But when they emphasize the last president, that was like kind of scary. That kind of freaky. The last we'll ever need. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who I knows just, if he gets elected again and then it all goes to shit. Or he just won't let anybody else profit. run. This guy's a real prophet if he gets it right. Yeah. He's already halfway there. Well, fingers I was, crossed. 
Today I learned about the Oklahoma panhandle. There are things about it I didn't. So here's what I already knew. I already knew it was part of Texas. And then so that Texas could remain a slave state, they gave away everything above that like latitude. And uh, um, and it became part of Oklahoma. Like that's what I thought the history was. What I didn't realize is that Kansas, which is above the panhandle, and Texas, which is below it, um, were both defined by their latitude. So they couldn't just like grab it. So nobody did. And it had no laws and no like anything. It, there was a place called Beer City where cowboys would come and murder each other and like gangsters ro- roam the thing. Like fallout. Would, it was just total yeah. like fucking um what's the movie where terito- people kill each other? Was it even a territory? I, it was nothing. It wasn't a territory. It wasn't a state. It didn't wild have west. any government. It was the Wild West back, but like Kansas and Oklahoma and Texas. What year? And, I want, do you know? Like eight, late 1800s. And uh, I think there was prohibition because it said there was. Uh, so you could like go there and get alcohol, which I thought prohibition was in the 20s. So I'm a little fucked up on that. Yeah, they tried it a couple but, times statewide, not nationally. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe statewide yeah. there's prohibition. Yeah. That would make it make I think sense. Texas would be the ones. I hear you. But um, but yeah, I did realize the Oklahoma panhandle before it was part of Oklahoma had no law at all. And people would just murder and gangs would roam and steal and whatever. Yeah. I, when I was younger, like part of me would have been like, man, if I was back then, I would have been ripping and roaring out there. I would have been doing this and that. And now it's like, no, I would have been bullied. Someone who was better with a gun would have stolen my horse and like my my boots and I'd be walking barefoot in the sand. I just, so I'm not worried about someone who's better with a gun. I'm worried about someone who's better socially, right? I'm going to go out there armed with what? My biceps? And this other guy has nine friends. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I got one yeah. friend. Like Some dude most. with 10 charisma yeah. comes out. Exactly. Negan didn't rule Walking Dead for his fucking shooting skills. Yeah. He, he yeah. You just, you just find out. yourself like in your underwear waving goodbye to their troop. Like, goodbye. See ya. Like, and you're like, man, what a bunch of great guys. Fuck. <laughs> That guy was a swindler. He was so smooth. Yeah. I thought he that liked apocalypse me. situation. Like everyone's hoarding food and guns. You know what you should get? Therapy. Learn how to make friends. <laughs> like that'll help you succeed in the zombie apocalypse. Dude, you start doing therapy talk at some guy in the apocalypse. <laughs> he's gonna blast your head off. I'm I get a lot of aggression from you. I get hit with like, uh, if I'm, like if I'm post-apocalyptic, I'm already mohawked, tatted out, and some person's uh-huh. like, "How was your relationship with your uh, mom like?" like right. nah, we're not done covering that. <laughs> we're wild now. That's yeah, see, see, at that yeah. point, they're getting the fire pit ready for you because you're the next meal. There's no uh-huh. way. It- you're not if essential at that point. You're going to eat me. So which apocalypse are you imagining? Because I'm imagining like The Road with a oh. Viggo Mortensen movie. And in that scenario, I ain't talking to no fucking body. If I see you coming and I got a ranged weapon, I am going to shoot you. And I'm it's like Tarkov. I'm not even going to loot your body. I'm running the other way. Your friends are all going to hunker down, like try to see Kyle, me. I'm I don't running know the so road. fast. Can you do the postman? Oh my god. Oh, oh the geez. postman is such a much uh, the postman is happy the, days. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the guy who runs the 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 post apocalyptic warlord in, in that movie is the Fonz compared to the bad guys <laughs> in, in the road. When you meet uh-huh. a traveler, they are often missing their thumbs because what little society there is will cut your thumbs off for, for stealing. But Vigo Mortensen has one, maybe two bullets, and he's keeping them to kill his son and then himself when the when the raping uh cannibals come. And yep. they're always hiding from the raping cannibals, and they're filthy. 
and they're just beaten down. I'm unrapeable, Kyle. <laughs> that's what you think until the no, cannibal no, show it's up. It's because I'm always willing. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're just like openly weeping under a, a dilapidated <laughs> overpass like, I chose this! <laughs> yeah, sure you did, bitch. Some guy, with, some guy with a fucking swastika on his forehead is deep dicking you under, under highway 70. It, it's funny because... Belcher would um, be like, you take the sport out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, I'm losing my erection with this guy. He's just, <laughs> like, You're like throwing it back. You're like, whoa! Dude, yes. What are you doing? Push it back, bro. More spit, more spit. And that's <laughs> how Matthew survived the apocalypse by so learning like to that. throw it down harder than anyone had ever thrown it down before. Did you, did you see that poor Reddit post? The the ladies like I was wearing these are my comfy panties. I was wearing them when I had a medical emergency and had to be taken to the ER. The doctor saw them. The nurse saw them. My family saw them. They say "cum slut" in white cummy letters. <laughs> Ooh, wow, <laughs> this must be really comfortable. Yeah, you know, they're like they're, they're like full size like bloomer panties, like like you know the cup like bikini yeah. panties. Yeah. Jesus. Can you go through that list again? The doctor and who? The doctor, the nurse, her family. Uh -huh. Like like they took the her in. And had like, the, yeah, like her sisters. There, you know, I, I doubt like her dad saw it or anything, but everybody else. I think her mom saw it. Um, what if you had probably, the most comfortable pair of boxers on earth, but it said like daddy's little devil and it had devil horns where your dick is. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking hilarious. I, 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 when I, you think that's funny? When I, I bring I was, that up because that's what I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm about to checkmate your underwear. When I got arrested and went to jail, I was wearing yellow boxers that have an elephant face on the front with a trunk to put your cock in. That's pretty funny. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't like, seem comfortable, though. It seems like those those glove shoes. I wouldn't like that. You know, you get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> At first, you, you're like, <laughs> like when you're, when you're, so you have to like stand there after putting your underwear on and then like cram your flaccid penis into a. Into it's a weird. It, it, just, it, it, it knows where to go. You know, it, it's, really? it's like putting on when you put on a glove, you don't have to like put each. They just go. You just know? falls into place. It falls right into place. He knows where he knows his home. I believe that if you're putting on your underwear hard, I do. Like, I, I double leg it like a fireman. <laughs> and you you maintain an erection, cram it into the yeah. trunk, and How then do you, you go flaccid comfortably. I, so. At some point, when I was a kid, it. Batman Batman the animated series influenced how I, these small ways in which I live my life. Like I saw Batman crack his knuckles before. He, one time Batman was. I'm sorry, we can't move past that too he's quickly. He's been fighting crime ever since. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. What are you, the Batman like, animated series made more impact on me than my own father. It, it absolutely <laughs> did. Because before Batman would get busy, you know, some some gangsters in an alley roughing up some poor old man, he cracked mm -hmm. his knuckles. Crack them, they all crack. I was like, ooh, that's what tough guys do. Started cracking my knuckles right then. I was ten. Still crack my fucking knuckles. And uh, what's the other thing? Um, what were you just talking about before this? <laughs> he was a billionaire. The elephant trunk underwear. <laughs> elephant trunk oh. underwear. Custom underwear. Daddy's little Jumping into your underwear. Baron Trump. The way that you put wizard. your shoes on and you're oh, that's it. it. Yeah, that's it. I remember somebody was talking. They were like conspiring against Batman. He, the bats puts his pants on one leg at a time, just like everybody else. And that was the first time I'd ever heard that expression. Maybe I was like eight, ten years old. And I was like, you know what? From now on, I don't put my pants on one leg at a time like everyone else. I double leg, and and still to this day, when I get when really? I in the morning, I wake up, I sit on the side of the bed, I grab my sweatpants, double leg, right on, stand up, and 
starting my day. I, I know I'm already one step ahead of everybody else, even though I woke up at noon. Literally. Sorry, go ahead, Wolf. That's also the correct form to put on underoos, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. both, yeah. <laughs> or onesies. Yeah. You go both yeah, legs and your, and your dick in there. Yep, you're good to go. Do you have been thinking so much about build orders for Age of Empires? Your morning build orders much faster. You save a step with that oh. that the double leg. Yeah, that's smart. I, I min max my build order throughout the day. The way I, you know, like when I get in front of that mirror, like like and I, there's like eight things I, I do after a shower or whatever. Like they're in a specific order, you know, like like it have to be, or I'll you know hurt inside. Once I've brushed my teeth and showered, and like I'm dressed, that's like freestyling. What else are we doing? Like in the bathroom. If I if my skin if my skin gets really dry, I put that CeraVe stuff you recommended on it. You put that on. Yeah, after I shower. I'm not putting it on before I shower and washing it off. Why am I trying? He's upset that you're not using it every day. You're using it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's like brushing your teeth condition. You know, if I wake up with bad breath, maybe I brush. No, always. (laughs) That's his contention. I mean, that tub that I have at the rate I use it, Kyle, two years supply. Jesus Christ. Wow, uh, I, I recommend the Jack Black's um, pump stuff. The the blue those blue bottles is like fifty dollars a bottle for that moisturizer. Just really good. No, I don't know. I do a bunch of stuff in there. I like fucking clean my ears and clip my nails. Like like I clip my nails after the shower because they're soft and they're easier to clip. You do that? Uh, no. I just do it that, whenever you know I what? notice. I do it. That's the move. Like like you cut your nails right after the shower and they're they're really soft and they just there's not a big. But in the shower it. though. No, 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 no. I get. Oh, like, okay. I, I, I actually do it over my sink like a barbarian, and then wash them down the drain. I don't know if that's if that's kosher or not, but it's what I do. I do it over the toilet, foot on the toilet, end of the toilet, and so they drop right in, unless they're mm. flyers and they go out. You know. No, yeah, there was a, this is my house. Did, let it fly. Growing up, I watched black sitcoms instead of white sitcoms, and Martin was my favorite. Is that what you really do, Taylor? No, that's disgusting. And, <laughs> Just toenails all over my house. Martin. My favorite. My, I'm the man. There's a there's a part where. <laughs> Um, I think it was Mar- Martin and uh, and uh, what was his wife's name? Um, Gina. Anyway, the- Gina. Martin and Gina are in the bedroom, and she's trying to be sexy, and she is sexy. She was always sexy, but Martin is cutting his fucking toenails, and he like one of them flies off, and the camera does this like first person view, so you are the toenail <laughs> flying through the air, and it hits Gina so hard in the head, it like concusses her and knocks her back, and like <laughs> seven year old me thought that was the peak of comedy. Like, like that was the it was at that time seen. probably yeah like like my 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 older sister would do uh shenane martin would dress up as a lady and and have these crazy titties bouncing around she or they would forever shenane i never watched martin awesome. at all really yeah no, some I, good episodes on that wasn't mine do you have a, a robust morning uh psycho like regimen wolf where you put on lots of cream? um i don't know if it's robust but uh i get up I, I drink a big thing of water and I stretch because I'm getting old and 20 push-ups. Then I go. And I Next. recently, I, re, I I used to down Red Bull, but I quit that last year. And now I'm like water and a little bit of coffee in the morning. Cause was that hard to quit Red Bull? It, it really great. was. It really mm. was. Really? really? Like, yeah, I went cold turkey. It was because I mean, like, I it, you know, it was a habit, right? And I was like, Every morning, I'd have a like one of the small things of Red Bull as soon as I get up, and I would get my day going. So to stop that, like, it was insane. Was the caffeine or just like the ritual of cracking a Red Bull and the taste and the flavor and all that stuff? I it's uh, there's a combination of the caffeine and the taste and everything. And it's like it's weird because at one point, like a couple years ago, I stopped drinking it and I drank coffee instead, and coffee made my blood pressure go up. 
Yeah. Which was weird. But I guess my body, you know, assimilated or acclimated to uh, the Red Bull. So that's why I didn't do that. So <laughs> I, I cut I, like the, the I can imagine a like doctor looking at Chuck. His blood is acclimated to the Red Bull. There's nothing we can do at this point. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Just well, give yeah, him a monster energy and say goodbye. Red Bull <laughs> or something. Red Bull drone. Help you that's about addiction. it. But the weird thing is, is when you guys, you know, I everybody has their weird thing that freaks them out or grosses them out, or as in as the kids say, the ick. Mm-hmm. Um it's like people who brush your teeth in the shower totally gross me out. Like I that would that. be that'd be a deal breaker for me. You do really? the brush in the shower, Woody? Yeah, I have um oh. cut out in the wall for all my toiletries, and uh, there's like I don't know shampoo, soap, toothbrush, and tooth. I like the toothbrush to stand upright so it doesn't like lay in like it's it, gummy. It just, yeah, yeah I want it's it just... to hover in like a micro gravity thing. <laughs> that would be ideal, but <laughs> I'll settle for leaning on the little wall. And uh, it's just an extra toothbrushing I slip in when I come out of the shower. I don't always shower first thing in the morning. So, you know, I might like whatever shower before lunch or after lunch. And when I come out, I like to be fresh in every regard. And that includes having just brushed. That's a good point. I don't see how you guys are going to combat that. Like I just do it when you get out of the shower. He's a married man. I don't think as a single man, that's a move. Or even maybe as a dating man or a Mm. a relationship man. I think once you've locked her down and your bathroom costs more than people's houses, then you can put a toothbrush in your in your shower and nobody will say boo about it. My wife does it too. So I shower with Jackie like, I was going to say every day. That's not true. It's like five times a week. It, at this point, it would be rude to not like offer like, hey, I'm about to hop in. You down? And uh, she'll she'll hold her toothbrush right there. And I put the, the paint that she wants. I don't know. She likes it. So you're so like brushing your brush. teeth and you're like spitting down at your feet and everything and... Spit on her feet. Can you make baby. out with it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you got the frost going on. And the... Yeah, there's nothing wrong with brushing in the shower. I feel like I, uh, I've like been... I said, I'm kind of weird about that, so it's a weird thing, right? I'm not saying. What, I'm what is? What do you think's gross about it? Or is it just disrupt your? I ideal see it as the same. I see it as the same as peeing in a shower. Uh, that there's nothing wrong oh. with that. It's all, all, they're I, all pipes. I, 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 I pee in the shower. I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and break the seal on that one. I've been peeing on the shower in the ho- shower my whole fucking life. I think and a lot of people wrong do. with it. Yeah, I peed um, in the sink like three years ago because I was just like, I want to pee in the sink, and so I did. <laughs> I told you there's a subreddit called Sink Sink Pissers, and I am the founding member. Now you can join us. We are 787 strong. I dabble. I dabble in sink pissery. I wouldn't say I'm all in. Once was Many enough because like soon I was like, as I was doing it, I'm That's like, oh, this is kind of gross. This is the sink I brush my teeth in. <laughs> Unlike the shower where you also brush your teeth. Yeah. I've I've had it like talking about brushing your teeth during things you shouldn't. I've like been brushing my teeth in the morning like post shower and then i have to like shit really bad and so then i like go start shitting while i'm finishing brushing my teeth and then i do the quick duck walk spit finish shitting and then i shower again because Uh, if you've shit after you shower the whole thing's ruined i want to feel no you just pull your balls you grab your balls you lean forward and just spit down between your legs that's the move it's not gonna it's gonna get toothpaste all well, I guess I'm showering again. Yeah, about to shower. <laughs> what are you worried about? Getting your toilet full of shit dirty with some toothpaste? Come on. I didn't want to get it all man. over my penis. But you're right. Well, this is a one-time thing, and so I didn't have a plan. I just <laughs> I went into it. You know, my only plan was like, let's get through this and then shower. Animals. Again. 
I prepare yeah. all my meals in the shower too. I'm, I installed a garbage disposal. In the <laughs> okay, Kramer. Yeah, yeah just, just lettuce. This carrots, meal was everything. cooked in the shower. Yeah. Okay, Every, one more random. Everything we're eating was prepared yeah. in the shower. Why is it? Do have you have any of you guys thrown up in the sink, or do you do it in the toilet? The idea of vomiting in a sink to me is so alien and weird. And why do they do it in movies all the time? It, because it's oh, a, really? it's a better shot than the toilet, I guess. Maybe 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 even like there's. <clears throat> I know back in the day, it was. Um, I think Psycho was the first movie ever to to. You heard the toilet flush. It was yeah, a yeah, taboo. Yeah. They yeah. didn't, you certainly didn't show someone sitting on. It. I remember when I saw mm -hmm. Nicole Kidman sitting pissing on a toilet and then wiping her pussy and eyes wide shut. I was like, oh my With god. With her husband in the bathroom. Yeah, it was like also that's weird. But yeah. but but it, but like that's kind of a taboo. So my yeah. guess would be that it's a much nicer shot that that's more palatable for someone vomiting into a sink than you know into a toilet or whatever but in real life if you vomit in my sink i i am upset with you. i would be living oh yeah bro what have you that's done because you know it's got that little thing that keeps you from losing your ring and shit like there's yeah it better be 100 water not 98 percent water 100 have you ever cleaned yeah. someone else's vomit Yes. yes. Yeah, I had someone I get hammered at my house like within the last year and they like within the last year I had someone come over and we were all hanging out having a good time drinking whatnot <clears throat> and one of my friends got uh, he, he had gotten some rough news in life and so he was hitting it way harder than everyone else like we we're playing board games. Like no one was getting tanked except he was, and like he was sitting on my couch. I have white couches. That was a terrible he idea. Oh, so wow. he, was sitting, he was sitting on my white one of my white couches and like looking down and like that hammered swaying, like uh, elbows on the knees, you know, holding your own forehead. And one of my buddies had like a sixth sense to it before me because I'm like looking at the uh, settlers of Catan board or whatever. And my buddy, the, the, my buddy, the Marine, actually, I've talked about him on the show many times. Just like Taylor. He's going to throw up. And I was like, Ugh. and I looked over and I just, I saw it. Uh. I saw it. And it didn't even go straight to my carpet. It hit in the, in between the cushions of my white couch. And so I had to go to the store the next oh. day and get like special pet enzyme removing spray and scrub. And I used that and it got it like it's 90, 95% out now. But if I really look, I can see I was, I was Taylor. way more displeased than I let on. I'm so nosy. I, why was he upset? I know you made it vague. So was it financial? I, if you're going to tell, I want to guess. Financial, emotional, or um, relationship related. It, it was a uh, personal oh, thing. So I don't want to. I'm not going to say uh, what okay. it was. But oh, okay. yeah, he was he was in a, a rough <laughs> spot and he yacked all over my fucking couch. That's all over my. That's relationship stuff. Yeah. It's a, um. Yeah. So when I was 16, uh, I took a girl I like to La Cabana in Livonia, Georgia. It's a it's a wonderful Mexican establishment if you happen through the area. There's also one in Hart Hartwell, Georgia. Third location yeah, coming there. soon. Uh, and um, oh, I've been there many times. I'm sorry. <laughs> might be a minor investor, <laughs> might not. And and not at all. And, and but I I remember I bought her. I remember what she ordered. She ordered uh, shredded chicken uh, enchiladas. And I got to see them twice that night. Once when she ate them. And later, when she vomited them all over and down between the door and the seat of my truck, Ugh. I had got I, I she was vomiting outside and I, I went and got her like a big gulp from the gas station to throw up into. We're 16 and we're like, can't take her drunk ass home. We got to like ride this out. Hmm. And uh, she had missed the fucking big gulp at some point and was just throwing up. In 
enchiladas all over my 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 seats and and i just remember the next day being out there with a fucking squirt bottle and fucking paper towels and like i'm a big boy now i've got a girlfriend <laughs> with a drug problem i'm a grown-up now this is what it's like and i mean that is the most grown-up thing a 16 year old can can do i think is clean your, your have your a drug, drug problem make a baby's time <laughs> <laughs> oh make a baby maybe so maybe so Felt big, felt like a big deal to me. When's the last Sorry, time someone who downgrade your, when's your the last, uh, the last time someone who wasn't you threw up in your home, Wolf? Um, I, I've got an interesting. I got an interesting throw up story. Okay, I've got tons of throw up stories because, <laughs> uh, as some people don't know, I I I've never drank alcohol. I've mm. actually never tasted alcohol. So, all my life, I've been the designated driver. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's this one story that I'm kind of pissed about. Um. I had bought my first Land Rover back in the day and I was going to a rap party for a movie rap party as in uh, the movie finished filming and you wrap up with the cast and crew and stuff. So I, I was invited to this party in Toronto and um, the movie that was rapping uh, was four brothers. Mark is Marky Mark, Andre 3000. So I, Tyrese. I know. Yeah. So I was hanging out with those guys and stuff. And uh, my friends there, you know, it is, it was uh, studio money. So they're giving out free food and free drinks. And the guys who I went there were, you know, there was a couple of rappers and stuff that you wouldn't know. And one of my friends decided they had uh, unlimited Krispy Kreme donuts. That's fine. So my friend uh, was getting drunk and only eating Krispy Kreme donuts for mm. like three hours straight. Damn. So, you know, you know, being the, being the DD, I was, you know, make sure they don't get too crazy and stuff. No fights happening, all that stuff. And I was going to drive home after, which is cool. That's that's what friends do. So I'm here, you know, I'm hanging out with Tyrese and stuff. And and we're like, I see them starting to sway and they're getting a little weird. And it goes, Wolf, I think we need to go home. And so we're going home, like, you know, shiny Land Rover and stuff. And uh, we're just in the middle of the highway. And I go, I just see him swaying in the back seat. And I go, don't you do it. Don't you fucking do it. I just got this freaking car, bro. He goes, don't worry, man. I'll be okay. 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 I go, don't you fucking do it, bro. And I, I was like, if you're going to, if you got to throw up, roll down the window for the love of God, roll down the window, please. He goes, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And he falls asleep. I say, okay, we're going to be good. And then all I, 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 I'm driving, everyone's sleeping past that. And all I hear is uh, uh, from the back seat. Projectile vomit comes from the back seat over front of the passenger seat beside me. Vomit hits my friend who's beside me in the car in the head, back of the head, <laughs> and it's going everywhere. What the fuck? And it's just <laughs> chunks of donut and the, the white sugar. All chunks of donut. He wasn't even savoring and, them. He was and just, it was <laughs> the worst, most whole donut holes. He was popping them and swallowing them like. And pills. it was, uh, it was like winter. We had to open the, <laughs> the windows. I'm cursing as like, uh, and he's trying to say sorry and stuff. And then like I dropped him off at home. I had to go to the friggin' car wash in the middle of the night to try and spray this stuff out without destroying my car. Oh, it was just a what horrid a experience, the ass. bro. Uh, that guy's a bad vomiter. What the fuck's his problem? Yeah, he threw uh, up on his like in his sleep. If he if he would have been would, laying he, down on his back, he would have been a statistic. Could have been, could have yeah. been, but he just it just it just came out like he just are you just, a, it woke him up. 
Are Damn. you a loud vomiter? Because my mom would always laugh when my dad would get sick. It, you know, you feel bad because he's sick or whatever, but at the same time, it's like, he's so loud. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, daddy's sick. <laughs> I guess it depends how sick I am. Like if it's a, I can be, I can like, I feel like I can proudly vomit if I'm only like a little, like a little food poisoning amount where I'm like, oh, this is just the bacteria. But like, if I'm like really sick and my, really it's how congested I am. If I'm really congested while I'm vomiting, it's going to sound like I'm dying. Cause like you're not breathing. Cause like you finish the big vomit and then you're like, cause you can't breathe in through your nose while you're throwing up. Oh, being sick is the worst. The last few times it's been food poisoning and there's something about that where it's like it's you've thrown up everything and but your body's saying no keep going bitch and and at, by the end of like dry heaving I'm like teary eyed and whimpering and just like my nose is running and it's just like I come out of there just like <laughs> that was so horrible. You have like those stomach convulsions. Like there's nothing. It's just like stomach bile at that point. It's like there's yeah. not one iota of even water in there to to puke up. I just try to bile. drink a ton of Gatorade when that's happening because okay. growing up, you like, said the last Gatorade few times better. You said the last few times. How many times have you had food yeah, poisoning? A lot, all the time. Like like a lot. Like uh, every couple months, get, he gets. Yeah, it. I probably probably three times a year I get food poisoning. I would say. Are you um, allergic to something, or like, a, like I was gonna say, no. <laughs> I, uh, I don't understand. I've been having Mexican food delivered twice a day. How could this happen? <laughs> Sushi at the well, gas station was great at first. <laughs> I, I have been more careful over the years at, at like what I what I would eat because I don't know. Like, like I like to go out and go to different restaurants and and try new stuff. But I, yeah, I that's just weird, bitten, bro. I get bitten by it a lot. I remember. Um, this is uh, back in the day. It was Sonic, you know that drive-through place. I remember Sonic. I went there. It's terrible. It's awful. But uh, mm. that place poisoned me, and I swear to God, I went back a week later, and it poisoned me again. That's such a dramatic <laughs> way to say you got like a bad bit of food that they poisoned you. I guess technically they, you're right. But... They absolutely. I'm telling you, I was shitting blood. They poisoned me. <laughs> like, shitting like, blood. What? Yes. Yes. I had it like in my memory. Like I can't what? remember the last time I dealt with that. It wasn't even like a year later. You went back like a week later. A week later, my, like like I remember my, my 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 dad and I both got it the first time, and we're just like dying. And he like I, I'm like, you feel any better? No, so sick. And a week later, I was like, but it's clean this week. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> what are the odds? Commitment to the scientific process, right? Like, all right, I tried this. I nearly died. But can we reproduce the results? Uh huh. It's not a it's not a valid yeah. experiment. So We're in a, a replicability crisis, and Kyle's doing his part to, to make sure we can trust the science, trust the data. I, I, I don't go to Sonic anymore. I've learned my lesson. But yeah, but yeah I get food poisoning two or three times a year. You and, shouldn't and have I know to get sick to not go back to Sonic. I've never had yeah. a tasty experience at Sonic. Every time I've been at Sonic, I'm like, oh yeah. I remember why I don't go to Sonic. It gets it's <laughs> like the, the doors blown off by Chick Fil A. Even McDonald's is even better than eat well. I don't know. Inside at Sonic? Does it no, it's just so. it, you have you to go eat to your Sonic car. after you went to the bar like two o'clock in the morning or something like that. I only that was, eat when I have like someplace to go. So Sonic doesn't fit. And if I'm on a motorcycle, like 
what that's the worst drive-through experience ever like what yeah. <laughs> just like prop a chicken sandwich on the speedometer <laughs> you'd look like such a tool sitting there eating like slanted like just a little bit yeah, on a yeah, yeah. <laughs> just try and, try and level out the plate for you uh, yeah i wouldn't i like those clips i see and i feel bad for the people involved but like we're a sonic worker they used to wear rollerblades and yeah. they just like catch the curb and drop because like one of Sonic's big selling points. And this is how you can tell a place is confident in their food is they're like 70 cents and we'll give you 200 ounces of Powerade. And it's like, OK, <laughs> <laughs> and so, like half the time you see these people skating out with like barrels of, of Pepsi <laughs> and it, in the clips they trip, they fall and it's like an explosion. You yeah. know, they. They probably don't get in trouble because it's like, yeah, that's two cents worth of soda you just lost. It's funny you say that. That's when I think Sonic, I think of their like slushes, those like frozen Mm -hmm. sugary drinks. They they're like like limeades. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, that's probably what brought me there. And I was like, yeah, give me a cheeseburger too. And then they poisoned me. It absolutely is poisoning because that's doo doo. Somebody, somebody put some doo doo in your food. That's what E. coli is. I just thought, you know, a (laughs) restaurant that serves food on roller skates called Meals on Wheels would be fun. Mm. Mm. Meals on Wheels. But I want them to be in wheelchairs. I want them all to be in wheelchairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seven Hooters waitresses. And it's hot chicks, man. but they're crippled. Yeah, it's hot chicks, but they're crippled. Check out the gams on that one. It's just two, two shriveled up dead legs. <laughs> Look at those stumps. Look at man, those fuck stumps. her like a marionette puppet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of lemonade, my, uh, my buddy, this is just last night. We were playing Age of Empires together, and he was like, Hey, have you heard of charged lemonade at oh, uh, Panera. Panera Bread? And I was like, yeah, I saw the meme and everything. And he's like, yeah, I had heard something about that like weeks ago. But I went and I joined like the Panera Sip Club or something. I don't know. It's like you pay a couple dollars a month and then you can go in and get as many coffees and drinks as you want whenever. Because obviously, you know, you, very few people are going there and getting a lemonade and not getting a scone or something. So they make money. And he was like, I thought it was kind of like a... I don't know, like a Red Bull or like a seltzer, a charged seltzer water amount of caffeine in it. And he said he got a large one and a small one and drank both of them and then had to go online afterward to look up how much caffeine it was. And the large one is 390 milligrams of caffeine. And the small one is like 160. So it was like 600, 500 milligrams, like over that of caffeine. And he said there's no indication that it's that strong. Like it doesn't taste it's like usually you drink something with a lot of caffeine, it, it immediately like parches your mouth a little bit, dries it. You can kind of tell. Said there was none of that. There's no carbonation to slow you down. And so he's like, Yeah, I just like drank the whole large one unthinkingly while working. And like a little bit later, I was like, Why am I in such a blind panic? Like, why am I so panicked right now? There's nothing to be panicked about. And he he like said he was considering going to the doctor. And then was like, Oh, it's the Panera. It's the Panera charged lemonade. But you what know, it doesn't that? look that bad in this thing. I can't tell I, what all those drinks are. I mean, it's uh, because like all those bang other ones, is the biggest one. Yeah, all those other ones are hot. Ounce. Yeah, per caffeine ounce. Per ounce. This is the and, concentration of, of 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 caffeine in these beverages. Yeah, and That's so like the point. Panera thing, like that has more caffeine in it than a Bang Energy. And, and to point out, the Panera has the largest serving and the large and the third largest concentration. Like, Wait. like my God. Look how big the Panera! They they serve you like a giant, 
Someone, but it's someone, the fifth largest country. Yes, the fifth oh. large, or I guess kind of tied for the okay. dark roast about. But yeah, it's basically but, but it's still it, like yeah. you know the Panera dark roast that's right next to it that you'd think would have a lot of caffeine is probably half as much when you drink as it, the serving size. Half the serving, yeah. yeah. Oh, le- less yeah. than half. Like the Panera oh. thing they're showing is like what twelve ounces, and that giant cup is like forty-two ounces or something. Like it's like a gas station-sized cup. I was there the other day with my dad just getting lunch, catching up, and I saw people getting it in that giant cup. And I'm like, man, they're getting to get so much done. I like that we live in an age of irresponsible food. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just huge servings, things that are tremendous calories. You know, calorie well, that's an, it, that's an American thing, food. though. You know, it's like that's the that's the stereotype, right? Yeah. Americans and yeah, the food it's not and, wrong. Uh, I, I had it's this really <laughs> team building event back when I had a Minecraft server and uh, the guy from Scotland came over and really wanted to experience the serving sizes of our drinks. They went out at like 1 a.m. one night, borrowed my car just to go to a gas station and buy gigantic drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Freedom. I never do that. <clears throat> like even when you cross the border from Canada to the States, Canada you to the here. States, it's it's you see it immediately. Right. It's yeah. like it, oh, it's, yeah. The extra, the extra large is like bucket size when you go to McDonald's and stuff. And it's does Canada like, have wow. bitch size servings? Yeah, we do. Yeah, they just it's small, normal, healthy servings. I mean, paying for refills. I mean, you Ugh. say to me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, you really pay, do you pay for refills at at, at like a, aver, at the average? Um, level? not really, because some oh, of the uh, pop machines or soda machines, depending what state you're in, they're on the outside. You fill up your own. So, mm-hmm. but it's not well, like, like if in you this, were like. I'm gonna say like an Outback or a, or an Applebee's, like hmm. like a chain style oh. restaurant. No, you pay. You, you you don't get. Well, it's hard to say. Some restaurants are free refills. Not many are. I'm not tipping if you start charging me for cokes. So <laughs> so yeah, it's it depends on where you are. You yeah, know, I'm so yeah, I'm so go. trained that refills for soda for soft drinks should be free. That I would be irate if I like because soda? when I go to like if I'm going to a steakhouse or something, I might drink seven diet cokes they give you those tiny little glasses with so much ice in it that you're like two sips and it's like oh well that's half of this one gone i better just finish it and let them reload me next time they get here and then you do that a few times i'd be you know four bucks a pop are you fucking kidding me fuck you this is communism this is is, i guess it's pure capitalism but it's you know i don't like it and things i don't like are communist so (laughs) i would not i think so i i would imagine that their cost Per ounce of soda is like zero, like like like, like almost. Yeah, it's less borderline free. Yeah. yeah, it's borderline free. So the idea, it, it's it's almost like a wink and a nod, like, hey, we're charging you too much for this shitty food, but don't worry, we got your back with the sugar water. Mm-hmm. Thank you, I appreciate I what that. The cost of the drinks, like, so let's all agree that the seltzer water and sugar syrup is not very much. But yeah. what does it cost to like keep those machines cleaned and maintained and? I don't, I don't know what else there is involved. You think they clean those machines? <laughs> That's <laughs> rare. I thought they might. I don't no, know. They're, they're, I uh, it, McDonald's ones, they keep them pretty clean. I've they heard have, like, stories about the ice with machines. Uh, yeah, I have I heard, heard about ice. Mm-hmm. I never even considered that the ice might yeah. not be so clean. But I'll, I just scoop a bucket in a hotel like it's like no one peed in there. Yeah, like no one, like no one vomited in there three weeks ago as a prank or some some nonsense. Jesus, it's easy. I never, I never get ice anywhere, bro. That. Like if you think about it. gross stuff in ice or like 
if you're someone who always thinks your food is being fucked with, like you're just not going to be happy. You can't you can't yeah. dwell on things like that. I like all of us have eaten food that's been fucked with at one point or another. Just I mean, I, I more than everybody else, but I eat like... ass. You think I care if you spit my soda? <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck yeah, out of here. But what if she had E. coli? <laughs> She definitely had E. coli. That's what, yeah. Where do you think I'm getting the food poisoning from, Taylor? I prepare all my meals. Yeah. Uh, I got E. coli from the lettuce at Chipotle. I was wiping my girlfriend's ass with it in the bedroom. If you eat ass, E. coli is just flavoring at that point. Like waitress is spitting in my food is my kink. That's why I treat them that way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm always Pepsi, worried I'm gonna taunt? catch some strays. <laughs> <laughs> whenever, oh whenever, whenever I've been at a table and Woody orders, I'm like, I hope they don't get my drink mixed up with it. If Woody orders uh, a Sprite, you better believe I'm getting a Coca-Cola or something dark. There's no, <laughs> there's no way I'm getting something similar. Yeah, I never send anything back to the kitchen just for that reason. Yeah, I'll send it back if it's if it's fucked up. I'll send it it's back. Gotta it's got to be really bad for me to send same. it same. It's got to be really bad. I can't recall sending anything back. Uh, maybe if it's not what I ordered. Oh, yeah. If it's oh. like I order a cheeseburger and they bring out pasta. You know, I've like, never yeah. sent anything back either. I, I guess I guess what I meant was I would send something back if there was something mm. wrong. But I, I don't remember ever sending anything back. I can't remember the last time it. I did. It's maybe been like also, once. I don't want them to ever. fix it up. Like, oh, this steak's not cooked enough. I don't want him to like give it another round on the stove. That's mm -hmm. not the same as cooking it right the first time. I'll just take what I got. I you know, so, getting... so here's what people do that if uh, that if they're like shit's cold or it's wrong or whatever to to make sure they get a new one. They salt the fuck out of it. They salt mm -hmm. the fuck out of it. Mix it up. Like, hey, this is all wrong. Go fix it. And they bring yeah. it back and salt again. You're like, aha! See, I play a little joke on you, bitch. I salted. You brought. You tricked me. Now go back in there behind the closed doors on and make you. my meal over again. Kyle's gonna get ah, my kink satisfied. Well, <laughs> Miss Waitress, the joke's on you. My time is worthless. So I've, so I've created a, a Rube Goldberg trap for you to fall into oh, about geez. the saltiness of my steak. Now go back there and don't rub your pussy on it. Like, oh, <laughs> did you see you know that? What I, used to, I used to go to, um, I, I'm sorry, Kyle, I'll give you the floor in a second. I used to eat uh, with my coworkers all the time. And when we had leftover bread, I had one who would stick green beans in the bread just to make like so that if they served it to the next table, they'd get busted. Oh, oh. what a terrorist. That's <laughs> yeah. Genius. There's a hidden, not hidden, I guess, but like there's a there's cameras behind the counter. And this lady takes the hot dog wiener. Hike, she hikes her skirt up, puts her leg on the counter fucks herself with somebody's hot dog wiener and then puts it on the bun and is and like serves it to them and it's on camera and and there's no way they got to that wiener before it was eaten no. <laughs> <Now they're king. laughs> that's that's vile that's that's, that's vile no, and, and look as fishy. bad as it is for the guy who has to eat the fish the fishy wiener mm -hmm. she just like her pussy's now got like hot dog residue in there that can't be good for her and the kind of woman who's going to do that i don't think she's taking I don't think she's douching. I don't, I don't think, think she's taking deal. care of it the way yeah. she should. She, she's not taking care of that. Just man. introducing Oscar Meyer bacteria into that. It's you know, self-cleaning, Taylor. Haven't you heard? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, to what extent? Ever since I saw that Ryan Reynolds movie where he worked in the kitchen and they would do waiting, stuff waiting. Yeah, yeah I, that's why I stopped 
thinking about sending stuff back to the kitchen. <laughs> like, oh, hell no. This that impacted it was me, road too. Trip. Yeah. It was road trip for me. There's a scene early on where that uh, that geeky guy like sends his French toast back because there's powdered sugar on it or some shit. And the fat cook played by, I think, Horatio Sands just runs it through the most disgusting ringer of awful things <laughs> oh, to do to French toast. It's he for there's there's powdered sugar on it. He didn't order that. He goes, he picks it up. He goes, eh, like licks <laughs> all the powdered sugar off real quick, like, throws it in the air, and then he reaches behind himself and pulls his waistband out so it falls down the back <laughs> of his pants, and he leaves it down the ass crack of his pants while he does some other shit. <laughs> <laughs> and oh he's like wiggling around. He farts on it, and then he like gets it back out, throws it on the plate, takes it out. The kids eat, and he goes, "Mmm, yummy." And it's just like, note to self: don't send. Don't send Have you guys ever there. worked at a restaurant? Anyone? McDonald's no. briefly. You worked no. at McDonald's briefly. <clears throat> briefly. My okay. first. My first yeah. job was at this place called the Keg, mm-hmm. and um, I was like 15, 14, 15. And I was a dishwasher, so I don't know if that counts as working in a restaurant. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it, does. it was the it, it was the most back breaking stuff because it, it's not just washing the dishes, but the cleanup after the restaurant closes. I was like, I I I realized at that point I was not made for physical labor because <laughs> you have to clean that up and clean up all the the stuff above the fans and all that stuff and, and it was like like i was a young soccer player i was in shape and stuff but the morning mm-hmm. after my back was bugging me i was like oh i'm not that, that was a one day as a one day or i was done one day yeah i was done that's I as long as i made it to ben and jerry's yeah i worked at a place worked called at ben and Landers boardwalk <laughs> grill in ocean city uh, I started when I was 13. I worked there illegally. You have to be 14 in New Jersey, but I, I was under the table. And uh, my main job was renting out bikes, but I also peeled potatoes and served food to like the customers and stuff. I never, it never even occurred to me to like do something unkind to the food. I, I would just make <laughs> yeah. it the way that I thought was good. And yeah. then eventually that evolved to making it the way that my boss thought was good, which I guess is a good evolution. Yeah. He'd, he'd always hate like, I like my toast to be buttered all of the like there shouldn't be dry spots on the toast. It should have a thin layer of butter from edge to edge. And he's like, you're going to give him a heart attack. I don't know if he thought he was making better toast than me or if he was being cheap with the butter. I I still Hmm. don't know. But that was the kind of feed he he was unpleasable. You were the toast king. I bet everybody when they got your toast, they were like, oh. Who's the toast? I demand to speak to the toast boy today. Hey, he's pulling it back. You come out, you're just covered in butter. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> Man, where's the butter boy? Is the butter boy back there? Oh, yeah, the give me bowl. four slices of toast. <laughs> buttery. I never did anything bad to people, but it was hard, dude. I, I, I must have had like 15 gallons of potatoes I'd peel at a time. They were boiled Ooh. the night before to make it a little easier, oh. but it was. it just took forever. It was so much work. Can't it was so like, heavy. Isn't there like a, can't you just like pull it all off in one, like if they're boiled and cold? I, I used a butter knife and it would come off very oh. easily. Oh, you just scrape it, huh? Yeah. Isn't you know, that like punishment in the military, though? Yeah. Dude, it was yeah. the worst yeah. job. Yeah. My boss always screamed at me. Um, if I was even like one minute late, he was just brutal. The day I quit after two years of being like abused by him <laughs> and uh, I came in two minutes late. And he just laid into me so far. He's like, what does your time card say? And it was early, too. It was like it was like 5.02 a.m. And he's like, you know, like, what the fuck? Why are you late? I, like, I quit. 
I can't take it. I can't do, not one more day. <laughs> you're going to you're showering at 440 that morning. Like oh, yes. today's the day you put your foot down, butter boy. It's still dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my hard that's job. awful. No, that I reminds was, me of the bear. Have you seen that? No. With the it's a new TV show uh with the guy from Shameless in it. I've seen about, a couple episodes of Shameless. Oh, it, it depressed me. I didn't watch anymore. Yeah, the, it's, I love Shameless. The Bear is an amazing show, but it, it it's about a restaurant, and uh, it will trigger you if you've worked in restaurants. Mm. Like, it's, but it's an amazing show. You have to watch it. Yeah, I've never really worked in a restaurant, no. so I don't know. I don't what like are you it. talking about? You were a scoop specialist. For ben one Jerry's day, counts, bro. <laughs> oh, you're one day or also, right? One day. Why did you only last Actually, one day? It's not that I only lasted one day. I've, I've told the story before, so I'll keep it no. quick. I was never technically hired. I went into Ben and Jerry's looking for a job over summer when I was like 16 because my I what I did over the summer was coach hockey at a goalie camp, and so I was a coach at one of those camps, and that only lasted like eight weeks total, all the different camps, maybe even less, six. And my dad's like, you're not going to just do six weeks of work this summer. You got to like do real jobs. So go get Ben and Jerry's or go get something. So I was like driving around, like looking for a job. It's like 2007, 2006, whatever it was. And I found a Ben and Jerry's, went in. This hippie lady was like at the front. And I'm like, are you guys hiring? And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, do you have an application? And she's like, Oh, don't don't bother yourself with that. Come on back here. I've been invented. There were no customers in there. Mm-hmm. A lot red flag one. And like mm-hmm. I I like within 40 seconds of walking into Ben and Jerry's, I'm donning an apron in the back. And this woman is like, How about you just uh here? You know, with Steve here, if I recall, he's kind of an effeminate guy. Mm-hmm. You're gonna make waffle cones with Steve. And so I made waffle cones for like five hours. Not a lot of customers come in. I botched some waffle cones early, got my technique down later. I, the problem I had early with making the waffle cones is that the hole at the bottom was too large. There'd be too much drippage. And mm-hmm. so I fixed that got fixed that up a bit, got my technique down. Some customers came in, this girl and her mom. And then the effeminate guy was like, go ahead and serve them up. And so then I went over there and... The woman asked for something like Choco Monkey Grape or whatever fucking ridiculous flavor they had. And the way they had it listed is, you know, there's like like six in each a giant freezer. There's like 12 flavors and they're stacked like two or three like that in a row and then in a grid. And the the little cheat sheet they had at the top on my end as the scooper the way it should be is the top one should be what is furthest away from me. It should be like I should be able to lay that down on top yeah, of the ice cream. And that's the way it should be organized because I'm not be, re- yeah. like code name yeah. style because like uh, if you're not retarded, it was mm. inverted than that. Mm. The ones at the top were the ones closest to me. It just didn't make sense. And so Who I gave this woman tails of that. Sense? No one could make heads. And I, <laughs> I didn't have the eye expertise yet to differentiate between like a uh, puffy uh, 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 ape crunch and, uh, you know, the blizzard avalanche uh, uh, Rocky Road Extreme. And so I gave this woman like a big serving. I was trying to hook her up, gave it, like, gave it to her. And then my she did looked at it kind of displeased. And my manager was like, oh, that's the wrong flavor. And she was like, it's okay. And then the guy looked at me and was like, first day. And it was like, it's like, I haven't even been hired yet. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just working in Did food you service. Did paid for that day? No, no. Then I went in the back afterward. They Did were closing. The they were closed. No, I didn't get anything. They were closing. And then I went in the back and the, like the woman was like, all right, we're going to give you a call and let you know when you start. 
And I like went home, told my dad, like, I'm going to be working at Ben and Jerry's. He's like, good for you, son. Good for you, son. You know, you know, you have one like day, a real job. One day, <laughs> one day boy, it's going to be Ben, Jerry, and Taylor. <laughs> it's going to be Ben and Taylor's. You're going to beat that freeloader Jerry out. You're going <laughs> to get rid of that fucker. And so Taylor then, like, I waited weeks, weeks, and never heard from them until I, you know, just lady didn't answer my calls, went back. They had closed, Jeez, and I realized you know. they had just lied to me. And just like gotten a free day of work because you're not just like suddenly closed down by Ben and Jerry corporate that afternoon. They know it's coming. They mm. took in, they took advantage of me. They I I was basically a slave for one day <laughs> because I got no ice cream, I got no money, and I got no references. So that's wow. Yeah, oh. you need to go to Ben and Jerry's and demand reparations, dude. Ben and Jerry. All their progressive nonsense online, and meanwhile, they're they enslaved me. <laughs> <laughs> they enslaved me for one day, and I'm not cool with it. So, Ben, Jerry, if you're out there, I don't want to hear a lick about your fucking you know, progressive ice cream until I am paid for my day. Yeah, he's got a uh, underground railroad that goes to Baskin Robbins. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm going to perfect. freedom. Yeah, <laughs> to, to Baskin Robbins. Fight the power, brother. Fight the power. <laughs> That's what I, dude, I, I need to do that. I need to get some of my followers on Twitter to help me harass the Ben and Jerry's corporate account for, <laughs> for back payment with inflation taken into account uh, from, my, uh, from my day of work in 2006. Not to mention interest. Not to mention interest on it and ice cream. That's like $2 million right now, bro. Go for it. It is. Yeah, that may have only been five hours of work in 2006, but that's, that's, that's 12 hours of work now. You know, are you sure Pain and suffering. Didn't... Exactly. Emotional trauma. Yep. Are you sure that she didn't, you know, just decide that you weren't Ben and Jerry's material? I If I would have gone back and seen them doing their thing, then maybe that would be the assumption I'd take away. But the fact yeah. that they were, they had a going out of business sign like uh, closing sale shit. It's like okay, well, wait, 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 does that sign work. there when you worked? Like maybe you should have put no, together. No, 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 no. It wasn't. I would have put that. I would have put those pieces. I was, I was a retarded sixteen-year-old, but I would have put those pieces together. Like, yeah. So all I did that summer was coach hockey because because Ben and Jerry strung me along, strung me Coaching along. Like swimming was one of my favorite jobs ever. Like you enjoyed job. it? Yeah, I enjoyed. It. I did. So the first year I didn't. I, they said I was a coach, but the kids were so young. I was basically a swimming instructor. And uh, the next year they were a little older, so it was more coaching. Yeah. I, like I know kid. how that was. Like, I liked the older kids as a hockey coach, too, because it was mm -hmm. more about, like, I could actually shoot on them and stuff a little bit more. If they were, like, six-year-olds, though, I almost wanted to go to oh, the you parents. Can still shoot. <clears throat> It's a goalie camp. And so like I'm not gonna rip it at a six year old, but okay. I also wanted to be like they I'd like I'd look at the kids and like I played goalie and so I'd like I knew how much the pads cost and everything. And I'd see like a six, seven year old kid and I'd be like, That kid's got way nicer pads than me. Like that, that kid's got the brand new Vaughn pads and he's probably grew an inch since he got here this morning. These like like you gotta be Can you buy talent as a goalie? Like like uh, surely you can, but the question is how much, right? Like improving your pads might make you one percent better, but that won't get you very far. Yeah, it wouldn't I mean you, you want it, it wouldn't make that much of a difference. No. Like the I mean, only difference would be uh, they don't make you equipment yeah. <laughs> can matter in in paintball much more than hockey. Like if no, like if I had 
at the time they were making the switch from like the older style pads to the newer sleeker lighter ones and so like i still had the older style that would soak up water and get heavier like throughout the game mm-hmm. and that sucked and like the, i'd see the new like svelte ones and get jealous but yeah like you're not gonna like i knew plenty of goalies who had much nicer pads than me but they had no reaction time or hand-eye coordination like i mean you yeah, need that. certainly talent is the most important thing yeah. like i think i just heard wolf say that in paintball the equipment doesn't matter and no, i can... i don't think it matters in any sport oh you're so uh, okay unless, hold on hold on unless it comes to like car racing or something like that but i'm saying I, I think there's a there's a there's a bare minimum in paintball though like like you don't want shake and shoot tipmans you want an electric hopper you want like yeah. you want a laser eye anti-chop yeah. You but know, if you get, I'm with if Kyle. You hit, I used my gun. It was an axe, if people know him at all. And I yeah. thought it was perfectly fine. And then Kyle had something that I guess was much better. It was purple and silver, and it looked dope. But it didn't make me better, because we had gotten to that level where the gun was good. Um, on the other hand, I used Taylor's gun, this Tipman that was like shake and shoot. And not only that, but the rounds didn't go straight. They, they, <laughs> yeah. like, and and by didn't go straight, like they would literally curve in midair. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, how yeah. can you hit anything if the... <laughs> like you know, when I mean, someone says you can't shoot straight, I'm sorry to cut you off. Well, usually no, that no. means you aim poorly. Like mm. if I give you a Glock and you and it doesn't shoot straight, that means you suck at shooting. Typically, it, it shoots straight. You don't. But with a Titman, no, honest to goodness, it'll throw curveballs. And good <laughs> luck hitting anything with curveballs. <laughs> it, it's but it's like anything else, right? If you if you take two guys with the same skill set, then a better marker would make a huge difference mm-hmm. but like i could like if i go and rent uh, a marker like a titman with a whole bunch of renters type of thing i'm gonna play better than the guys with the other you know what i'm saying so and you might play better than me because the skill difference is big enough yeah yeah, yeah but, that's what i'm saying it, it, but it, if you're just a little bit better than me and my equipment's a lot better than yours i might have a better day it might even it out a little bit a little bit but yeah mm-hmm. it's 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 so i i've seen I think kids going by I'm with Kyle because <laughs> when Taylor was Taylor and uh, T-Mart were fussing that their equipment wasn't good. And since I was doing fine, I thought that must meant I'm quite talented. And then I tried their <laughs> gear and that's not what that meant at all. Yeah, <laughs> I did it, poorly. It, I don't think that it matters. Our, it, when you go from Woody's $500 axe to like a $1,200 geo or whatever the, the hot that's shit is now, then like the, it's not a huge like this thing you pick it up first of all and you're like oh my god all right an artisan designed this and then mm-hmm. a craftsman made it so fucking light that it's <laughs> like something off a like a like a fighter jet or something when you yeah. hold the $1200 one and the $500 one's more of a chunkier piece of aluminum maybe the electronics aren't quite as uh, as as good and everything and it's a little heavier like noticeably heavier yeah. but they'll still fucking shoot a fucking rope but those yep. he's talking about those shake and shoot Tipman ninety eights that it's like yeah. clunk, 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 clunk. shoot curveballs. That's True. like that's like that's being a, a little, wooden bat. Yeah. That's the wooden bat <laughs> in the aluminum bat like, like league type difference. Even that would be fair as long as everybody has the same gun. Yeah, everybody's yeah. got Tipman. Yeah. Give us all yeah. pistols, then it'll yeah. be a, yeah. yeah. And a gun but, that shoots straight with enough talent can go well. Like some people enjoy sniping, and I'm just yeah. like ah oh, yeah yeah yeah. So some people. I don't even know if there is a bolt action in paintball, but there, there is, is. An, there is an airsoft. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a, a really talented guy with a knack for doing this right with a bolt action sniper can be effective. Very deadly. But at but, the same time, it's so many times I've seen like 
kids going with their rich dads and buy you know the, the most expensive markers and they can't shoot they can't do crap with it right they'll like mm-hmm. they'll hide in the back and be afraid of what's coming at them that's a valid play style well <laughs> it, it Dude, I'm, I'm like, like talking about this is like making me remember spark them in the air like, i'm remembering the your own players in the back I'm, I'm remembering the times i was like jealous of other kids equipment in the context of hockey now especially oh, okay. like like the the way you'd try out for teams as a goalie <clears throat> like usually there'd be a big goalie tryout prior like because they didn't want to just bring a bunch of goalies into the regular tryout and so before they oftentimes before the real tryout for the team they would try out goalies so that they could have like that those final guys be in the real one competing against the people you know and i remember going and seeing like that guy's pads are so nice that guy and the way i took solace in it was like look at that guy's pads they're so those are so much nicer than mine but there's no black marks on them there's no marks mm, all over that guy's pad. He must bucks. he must suck. Then you get out of there with him and it's like, nah, he's pretty good. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, those are clearly just he's gonna have a bunch of black marks in no time. He's a good goalie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he he, he might be better than me. He has and multiple wealthier. pairs of pads. That guy has yeah. multiple pairs of pads. That's what's yeah. happening here. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I never I never really experienced uh like doing a thing growing up where I didn't have, you know, the, the right shit. But but I still have instilled in me this sort of fear of showing up with the wrong shit. It kind of we were talking about those high school nightmares le- earlier in the mm-hmm. week, maybe. Yeah. And how you have that one about being in a class. You know, it's being it's time for the school. midterm. Yeah, yeah, it's midterms, but you've never been in this class before today. That type <laughs> shit, unpreparedness type shit. And like I don't know, the idea of showing up with the wrong baseball bat or the wrong glove or not having the right fucking cleats or having like the off-brand fucking baseball pants or some shit like that. Like, like that would never even occur to us. Like, I don't know. I, I just got that shit taken care of, I guess, no matter what. Um, and, and I don't like know. I knew how to play. Like, my fear was like, what if uh, my nightmare is that the ball comes in my general direction? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a Les Nethman moment? Oh, I loved it. Am like, a lot, of the, <laughs> a lot of the kids were, I wanted to play infield, but but it, it I ended up either pitching or in, in the outfield. But um, everybody was always afraid to eat up those like hot ground um, ground balls. That mm. kids want to freeze and and stand and let it come to them. And I fuck them. My dad would was like attack the ball, attack the ball. Like like he'd be over there hitting that shit so hard at me. I'd be mm. fucking eleven years old and he ping, and it's coming. Like the first time it hits the dirt, the dust is flying yeah. everywhere. And like yeah. now there's a cloud and it's just attack the ball, attack the ball. Like it's all day attack the ball i remember the way too hard backyard passes from dad sometimes we get to tryouts and and the when the coach would like hit them for every every kid would go out and field those ground balls and now the coach is hitting them at you and he's hitting them like a puss it's like dude i'll but i'll catch your ball my goddamn teeth coach like like, like, i'm now i'm just question yeah so when the your dad hits the ball in the infield the dirt you know the dust hits the air can you predict what the ball is going to do as it comes to you? Like in tennis, you can. In tennis, you watch enough balls bounce, and it's a very predictable thing. You know what to expect. You can even see the spin. Um, in football, you kind of can. I don't know if great players can, but that football is going to hit the ground and do something you didn't know was coming. Where's baseball fit in? Is the ground I that bet, good? That's what I was going to say. I bet on a major league field or any kind of nice field, it's it's more predictable because the grass is so pristine and the dirt is so pristine. But on our little league fields and high school fields, like, I don't know, you catch some weird kickups and stuff. It'd go, mm-hmm. you have a good idea. And you, 
90% of the time, higher than that, 98% of the time, you know about where it's going and you're either going to glove it or you're going to make it, it's going to hit your body and you're going to scoop it up and like make the play. And if it, if it, when it hits you, it doesn't hurt. You think it's going to hurt, but it, you, your drilling's going, it doesn't fucking hurt. Hmm. 2% because- of the time, it kicks up and hits you in the fucking mouth. <laughs> oh. And you have to be prepared to eat that motherfucker <laughs> if you're going to oh, play aggressively. You've got That's you, what hockey's like. If I if if I see this lap shot coming and I stand in front of it, I know that like ninety five percent of the time it's gonna miss me, hit something that's padded because I'm aiming my pads at it, or hit mm-hmm. my stick because I'm trying to make that happen, and then two percent of the time is gonna catch me just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like when I played soccer, it, it's interesting because you got like guys who could literally bend the ball when it's going into net and stuff like that and be like very unpredictable. Like if they've got like a, a, a free shot and, you know, you're lining up in front of them and everyone's, you know, had got their hands in front of their crotches in case they get hit. Like there's guys who could like bend it around you hmm. and manipulate the soccer ball. Right. So it, 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 it's weird sometimes. Were you a goalie in soccer? No, I was a forward. Oh. I was a forward and I was, I, no, I, sorry, my bad. I was more of a, uh, uh, mid center in soccer because I was good at running back and forth for defense, but in hockey I was a right I was a right uh, right wing. Have you okay. ever put on a pedometer a cool for a game? Right because wing. I'd be curious how many steps uh, uh, like you take like like in a in a in a soccer. I game. I didn't have it back in those days, but I can tell you that soccer you have to be. That's the most healthy player there is that exists. It's, I think it's, it's the it, it, it's a it's a really it, interesting skill set that's required for soccer. Like like, first of all, I have respect for it, but no enthusiasm for the for it as a sport. I can't I can't get into it for whatever mm-hmm. reason. It's my Americanisms. Kind um, of is, yeah, yeah. I can't. I just can't. Whatever. But I have so much respect for because I've watched a little. The World Cup would happen, and all my European friends would make drag me to that shit. And it's like they're still running. We've I'm drunk already, and they're yeah. still running. Like we've oh, been at this yeah. bar for so long, and they are still running. That same guy, he's been running all day. I'm tired from the beer, and he's still. And, and it's not like like a like a track and field event where maybe you get in that groove and you just shit yourself if you have to. You just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 wind. Sprints. They're so sharp with it, and it's it's the wind sprints, and then a jog, and then the, the crazy footwork, and then yep. in the middle of that maybe you take the one shot of the whole fucking game. Cause sometimes it ends nil nil somehow. And, and like, it's, it's all this all or nothing right now, right now, right now. And you've been running for an hour and you got to pull that shot. hour and a half, Dude. bro. <laughs> it's outrageous. The That's conditioning rough. soccer players. Must. I, yeah, I, I played soccer. Now I didn't ever play good and I never played competitively really, <laughs> but uh, I played when I was in shape, right? I'm like a, a swimmer in between college and high school in the off season or something. And I'm training, I'm in shape. I, I and I played soccer, and it's there is no hiding your cardio there. In ice hockey, take a couple hard, uh, you know, strokes, and then slide for a bit. You can just coast. You'll get to the other side. Maybe you're not. You're a little late to yeah. arrive, but you might be in the minors next game. But <laughs> <laughs> but you can at least play. And if it's beer league, that's fine. Half the oh, people yeah. are doing that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In soccer, if you don't work hard, you don't even get there. You're just on the wrong side. It's very obvious. Basketball too. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. so you did track in high school, but now you want to make money. Okay. Well, soccer's perfect <laughs> for you. That's great. Do you yeah, enjoy one nothing games? Do you love ties? <laughs> <laughs> I've got something that's going to tickle you. I wonder if soccer should do something to increase scoring. No. You know what? 
is. We it's all perfect know what the it way is. it is. It would bro. just it would just be make the, it would just be indoor soccer, just smaller field. I like I like mm. out I like the idea of the stadium. I what's what's what I do here's the things I love about soccer. My God, the the stadiums are full of people. It's mm-hmm. insane. The enthusiasm people have is okay. incredible. It blows the good. NFL and no American sport has that kind of enthusiasm because it's it's about high highs and low lows, as I always say. And no nobody has lower lows than soccer. People get killed, literally get killed. Refs get murdered on the field. It yeah. ha- people get de- I, there have been decapitations in soccer stadiums. Colombian players returning home after losing. It, it's it, it's wild shit. So, yeah. but but the field needs to be a little bit smaller, a little bit shorter. <laughs> it does. Yeah. And 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 it and the the goals need to be just a little bit bigger. And and that would fix so much. That would fix so much. I like agree. let's start, also the, too much too much of that running. And even as a non-soccer <laughs> fan, I am blown away by the things they do to deke each other. You know, yeah, like, like if one guy comes at the other and he does this, like he runs with his foot in front of the ball and kicks it with his back foot to himself or something, that blows. I can hardly understand what happened, and I'm just watching oh. it in slow-mo. Yep. And uh, so that would happen more on a smaller field. What I'm not particularly impressed with is really long passes or just people who turn on the jets and run for a long time. I know that it's impressive. It just doesn't look as good as like the Deeks and the, so shrink it and make the talent that I appreciate more important. Another sport I I hate, but has great things. And the the NBA, the the, the things that the NBA has that, that, that it could, that soccer could take from it is that thing you just talked about where you like juke and deke somebody out. Like when you when you see someone do that in the NBA, it's like, oh my god, because everybody's a superstar now. So it's like, Joe got fucking got his <laughs> ankles broken by Rakim. Can you believe it? And then it's a fucking <laughs> highlight reel. I would like to see more of that in soccer, like you said. And I don't know. I, I wish there was. I just wish there was more scoring. That's the like, like how however you accomplish that. If it like leave the field alone if you want to, but figure out a way to get some more points on the board. But I, I, the thing is with soccer is that, or football, I should say, is that mm. that's why you appreciate getting a goal when they get the goal because that's why they do the little dances and stuff because it's that hard to do it, right? And it's like, like you look at um, uh, reels by Ronaldinho from from uh, Brazil. He's like, he's this Brazilian player. He's got like the ponytail and the weird teeth and everything, and he'll like the dance around like. player. Yeah, like met like magnificent moves, but. I don't know. Maybe it's one of those sports where you have to play to appreciate what it is. But I don't for, for some reason, when it comes to Americans and sports, they have very little patience. And it's like I remember when hockey was first really introduced to the States and especially on TV when NHL came, went down to the States and they had to put the little lasers behind the puck mm-hmm. for Americans to keep up with the game at first. You know what I mean? And it was, it was a weird and I mean, well, Canadians were laughing at it, but I remember that, and you're right. But I don't think HDTV was a thing at the time. I was so. going to say that same thing. Yeah. I remember specifically, like being in my room as a kid on my little ass uh, standard def TV, like one of those that had the VCR combo, probably, and it had the Fox NHL had that sort of yellow outline around the puck, and it mm-hmm. was like, yeah, you could, you yeah. still could barely see what was going on. I was like, what the fuck is even happening? Like you, you couldn't see it. it like you know, now on a big HD TV, like you can see everything. It's they so should bring bad. this back. And I think Wolf, I might get Wolf to agree with me. It sounds hard, but in this situation where the puck is against the boards and there's maybe two people fighting for it. Yep. And the puck isn't even visible, right? The camera is like 
above the crowd or something. You can't see it. Make it glow. Glow or just a little white like outline, sort of reverse shadow, if that makes sense. Show me where the puck is. Exactly. And I, it would help me enjoy the game. I See, it's weird, though, because, I mean, hockey is a religion in Canada, right? So we're mm-hmm. so used to it we never Taylor's needed that enhancement talk so yeah that's kind of weird we should wait a bit but no, no, this is better. <laughs> i don't do this i like technology in the puck and i, I don't want oh, i don't want graphics or overlays i want the puck to glow when they hit it i want it to literally glow and oh. be able like the heart if imagine this if they if they hit it hard enough it goes red like a light tap it's like blue and maybe they hit it hard, <laughs> yellow i want accelerometer in that bitch too i want a stat on the board oh that that slap shot was 112 miles oh, per mm. hour. So what you want is we golf. <laughs> I want data. There'd be some work to convince me that black against the white ice isn't the perfect contrast already. Like to change it to yellow or red based on how fast it's going. I'm like, I don't want a yellow puck on white ice. It'd have but to be glowing at that point. You'd have to. What if it was translucent, fully translucent, <laughs> but on the inside was an incredibly bright light. And uh-huh, so it goodness. meant that it was just this fucking little like how it would it change like it was... the game if the puck was just you know trans transparent see-through if it was glass <laughs> in the first place <laughs> oh you can't oh where'd like, it go does anyone transparent see ice? <laughs> yeah that'd be half the Let sport me, is just yeah, trying yeah. to find the bloody puck right <laughs> i do like data though i like what baseball's been doing um mm. adding just more and more numbers you get you know the rotation of the ball and the, the yeah uh, the, the, not just the pitch speed but the the speed, the bat speed, and the speed of the ball coming off the bat, and now we get these exact to the foot measurements because they got a fucking laser beam. And look, I'm a Babe Ruth uh, uh, absolutist, but my God, at this point, like we've got to admit that 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 man could not even cut it in today's game. Oh, do, you, that, do you know how big that cocksucker the Dodgers signed is? That that Hotani guy? No, he's like six foot five Japanese. He throws a hundred oh, miles. He th- the player he throws 101 miles per hour and he bats like like, like 330 or some shit like, like like I always thought being tall was a negative in baseball because it it made it easier to strike you out but I guess I don't know anything about it's it. a bigger strike zone <laughs> because it's from the bottom of the letters to the top of your knees but also being six five means you're you know or a super outfielding athlete. is would be crazy it's just a right? super athlete mm-hmm. yeah, you know I was surprised super that tennis players. Height isn't more important than it is because the reach is very important. Wingspan is important. Getting a better serve is a little easier if you're a few inches higher. Um, but top tennis players don't tend to be six six all the time. I think because of the trade-off of tennis. Yeah, ex- I was going to say agility. Like there is a cri- like if you watch NBA highlights, mm-hmm. like once you get to a certain height, like agility is not your strong suit. Like. Some six foot ten guy is gonna suck dick at tennis because he's gonna be lumbering back and forth, and some Andre Agassi guy is gonna just tire him out and just be more agile, quick on his feet, low center of gravity. Tennis is exhausting. Tennis is another sport that you watch and you're like, I could do that. And I have a different theory. Yeah, I I have a different theory. I, I might be wrong. I think that the agility can be somewhat made up for with length, right? If I don't have to move and you do, I can overcome some agility disadvantage because. I reached seven feet every time I move my arm from side to side before I even move my feet. I think a lot of what makes a successful tennis player is parents with money, growing up with coaches, growing up with court time, growing up with that, you know, quality equipment. That can help. But like, it's not just about length in tennis. Like 
you could have someone who's 10 feet tall who's just reaching his arm over here like the agility is important because you need to get into position and get set in order to properly hit it back like you can't just reach over and do it like you need to be quick where it's like when it arrives there you're not just there you're there with your left foot forward your right foot back your weight distributed correctly so you can hit it overhand that's especially true in in ping pong I'd argue you're a little less right because you don't need to have great yeah. body position to return it and get it right. That's true. I bet being tall in ping pong could help. But yeah. in volleyball, being tall, it helps. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like those those women volleyball players and the spiking and the like, yeah, they're all like, you know, tall, tall women, right? And it's like they're outstanding the players, people. You're muted, players. Crazy with it. Uh Taylor, I we wanted- talked about hockey while you were gone. Oh no! Did <laughs> all we, had, we had a whole conversation. We got it all. Oh. I was, I was going to bring up to Wolf. I was like, "Oh man, yeah. he played right wing. Winger is a very yeah, cool position. That would have been a Forward good is a cool position. Too bad. Yeah. Did you ever score a game-winning goal? No, no. Oh. I wish. I, I've scored. I, I scored. A, I had a hat trick at one game, but not a game-winning. You got to play at a lower level. I've scored a bunch of game-winning goals. <laughs> <laughs> they're like for the last time this is a learn to skate sir stop hitting people <laughs> no i was um like didn't learn how to fight my b league one time we, we they had this thing where the other team would vote on who your team's mvp was mm. and uh i got the most in the league one time that's awesome i wasn't nice. good, good but i you know north carolina b league is not the peak of hockey. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, did you have dangles wolf you you get out on no. a breakaway? Did you have a little little toe drag? I I, I I had I had some cool moves, but Did I mean you? I played bro, I played in the eighties though. They were not like today's cool moves where oh, okay. you're doing pancake flipping and all that stuff, right? Oh. You were wooden stick deacon. We're <laughs> old school. Bro, I had a uh, like let me put it this way. Um when I was a kid, we played hockey outside literally every day after school. Snow so awesome winter, you know what I mean? And uh, I remember one time my, my stick broke because I had an insane slap shot. And I had a stick signed by Bobby Orr. And I went and got that and started playing with that. And I played with it till it was destroyed. Like, oh, that's like, you that's shouldn't have done cool. that. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> when you're a kid, you don't, you know, you don't think about these things, right? It's like yeah. if you want to play and hey, Andre, we need you. We need don't you can't leave. Go get my other stick. All right, let's go. Game on. You know what I mean? It's like. That that's how much we loved it back in the day. That's I had a I wish I had stick. more signed sticks. Would was the stick appropriate for you at all? I guess it's wooden. Maybe it doesn't matter. I played with Sean Hill's stick. I, Sean Hill is so much stronger than me. That thing had no flex in it. I like a flexy stick, or at least I mm-hmm. did. And yeah. uh, this thing was built for a guy who had fucking great technique and muscles, and uh, it could have been made of steel for all I knew. It didn't I have a signed Ray Bork stick? Ray oh yeah game stick. Wow. yeah i don't remember I had, how i got that i think my dad golfed with him once or something hmm. i had a signed gretzky puck what that's yeah, sick I, gretzky I doesn't know, sign a lot i don't know what happened to it uh, i don't know what happened to it it's, you it's know, one of those things right I, yeah I, I i've told them i've got this signed photo of like the cast of the next generation crew and nice uh, and i'm looking at it right now and I can see LeVar Burton over there. I just saw a video of LeVar today. He was doing that thing where they do your genealogy and they, they find out. He was so disappointed that his great-grandfather was white. It hurt my feelings. Like, <laughs> really? it's like, yeah, he was what? upset. He, he was surprised. Was I'm, I, now I'm looking he at him cared. over there with Whoopi Goldberg's hand on his shoulder, and I'm looking at her, and I'll, I'm, 
I noticed she ain't smiling. Everybody else is. It's bro, like, it's kind of like the two of them over there. Like, I don't even bro, want he, to be here. That's Kunta Kente, bro. White people. I know that's Kunta Kente, that, and his great. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but uh -uh. for him Roots, to have a white motherfucker, I never Roots, watched the TV show. I'm oh, too. Uh, I'm too young for that. That whoa, was. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, I'm also too young for it. Who's Kunta Kente? Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> How are you gonna be an ally and you haven't seen Roots? I know that the whole I know Roots, the line. Uh, wait, is that uh? No, it was, your it was name a TV is Toby. Show about slavery that, back in the day. Roots? Yeah, that's, and that's, they're that's why I named my dog Toby. By the way, no <laughs> way. Yeah. You do, you do I say it all the time. I go, Toby. Your name is Toby. That's hilarious. Yeah, it is, boss. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah, yeah, that, that's true. That show traumatized me when I was a kid because. You know, he kept getting beat because he wouldn't say the slave owner's name. And then he kept escaping so much. They, they cut his feet off in the show. Mm -hmm. And this was like 80s TV yeah. type of thing. Like that was like traumatizing to see. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. But cut his question, feet off. Did yeah. Canada have slavery? Um, A little bit. Not as much as it, it ended a lot. A lot earlier before this date the camera was a year you can't ask but, a canadian about that let's let's do our own research woody but that's why that's why the a little but like we were really that, cool about that's it. why the underground <laughs> railroad went up to canada because that's where you escaped to hmm so I, it, I typed in did Canada have and Google took care of the rest. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to no, see the answer developer. is not really <laughs> no like <laughs> like three four thousand people yeah, it was. Gonna, it was. I mean, it's not like we didn't have racism or not like that, but it wasn't as insane. Yeah. Oh know, my the, god! The, the, Wait, so uh, I, I thought maybe your... it was telling about Kyle, but I typed in like, "Did Canada H?" and it's like, "Have slavery?" Oh my god! Poor <laughs> 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 Canada. Yeah. They had slaves, and they haven't won a Stanley Cup since '93, '92. It's rough. I stopped watching around then, anyways. I that the. the Toronto Maple laughs or were just too depressing. Dude, my just prediction this year, one of my predictions for the year was that the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to win the Stanley Cup. They never, they were never going to win. They didn't even get close when to they the were, playoffs, did they? This, this season they are. This season they're going to make okay. the playoffs. Okay. They're, they're never going to win when they're killing it all season and they show up in the postseason confident and cocky. They're going to win when they're like third, fourth in the division and they sneak in and expectations are low and they don't have like the media hounding them. Like that Toronto hockey media is brutal. It's yeah. like fucking... Yeah, they don't ease up. It's, they don't the, ease it's up. not nearly as big, but it's the equivalent of like a big football market in America. You can be the worst player in the, in, in, in the NHL and play in Miami and then just go about your day. If you suck in Toronto, people are like coming to your house. Like, oh. hey, bud, it's about time you go play somewhere else, eh? <laughs> That accent is perfect. Hey, you I notice, love it. Uh, I noticed you, uh, you didn't cover your D man as he tried to enter the zone last game versus Calgary. Well, yeah, I just uh, you know enter the zone the same way this brick's about to enter your fucking uh, lounge. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, we're not that violent up here. But no, it's I'm also because it's also because the ticket prices are so damn expensive. Like you That's don't want to waste your money going. To, you know what I mean? So That's why like, Toronto fans. Uh, every Detroit Red Wings game and a lot of Buffalo Sabres games have shit tons of Toronto fans there because it's cheaper to leave Go Canada, get a yeah. hotel in Buffalo or Detroit, watch yeah. the Wings play or the the Leafs play there, and then go home. Yeah, than it is to go to one game in Toronto. Like Toronto must be like, is it the Lakers in the NBA that are known for like not having a great crowd because it's so full of like really rich people? Corporate. Like, it's all corporate, corporate stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all corporate. It's yeah, like that, the, the equivalent of that. Yeah, it pretty is. It is. But, which does suck. Which, it's big city stuff, right? Mm -hmm. it's, 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 
it's like that in LA. It's like that in New York. That's just the UNC. The the college basketball team is known for having this wine and cheese crowd. That's the you know this classy sort of North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one time I think it was a really bad snowstorm, so people couldn't come to the game, but the students could. They lived on campus, and it was the best crowd ever. So the coach like created a student. He's like, we're gonna have a rowdy section here because it makes the players play better, and nice. the wine and cheeses will have to sit somewhere else. So. If the stadium takes uh, money from the city or, or the state or whatever, the, they, the city or the, or the state or whatever should have a say in, uh, in ticket prices in certain sections. You say, okay, well, we'll give you $3 billion for, for this giant stadium, but there's no need for all of these tickets to be over a thousand fucking dollars. Like, like we're going to have some yeah. cheap seats right here. Well, no, no, that, those that. are good Are you seats. talking college yeah. or NBA? I'm talking about professional sports in general. Whenever like, like okay. it's... The NBA, if the community it, pays for the stadium, God, Kyle, that's a great idea. Yeah, it makes no sense for you to like give them all that money and then have them rape your the people who gave them the money so that none of that citizenry can can even go. Mm. You know, even the Roman Colosseum, like you know, every peasant could fucking roll up in there and get some good seats. It should be it's, at the level that the owner has a decision to make. Like, oh, I could fund this myself and then rate for tickets, or I could get the city to help me, but then, you know, I know I'm going to give up some ticket revenue. Where, where do I want to land? Like You're going to yeah. rate for tickets 100% of the time. And bro. the beautiful thing is, the nobody mm -hmm. will pay for those expensive tickets if they have to sit within smelling distance of somebody who spent $15 for theirs. <laughs> I wouldn't. It would You're never telling me happen. I'm going to... There's no way I'm going to spend $1,500, $2,000 on a ticket for this big yeah. game if I got to sit within smell distance of a $15 fan who's yeah. drunk and disorderly behind me. No fucking way. Like, it would, it would there would be a domino effect. <laughs> <laughs> quick, Ruin quick, the neighborhood and lower ticket subject, prices everywhere. Subject, subject matter when it comes to that. Oh, should, okay. and I have, this, I have this debate all the time with people, should... NCAA college athletes, when you get to the higher rung teams, should they be making money? Yes, they do now. Hundred percent. They they do now, but they always should have. Okay, that's because they they've the been big, making the like thing? video games off their asses for like no. twenty years now. You talking about the players or the teams? I'm talking about the players. Yeah, the players okay. should make money. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's it's because I've had this argument with others. And they, oh no, they get free tuition and stuff, and I've I've gone through those. So, but you guys are kind of smart, so you get you get it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I did used to be smart. I I used to think that like they should play for free for the education, etc. They get kind of being trained for the next part of their career, and um, then they made the role change. And I'm like, actually, I think this is better. Mm. I just had but, to see like, in action. They've always like it's not fair for EA to make football games or whatever the fuck they and use, since use the names of, but oh, they really? did for years before that. Since They haven't since 2014. This is actually kind of like breaking news because they will this year for the first time since 2014. Hmm. Oh, uh, the really? first year is good. Perfect. Which sport? Yeah, uh, football. NCAA okay. football 2024 is coming. I'm looking at the article now. Um, how player likeness is going to work in the game is a major talking point in the community as it is ultimately what shut down the game after NCAA football 2014. Uh, instead of using randomized likenesses to combine with numbers and jerseys, EA Sports has partner partnered with one team partners to allow players to sign an agreement that gives their uh, permission to use their you know likeness and everything. So yeah, they're going to get paid. You'll, you'll uh, if you, if you, Look, every college player is going to want to be in the video game. I know this for, with with the with the UFC, it's a big deal. People will be like, "Yo, why am I not in the fucking game, baby? Come on, get me in the game, Dana!" Like, like 
and they'll be asking for that like nothing else because they play the game. It'd be so cool to be in a game that that like mattered. So that would be cool. I, I mean, the, the guys who are already going to get paid that NL NIL money are going to just get more heaped on top. But even if you're like the third string kicker from a fifth from a dark water town, you're going to be like. Yes, use my likeness. I'll take the five dollars, please. Like, <laughs> and me in, I, like, like immortalize me in a video in digital form. They should forever. get paid That's how cool. many points uh, is, their character gets. Is, uh, <laughs> I'm actually a playable character in a video game, which is kind of cool to see. Really? What is it? Yeah, uh, Fields of Battle Two for uh, the mobile uh, version right now, and it's coming out on Xbox and PlayStation Two, and it's a paintball video game, as you could tell, but. If you, uh, you know, if if you, it's a, it's a free game. Uh, I think if you subscribe, you can play as Wolf, and it's got my whole loadout on there and everything. And uh, for the um, upcoming uh, console and PC version, I'm I'm going up uh, to Seattle to do voice work and everything like that. That's awesome. Have you yeah, ever done cool. voice work before? Not as myself. I've I've done it on like uh, animation stuff for uh, college projects and stuff like that, but it's 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 kind of cool to like they sent me the they sent me the game and sent my unlock and you see me turning oh, holy crap yeah there you go nice and uh, it, it had my original loadout and everything and it's my marker and all that stuff it was kind of cool. Have you That's looked it. at your stats in game? No, they don't have stats for you. Oh, okay, that's okay. right. Yeah. That's you're not like I'm faster than that, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I just remember when they were making my character and you know they did the 360 turn. I go, uh, could I have my butt a little bigger, please? I got more booty than that. Uh, you gotta hook it up, <laughs> yeah, properly. beef up those arms a tad. <laughs> yeah, I know we're on the phone, them. but just take my my I'm flexing right now. Like, <laughs> 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 what you have on there, <laughs> give me tree trunk arms. Uh, so I'm bulge. They should, have, they, sh- I, they should have had a FPS Russia character on they uh, Call of Duty. It's not they, too late. We are one bit of legislation away. How so? <laughs> oh, All okay. they have to do is say that all, all innocent victims of this evil government, such as Kyle, get their yeah. gun rights back it's- and their YouTube channel passwords back. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fight the power, brother. Fight the power. Yeah. <laughs> In like, like, what if that's what Biden got out there and started rambling about one time? He's like, they got people in uh, Georgia, Kyle Myers, can't even log into YouTube because of these weed logs that are keeping him from doing his job. That's how he could earn my non-vote, you know, because I'm not allowed to vote. But Dude, I'd throw one for Biden for you if he said yeah, that. I'd if he brought you that. up, 100%. I would vote with like my dead great grandmother's like ID or something like that. I don't think they check that sort of thing. No, get a vote are, like you, it. are you? Is there a time limit that you can't vote, or is it forever now? It's forever. I, you know, there's there's expungements and like appeals processes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't looked. I haven't really done anything like that. I'm I, I'm sure I will at some point. Can you I'll cross the border? It. Come up here? Not to Canada? No, y'all are y'all are weird about that. I think if I uh. I think there's an appeal process for that as well, where like you have, uh, it has to be. You can have people expunged. write like let you can have people write letters like uh, on you your behalf and stuff like that. Yeah, Mexico lets you write it. I don't give a they fuck. Give them the key oh, to the city. Marijuana. There's <laughs> 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 yeah, a felon here. Watch out, everybody. Oh, <laughs> put your hands where we can see him, Gringo. He got caught with marijuana. We everybody look out. Like, like, Wait, are you the guy with the YouTube? 
Like, <laughs> 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 oh, but uh, I am like, not Japan. <laughs> Japan. I know Japan's super strict about that shit. Um, there's a few countries mm. that Australia don't give a damn because they're like a prison colony to begin with. Um, How about Russia? I bet Russia doesn't care. You know, I, I, I think it's best that I avoid Russia, not not only because <laughs> of, of, of like what what bit of fame I've accrued, but also because of some of the statements I've made in the past about them and their people. You know, I, I go a little hard in the paint sometimes that mm-hmm. more hard than I should. Teasing. You don't actually just like Russian comrades, people. you know, you know, I had <laughs> Stalin as my YouTube background for a year and a half. That should buy me some 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 goody commie points where you don't like murder me or anything. Um, that's back when people used hammer and sickles online ironically like no, now I'm in, now I'm you see them for real yeah i'm in i'm in fucking business back then i've i've always been a, a true uh comrade uh but i saw you know alabama's killing that guy tonight with a nitrogen oh, yeah? what what do? Time. so all right this guy's been on death row for some time now probably a decade mm-hmm. or doesn't matter but what he did was a uh another man hired him as a hitman so he was a he was a killer okay. for hire, along with a, a second man who I don't I don't know the second killer story. It doesn't matter. But guy hires Bob, we'll call him because I don't remember his name. Doesn't fucking matter either. Guy Bob gets hired to kill this guy's wife, kills the wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, the authorities then are closing in on the husband. The husband offs himself. And then someone gives a tip to the authorities. Go check on this guy, Bob's house. He's got a VCR that we think he took from the murder that's how long ago this murder was i would imagine mm-hmm. that he would steal a vcr from a murder victim and keep it it wasn't well he did i guess <laughs> i guess not so they traced the vcr back to the murder victim the jury voted to put this guy to death and now it's time to do it and they are using this brand new method of execution it's never been used on humans ever anywhere before it is nitrogen asphyxiation they basically just replace Ooh. the air in a chamber that you're in with fucking nitrogen. And I don't care what anybody says. That's going to be awful. That's yeah. going to be awful. Didn't they just, torture Deadpool like that in the movie? I don't know what they did to Deadpool. <laughs> but <laughs> what they're work. doing in Alabama tonight. <laughs> why don't, why don't we just, just fade off to sleep? And I bet you're like gasping for breath um, in a, in a, you know, like, Oh, like, like well, there's well, nothing there. The other thing is, do they do anything before the nitrogen, right? Like, do, is he yeah. drugged up in some really happy way? You I've had shit so. prior to surgery that I think I could easily survive asphyxiation happily. I would want them to put, I said this earlier on, on Discord, I was like, I want them to put me to sleep with that dentist laughing gas until I'm completely mm-hmm. out and then lop my head off with an old French guillotine. An old one. They could. They could. An uh, old asphyxiate one. you with the uh, nitrous oxide too. Just none of this new age bullshit. I want the the real. I think we've school. gotten entirely too soft with the way we act to people. Okay. Braveheart. What's your suggestion? Drawn and Ooh. quartered. Oh, public. Right, oh, we go. Damn. We go. This guy. This guy killed two children. He killed a ten year old and an eight year old in a park with a with a shillelagh. A shillelagh. Yeah, he was. An, I, he said, <laughs> "I'm gonna that? cause." I just like to see the world burn. Ivan McDougal, the Ivan murderer Mc... of Fifth Lane. Ivan, just a classic Irish name there. He's Ivan. Half Russian, half <laughs> Irish. I'm so, Ivan Korsakov, the most What's Irish Braveheart? man. <laughs> Did they decapitate Braveheart via execution? They they, they drug, cut him. him. Yeah, they dragged him. Then they 
castrated cut him open. Him. They they castrated him. They pulled his guts him. out, disemboweled him. Then they oh shit, that's worse than what I had in mind. It's so much worse. It was. So but much think worse. about how much fear gets put into the heart of other uh, rapists and murderers when we do that at halftime at the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, Taylor Swift. First of all, ratings explode. <laughs> Everyone tunes in to see me. the public execution. Coming up next, the 12 most notorious rapists of 2023. You won't want to miss it. And then <laughs> then we, you know, they have like 12 who, different ways. Who audience uh, audience who's voting. Sponsoring? Who's sponsoring the execution? <laughs> who's, it, who's it brought to you by? Uh, Arby's. <laughs> we have the meat. We have the meat. <clears throat> yeah. And then you see a guy just, ah, just being electrocuted in the chair. Yeah. It yeah, can be themed like like Tesla. Other Tesla sponsors that they get shot. They get shot oh, to death. Yes. Yeah. Only That's green hilarious. energy use. Only green energy use tonight for this shocking. It's like, look, Renewable. you can see the windmill starts spinning when he starts fizzling. <laughs> like that's. The... Oh Jesus. No, no joke though. General Electric would sponsor that. They'd be like, our it's the cleanest electric chair money can buy. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. here. I, mm -hmm. I, I've been watching these like YouTube shorts, and they they go through companies that you think make like silly things, like Subaru. Ah, Subaru, you make cars for lesbians, right? Like, what'd you used to do though? <laughs> oh, well, uh, you know, back in the day, we we yeah. made little uh Vespas out of old aircraft aircraft parts. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, and 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 yeah. you know, then then we made aircraft for 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 folks. Which folks? <laughs> you, know, you know, the Japanese. Wait, did you bomb Pearl Harbor, Subaru? <laughs> Subaru's like. I, uh, I do not recall. <laughs> such a good job of what of whitewashing that that oh, I, and this is a little embarrassing to say like only today did i realize that subaru was a japanese company i thought it was an australian company because of the outback that is like, embarrassing because, because the australian out <laughs> because of the um the subaru, subaru? outback vehicle because I would, because in the Subaru commercials, hang with me here, it would be an Australian themed commercial with the Subaru Outback. You'd have a crocodile Dundee motherfucker, and he'd be there, and there'd be koalas and kangaroos yeah. and shit. And for some reason, it stuck in my mind since childhood that Subaru was an Australian car company. No, Man. Australians don't make anything, dude. They really don't make anything. They're a global drain. They don't make anything. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't think they that do. is funny. I just thought within the name itself it said Japanese, but I see what you're I saying. I know, though. but it makes sense. I see uh, what you're saying. I, I don't know how. I see the weird thing about even, today. I found out the weird the, thing about the death penalty, and I don't want to get into all serious and stuff. Is that I do. I guess we're at the point where it's we can really prove when someone's dead because I was just reading a story the other day about this kid, black kid named Willie Francis, and he had to be electrocuted twice because it didn't work the first time. Yeah, and yeah, and then they find out later that he was innocent of all of it altogether, right? And it's like, yeah. I, I you know, hopefully, I don't know if we're at the point today where we can prove stuff a hundred percent, but I guess with video and all that fun stuff and DNA, oh. hopefully, yes. But it's like so many cases. Like, how many cases have we heard now of guys getting out of jail after you know twenty years and find out they were innocent to begin with? You, you know so what I mean? I like, heard of one yeah, this yeah. month. Yeah, it yeah, like there's so many. So it's like, uh, yeah, you do, do the best you can. Penalty? The problem is the criminal justice system isn't isn't made to find truth and 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 right and wrong. It's 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 set up just like every other system is. It, it's about winning and losing. It's yeah. about winners and losers. So so you don't look at a prosecutor and say, "Did you win?" You, you want to, if you look at a prosecutor, you're weighing and measuring if they're any good or not. 
how many of you won, how many of you lost. Not how many were innocent and how many were guilty, actually. Like, like you can't say, ah, well, I lost three. Oh, that looks bad. Well, they were innocent. You lost. Like, your job is to put them away. Their job is to defend the guy. It, I don't know. The winning and losing aspect that kind of makes the criminal justice system a very scary place to be involved. I promise mm -hmm. you, if you've, if you've never never dipped your toe in, it's it's terrifying. Well, yeah. See, that what's one of the things that depressed me when I was in university. I was doing pre-law, and it was explained to me in a weird way but it's like it just makes you lose it makes you lose faith in the system that there's two types of justice there's criminal justice and there's civil justice mm -hmm. criminal is when you do something against the people of the country right so it's not it doesn't matter about the individual because whenever a criminal is brought to court it's always the people versus john doe mm -hmm. right that's why it's about the the it's about the society doing wrong it's about hurting, doing something wrong in society. So it's not about the individual. That's why people, you know, if they lose a criminal case, they take them to civil court. And that's when people get monetary wins as opposed to sure. uh, prison, right? So if you don't get, that's why you can get guilty in one and not the other. So you can take someone to court civilly and take away all their money and that's how you get justice the burden of proof is also lower you know you, you don't have to go beyond a reasonable doubt so that's how you get a situation yes. like oj simpson where well that's actually not how you got it but but what <laughs> happened we know how you get there but but yeah. um it, he was found civilly liable but but the problem with that is enforcing those payments especially if someone's in a, in a state like florida uh is yeah. very difficult um florida has I don't know exactly how the law works, but it's something like you can't um, through almost any means take someone's last vehicle, someone's last domicile, someone's last a few different things like mm -hmm. like, like through through any sort of judgment whatsoever. It's almost like, hey, don't that's all. He's, that's his way of getting around. Don't. Oh, that's where he lives. Don't make him homeless. It's sort of that. But then what people like OJ will do is get a really massive home, put, sink all their value in that. And, yeah, and, and it can't be touched. Although Ojo just seemed to ignore the court for years anyway and be just fine. It, it he seems was just, like he doesn't care. Dude, the longer he goes, the more on his side I am. Who's to say? Who's Have to you say? not seen any of the documentaries or television <laughs> shows? Yeah, Kyle, I've watched all of them, same as you, and I just have a difference of opinion. I'm a I, don't, I think I think I don't think he did. I don't think he killed that lady. And shut up. Her. If if, mm -hmm. if you uh, if you go and watch, if you want to see a wonderful miniseries i know i've recommended it before but but for it, everybody needs to hear it every time i say it the the i think it's called the people versus oj oj yeah it's the one with cuba gooding jr playing oj snow dogs and from snow dogs <laughs> the man won a he won a oscar he, he radio he played movie. a retarded guy yeah he also was in men of honor with robert de niro he very was, good movie carl Bashir, was first, a good black actor. US, first black um u.s navy uh diver rescue diver it's a it's a Crazy accomplished that he that, that he made post World War II. So <laughs> what is on? What's the real evidence that OJ did anything wrong? You know uh, everything, everything. He had her blood on him, and and his blood was found there, and like his her blood was all over his house on his belongings and his truck. I think really, <laughs> yes. yeah. And his like DNA never. Was on the I was scene, too young like, to follow it. Like that literally, it's fit. like the only reason it, the glove didn't fit is he had a like rubber surgical glove on. Under. And he's look, we can all make a nut glove not fit. You, you yeah, you open your hand. Like like you, you go you, you go all feminine when you want a glove yeah. to really get on. 
you, you fucking get dainty with that shit. He's he's up there with his big man and like, nope, won't go on, boss. Dude, even putting Bullshit. on a glove Johnny, that's like a slightly, glove on. Yeah, having a rubber, rubber glove, glove on. on can make it hard to put a glove on that's like even slightly too big for you. It's grippy. They were it's, fitting gloves. They were they were they're a fitted ISO ISO what do you call them? Isotoners. Isotoner? Yeah. Yeah. All his but shit was nice. Johnny Cochran was a genius for that, bro. His yeah, alibi was that he was in his front yard golfing for 90 minutes and no one saw him. Yeah, that's you, a pretty it, bad alibi. Ta mm. Taylor, I highly recommend this mini series. David um, Schwimmer um, from Friends, he plays uh, Kardashian. So you may not know this. This is a this is a fun little thing. <laughs> Kim Kardashian's dad was OJ's best friend. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like best, those families were intertwined, and so they're present in this the it, during the whole thing, um, uh, um, and so David Schwimmer is is Kim Kardashian's dad, and he's he plays OJ's best friend, and as the thing goes on, he's he's starting to be like, the fuck's going on here? Wait a minute, what the fuck? What do you mean? They found blood where? <laughs> and like, <he's, laughs> like you see OJ's best friend start come to realize that he fuck, killed he, her. Yeah, he fucked. And everybody starts to realize, and at the very end, OJ's out and he's free and he's trying to hobnob and like press the flesh. Because you got to remember this as well. Not remember, but know this about OJ. Huge celebrity back, back then. This would mm -hmm. be like, I don't know, like not, not who's beloved by all? Patrick and, Mahomes. Patrick Nelson. It'd be like if Patrick Mahomes walked into fucking Outback Steakhouse, everybody's shaking his hand and fucking loving him up. Oh, but at the end, everybody's looking at OJ funny. All them white people, especially they, th those were his buddies. Like, I don't know if I can be seen with you anymore, uh, Mr. James. Uh, Mr. <laughs> James, it's the huge amount of blood all over your things. That's what it's I upsetting the customers. You, oh, you, you're wearing the gloves, sir. Yes. <laughs> Imagine Tom Brady, like that level of on fame, mm. after football started making movies. Yeah, he that's was how doing famous OJ was. Naked yeah, Gun he was, series. He was doing mm -hmm. TV it was commercials. It was those. Mm -hmm. it, was it was those insurance commercials. Stuff. He yeah. was like the Allstate man. He was on all the fucking time. It wasn't Avis. And, and, uh, car rental? Oh, no. I'm just saying, like, okay. I don't know. Nobody knows what Avis is. Anymore. I'm saying, like, like today you have the Allstate man. Like, like I, I know that guy when I see him. Or like J.K. Simmons with uh, the other insurance uh, place. Yeah. He was like a, a household name and a nice guy. And he'd always had this. I don't know how to put this, but he was not going to stand up for black people ever. Anytime that there was an issue where you could maybe pull a Muhammad Ali and be like, keep your fucking money, Whitey. No, fuck you. That's wrong how you're treating my 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 black brother. OJ was gonna OJ's what did he say? Hmm. Um I'm not black, I'm OJ. That's a direct quote. Yes. That's not, what Jay Jay Z even said that in the song. That's a good fucking song. Yeah. It was so legit back that in those song. days. Yeah. I can't it, I, I listen to it. And then you have the rumors that Chloe Kardashian looks like OJ too, right? So I was like, that's how Chloe Kardashian is a hundred percent OJ Simpson's daughter. OJ yeah. was boning <laughs> uh Kardashian, his best best friend's wife. Look, look at that bitch. She looks like she could run for some yardage too. All right. The rest Before of them the plastic like surgery. Like, like like and the crazy thing is they the rest of them, um, you know, Bruce Jenner is the other super athlete who was uh Chris Jenner. Was was hooked up with some of the the, the most athletic supermen of her of her time, I guess. Um, but yeah, OJ did that shit, hundred percent Taylor. It, it's like not even questionable. It's so crazy. All right, so here's the conspiracy theory that I could buy a little bit. <laughs> Never will you convince me that like 
oh, it was just crazed killers in the night. You know how it is over in mm. the richest neighborhood in America. No, I could believe that OJ's son had had seen enough, had had enough of his dad's name being drugged through the, the mud, had had enough of his mom blowing Jewish waiter, waiters in his daddy's house, <laughs> and he was going to put a fucking stop to it. And he went over there and did some shit and OJ showed up or, or maybe he goes back to OJ. And he's like, what have I done? And OJ's like, what did you do? And like, and they they stuck everything together with glue and OJ paid the lawyers and they kept and he said, I'll take the bullet for my son if I have to. You'd like to believe that about the juice. You'd like to because, man, he could run. We looked it up. That we those, looked it up. those yards. No one realized how many yards per game that man was getting until we fucking looked it up. And then I understood a little bit of how he got off, too, because. I mean, it's just unfathomable. Have you seen so the Family dominant. Guy episode where they make fun of it? Where like OJ comes on as a character. Obviously, it's not actually voiced by OJ, uh -huh. but the whole time is like a redemption arc for him. Where you know Peter's like, <laughs> "Oh wow, I guess he's not so bad," or whatever the fuck. And at the very end, like OJ is like talking to the whole town who came to storm the Griffin's house and be like, "We want him out of here," and he's like, "I've made mistakes, sure. Who among us hasn't?" <laughs> but to say I've done that, it's egregious. And everyone's like like the like the almost Simpsons end of the episode where everyone kind of learns something. And then in like the last two seconds, he there's a blonde woman standing next to him and he goes <laughs> and stabs, he stabs her to death and then runs away. And Peter's like, ah, I guess she did. He did it. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious that i gotta look one. that up it now catches you catches you family off guy has some snarky like quick humor sometimes there was one recently where this lady smoking at the bar and uh the guy comes up and he's ah, oh, i'm sorry ma'am you can't smoke here and she goes oh, i'm transgender and he goes oh well then carry on doing whatever you want yeah. <laughs> Part of OJ's demon was that he didn't have the athletic ability to best a woman in hand to hand combat. He said that his knees were too beat up. So the prosecution put on an exercise tape in VHS that he had put out like a month before the thing of him doing jazzercise. Not only that, it's a terrible defense. That's, that's literally unbelievable. It gets bad. worse. It gets worse. You know what else he did? So the jazzercise thing was a little older than a month maybe a year, but a month before she was murdered, <laughs> he was taking part in a knife combat class <laughs> for a movie. It was I like, no, I've never heard that before. Practice what you was, preach. It was like a knife combat a class. He took some for some sort of, for a movie role or something like that. You know, they thought of him for the Terminator. He was one of the yeah. four or five names. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things they said is like, come on, he's too likable. <laughs> yeah. And he's, you know, not, he's not as juicy crazy. as fucking Arnold. He need a well. Big... They didn't want Ar Ar they didn't want Arnold either. Arnold Arnold was like became... a fourth choice, I think. Interesting. Arnold got choice. it because so Arnold was contacting James Cameron constantly. Hey, I I want to talk to you about this thing. Um, or his people were. What it was was Arnold's people were contacting him. Arnold didn't want it, and James didn't want Arnold. But they got kind of forced to a meeting where they both intended to kind of push the other off. But they inadvertently won each other over uh, in, in that conversation. But originally, the Terminator, if you think about it, is supposed to look like a regular dude. He's an infiltration yeah. model. The idea is the Terminator mm. slips into your group. Mm -hmm. He's just that dirty guy we found on the road. Yeah, his why he lost his family to the to the monsters too. Yeah, oh, you set you up in here, buddy. Here's your bunk. Showers down the hall, and then mm -hmm. that night he's just walking bed to bed, fucking killing people with his fucking finger, stabbing him in the eye. But he was Arnold supposed showed to be, up. He was supposed to be like, like the little kid in Screamers. 
Yes, exactly. Scream you know is a I'm great saying? movie. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Seen um, it's, Arnold it's is the worst movie. undercover guy ever. He's very obvious. He's huge. It was supposed to be Lance Hendrickson um, for that no, movie. Mm-hmm. No idea who that is. Never heard so, that name in my life. Uh, he's a great actor. He's in tons of uh, action and sci-fi. He even had a, a TV show on Fox in 1999 called Millennium. But he's um, he's the... Lance that, of the Android the, from Aliens. He's the synthetic from Aliens. Um, Alien, and, uh, all of them. And it was he came in with, uh, with James Cameron and one one of the pitch meetings to Fox or somebody like that. And he had he was like in Terminator character being fucking weird. And nobody knew that who he was. And he had, he had put an aluminum foil on his teeth, too, inexplicably, because nobody knew what the Terminator was going to look like. Exactly. Um, that was one of the ways they got funny. But they ended up sticking Lance Hendricks in the movie anyway. He's the detective um, who's taking Sarah Connor's um, like story and everything down, telling Never her about there. Yeah, never believed or got blown away by Arnold uh, with a fucking. He's got like a Sega in one hand and like a G G three in the other. Just ah, it's a great movie. Um, the, another one that t- you saw that one, didn't you, Taylor? Terminator One. Yes, mm. I you had to. I, I saw it many years ago. Yeah, I was not go down. I saw really theaters, paying bro. attention. Yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was a scary movie when this came out because you put yourself in Sarah Connor's shoes. Like you, you, you could not imagine how you would escape that. Like that mm. was a scary movie back in the day. Trust me. Like nowadays, it's light work, Arnold, right? But when they when Arnold doesn't have his eyebrows, and when a lot of it, some of his hair's been burnt off, and he has this slick look, or or he's just—I don't mean like slick, like cool. I mean like he's just smooth faced and weird looking as he's scanning. He really doesn't look like himself, and looks really fucking scary. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, that I don't know how we we got onto that. I have a different topic. Have you guys yes, heard of please. Jixer Bra? Jixer Bra? Can you say okay, it again? Okay. Jixer Bra. So there's a motorcycle called the Suzuki GSXR. Okay. And it's a really fast motorcycle, leader, bike, whatever. It used to be the top racing thing. And now it's known for being like the hooligan bike. The people that go 180 miles an hour on the highway often gravitate towards the Jixer. And, uh, um, this one guy on YouTube completely owns the persona. He's Jixer bra and his hobbies are going wildly fast on the highway and running from police. I once saw him make a video of police chasing somebody else. So he gets the police's attention and then evades them as if he's doing a public service for letting other hooligans get away with traffic crimes. Anyway, one of the series he makes is he'll like, Go to Google Maps and be like, all right, here's what we're going to do today. We're going to go from here to there. In this case, it was Colorado Springs to Denver, which is on his thing in the video. It said it was a 45-minute drive, and he makes it in 20 minutes. And he does Jeez. it by going like up to 150, 180 miles an hour between cars on the interstate, just ripping down the uh, – and uh, he's been doing this for a while, and I'm like, how does he get away with this? How does he get away with just – wild driving i i drive a little while but i can't hold a candle to this guy and uh anyway the colorado police looked him up and now he's there's warrants out for him this youtuber menacing placed another person in fear of imminent serious bodily injury engaged in a speed contest reckless endangerment reckless driving speeding over 40 miles an hour above the speed limit Mm -hmm. engaged in an exhibition of speed and having no license plate these are the things that he's guilty of, and they tracked him down. 
but he did it in Colorado and he's from Texas. I don't know how this works. Can he just never go back to Colorado? Yes. yes. That's a good plan for him because there's That's warrants a... out at this point. Why? What are they gonna, how are they going to catch him? Oh, <laughs> he go to Colorado. Like, 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 I would make a YouTube video. I would go to Colorado and make like tons of content, like as much as I could, like enough for a year. And then mm -hmm. I would go back to Texas and keep my ass there. But I'd keep teasing, like, oh, I'd be outside the state patrol, like, well, here we are, Texas again this week. Made another trip up here, just like change clothes every time. I, I would, I would really fuck just with it. Just pretend that you're still. I don't doing know. It. I, although, can they send like bounty? bounty hunters or somebody like that to another state like i don't know how that shit works i, I so, know if you're like a if you're a fugitive from the law that seems like a different thing so can states not transfer prisoners from other states like i can't remember the specific term but when you like go to another country and you, oh. you capture a guy in a different country and you bring him yeah, back to um, the states extradition you're talking yeah. about extradition I, well, you would have to be so when that's going on it's it's like if you've committed a, a crime spree or, or a crime, you commit a crime in Georgia and then one in South Carolina, you'll be already under arrest in South Carolina and Georgia will be like, we got dibs after you and they'll transfer you over. But it's a little different if you haven't committed any crime in Texas. You know, if, he, if he'd done a crime in Texas and they had him locked up, maybe mm -hmm. Colorado could be like, hey, we, we want him when you're done. But the idea of sending Texas to go lock him up or invading Texas and locking him up there they don't have the they can't do that know. i know i know there's something i'm stuck I know. on like one of the ways that bonnie and clyde avoided getting caught for as long as they did is they would commit crimes in like there's a part of america where there's like five different states all kind of close mm -hmm. to each other and they would just stay near the borders and they'd like commit some crimes in nebraska and head over to kansas commit some crimes in kansas and then drop down to oklahoma and just start like changing states all the time Mm -hmm. And the it's police like, would literally like get to the state line like Dukes of Hazards. No, I was just gonna like, say ah, that. <laughs> you got away. Okay, Roscoe so well. Pete Coltrane has to stop. <laughs> and if you think about it, like, like I bet it was as much from like we're out of our jurisdiction as it was from we're done now. We don't we don't have to chase them anymore because the people you're chasing are oh, are murderers, right? Like like yeah. maybe mm. maybe on your ten dollar a week job or whatever they were getting paid month job you don't want to run it off into kansas and fight bonnie and clyde i know i know that she ran around with a uh like a what was it a bar Tommy gun a, I, she had a B, browning automatic rifle a fully automatic 30-06 sawed off <laughs> Jeez, so, it, so if she hits you you die if she hits yeah. your arm it got you lose your arm if you if, if you hit the bone you lose that limb like um hmm. i don't i don't Great. think I, uh, for some reason sure that's true it baffles me that today we still don't extradite people from yeah, state it's to state. Weird. Like, state, I can some see how maybe weird. if it's a traffic crime, then I can see why they wouldn't. But these are some serious crimes. You know, Canada, you always hear like, like wanted, I'm wanted in two states. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Canada, they, we extradite people all the time, right? Down yeah, we, we, we're not too, uh, you know, that's kind of a third world country yeah. these days we, we're <laughs> some, yeah, some, uh, uh, we seize bank accounts if we don't like we, I, I, there's some countries that like there. that won't extradite at all yeah so mm -hmm. you can like flee there and then they mm -hmm. won't send you back but they're like they're not g7 or they're not g20 countries they're yeah, like they're usually know, a downgrade like, though it always is but it's well, every country is a downgrade from America. I do get well, it. Well, okay. Don't go crazy. Canada is a nice second place. Nothing wrong oh. with silver. Nothing wrong with silver. <laughs> yeah. Silver? 
Yeah. But, but okay. Um, at what Olympic sport? Well, Canada, Canada's the no, second No, he meant second country. place when the country. I, yeah, when you take like all the countries into account, <laughs> I would say Canada, Canada's my second favorite. Look, you, look, I, I used to say you, you think they're making it to the podium is ridiculous. <laughs> okay? Canada's not my second favorite because I'm really sensitive to early sunsets and they're way up north and uh, cold weather. They're not yeah, but they're friendly. It's it's they got everybody's into hockey. I could talk to people about hockey in public. It'd be well, like I'm not the saying college. there aren't gay people. There's gay people. No, hockey's the least gay sport. All the other sports are having gay. Well, hockey's the least <laughs> gay sport. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they fuck every each other Nordic as part country. of the hazing ritual. <laughs> Not any more than football player. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> We're already trickle truthing on this. Worth, <laughs> worth, worth Harley when I eat him. That's how, I, that's how I made my best team. It was the final. In California, pass. where he chooses to live for a reason. <laughs> yeah, okay, because he it, loves okay. the US of A. I, I well, would choose any Nordic country. I would choose um, like like most of the European countries. Uh, like like France just seems so snooty, but I bet if, you, if you're not in fucking Paris... You don't like, speak like, languages. Oh, how hard could it be? Like, like how hard like, could learning Norwegian listen, be? Hold on, hold on. If right. you live in Norway, I think it'll, I'll pick it up in a year or so. Like, oh like, yeah, when you're out about about town in your little Norwegian uh, icy little, village, a, a little village. Yeah, oh, hello. Go, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be. They're gonna, you'd live there for ten years, and you'd be like someone who like moves here from Honduras and just like lives in a, a, an alcove where everybody speaks Spanish, so you never really learn it. Everyone would talk to you in English because they all speak English. Assimilate. Come on, <laughs> it's a beautiful language. I'm well, trying to pick which peace. country I'd go to. <laughs> I do Australia the accents, is the normal too. choice. I hate it. <laughs> no, you would. You would. Yeah, that would be so funny. Bad. You moved to Norway and you don't speak any Norwegian, but you're like, oh, hello, gang. What is going on with me? Oh, no, I've been here. I just uh, left the airport. That's why my bags are in my hand. I've been here for 20 minutes. Kyle, Kyle Bjornsson. <laughs> Kyle Bjornenflugen. <laughs> You'd be that oh, guy going to England like. part about snow? Uh, I think how that guy everywhere all the time. I think Australia's high on the list of cool places. Yeah, I think I think um, too many things Coast, that would kill you in Australia, bro. Honestly, like Costa Rica seems, We're from uh, America. seems like a really nice place. No, I'm, um, I'm talking like bugs yeah, and right. massive spiders. I'll hire an exterminator. You, you just you just um, stay away murky. from. Like, we play with the most dangerous game over here. Other people, yeah, Australia is safe by comparison. But you're gonna say AIDS. Hong Kong is fucking. <laughs> <laughs> the most dangerous game. <laughs> Technically, that's other people. Yeah. So <laughs> random. Jesus. Hong Lord. Kong looks fucking cool. South Korea looks looks amazing. Um, mm, like Japan. like Singapore. All that whole well, Japan. I told you they won't let me in. The no, ideal world. Japan would be cool, but mm. you'd have to learn Japanese. They don't let you live in Japan unless Ooh. you're like committed to learning Japanese, adopting their, which is what no. I'd want to do if I moved to you're Japan. Still, anyway. You're still treated like crap in like Kyoto and, and Japan, like it's, if you're a I'm foreigner, gonna, you're a foreigner forever. Like there's Japanese people who are born there who still can't get citizenship. Dude, I'm I wearing my fucking back-to-back -back World War Champions fucking <laughs> I'm going to be, it's going to be like Mr. Baseball. You ever see that Tom Selleck movie, Mr. Baseball? Yeah. New York Giants oh, yeah. player gets traded to a Japanese team. He's incensed about it and has to integrate into Japanese culture. It's hilarious. Tom Selleck with his mustache, having to sit cross-legged on the floor and shit. It's, it's, it's you know, yeah. fish out of water story. It's real funny. It's very I would accurate. give a fuck. I'm not a scintillating. <laughs> I'm going to get tatted up and get on the woman's card on the train. I don't care. You're going to do that? 
You're gonna nah, get on the Groper's car. No. <laughs> you went in Rome. You got you got to respect the land. Uh, I'm, 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 I'd, no, be, no. I'd be bowing at people. I'd be doing, but and I wouldn't be doing it in a condescending way. I'd be so. Wait, 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 wait. You know, right. So if you're saying when in Rome, do as the Romans do, you would start groping people on trains. No, I would say, I guess I would say to the right. men's train like a, like a decent human being. <laughs> Actually, I don't think, uh, yeah. Is yeah it Kyle, you're not respecting the culture if you don't grope the women on the trains. I think that's kind of racist. Well, in around. Japan, isn't it mandatory that you ha your phone has to make a sound when it takes a picture? Korea, because so many guys were doing upskirt pictures and all that crap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You cannot disable the, the ka-chunk sound on, on yeah. your camera phone That's over pretty there. funny. The that whole country funny. is so horny. <laughs> that they're like, we need a technological way around this problem. Do they still blur out their porn scenes and stuff? Like, it, it's so weird. As far as I can tell. That's probably the I, law there. I, I think if it's produced there, maybe. Like, like, like I, I don't quite understand the whole deal. I'm, I've been told that the blurred genital law or rule or whatever it is, is why you have so much tentacle porn. Because yeah. they don't have to blur. The they don't have to blur it out. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, look what they've done. Unintended look what you consequences. Did. They made yeah. it more pervy. <laughs> like yeah, the the unintended They should have immediately. It should have been like prohibition when rough. when all of a sudden they did. We did. We tried prohibition. We got Al Capone, organized crime, and people drinking poison to try to get drunk. Ah, looks like we made a mistake. Let's go back. Japan mm. never went back to cock and and and, and pussy. They just rode the tentacle shit out and we get what we get today preaching to the choir i'm 100 on board they need to go back to looking at regular dick and vagina and why is it always rape why does the girl never enjoy the tentacles and they're always like 15 oh no is it they're, they're always all, like look, young every, girls in these videos they, they always look underage and they don't like what's happening to them that is that speaks yeah. to the vast majority of japanese animated animated pornography how am i supposed it, to self-insert in that i have no tentacles I have no suction cups. I pretend I am. The You're the girl. I'm the girl. <laughs> I just imagine being pinned down by a strong ass, wide shouldered octopus. <laughs> Stephalopod. Take me. <laughs> just, uh, just hairy ass. Yeah. You know, starfish have brains the whole in their world. What? what starfish have brains in their legs? Mm -hmm. Not much yeah. of them. They don't do anything. If you like cut off their legs, uh, they, you don't kill the starfish. You just get more starfish. Does the leg become another starfish? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they grow out, become more starfish. Like, I don't know. It'd be like a good way to make friends. Just <laughs> a leg off. <laughs> this guy's a dick. <laughs> I never should have bifurcated my legs and created oh, more friends. Ever, what if they're like clones if they have their own type of senses and oh, memories and all that? I didn't consider that, right? Like, you could do it if you murder someone, cut your leg off, make a clone, claim it was him. You ever? Uh, I think it's the legless one, Your Honor, <laughs> because we know leg how grows our back. weird biology works. No, the leg grows they back. got me. Now I'm fucking Oscar Pistorius. Yeah. Not only does your leg grow back, the rest of him grows back. The whole, a whole another being. Yeah. To to work off of the stuff Woody started out with with, with the motorcycle. The, the, mm. Sorry, motorcycles. There's a whole weird trend going on uh, in the states, especially the the warmer areas where. Um, if you look on like Instagram pages, like uh, official legal pit, where kids will stop traffic and start doing burnouts, yeah, yeah, and circles and, then, and stuff. And the hilarious thing is the new trending thing is that kids getting hit by people doing burnouts. Fuck yeah! And it's the funniest stuff. I love watching it. Like, there's, 
Instagram pages just dedicated to kids getting hit by these burnouts. It is too funny, but it's like my, my YouTube search results this week. It's like people getting hit by cars, protesters getting ran over by cars. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, like I, I watched an hour of just a protesters getting ran over by cars. I found one that I kind of felt bad about, though, because it wasn't. It, I, so here's what happened. These people were protesting a, a slaughter uh, house, a hog slaughterhouse. They mm-hmm. block the track. They block the entryway, and there's a big semi truck full of pigs. And they run up and they start giving the pigs water through these bottles. And it's pretty pitiful. I, I kind of feel for the pigs. And and this like 60 year old climate protester or whatever, she's standing in like in the middle of the driveway, and the big rig turns in. He says he didn't see her. And she goes under the dual oh, tires yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. drags her. It doesn't roll over her. It smears her mm. across the parking lot yeah. for like 40, 50 feet and turns her into a mushy pile. And there's a guy in front of her and you can't hear anything because it's a security camera from that's the that's one of the POVs. But you yeah. can see by his hand movements, he slowly like no 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 ah! and then he's just like hands on head because he's yeah. seeing a, a, a like a 60 year old woman get smushed on asphalt and yeah. uh, i think they found the driver somewhat um, you gotta do liable. different stuff online man like that's that's so terrible why would you put that in your soul in your mind and uh but yeah, cause, well, cause usually it's a lot it's worse than what i was talking about it's but not yeah. usually such a downer usually it's these cocksuckers in the road and somebody's had enough and they just mow through them and when i'll tell you when a car rolls over a human being that you don't like it's a good feeling taylor it's a good <laughs> feeling. Oh, I've like, seen like the, uh, i like the, the protest the mob the mobs banging on the windows they're they're, th- they're hitting it with sticks and bottles and and then the person's clearly like terrified and they just hit the gas and you realize that even a bitch-made car is just way much more powerful than a human being has any business being in the arena with some mm-hmm. fucking Subaru Outback, like a le- most lesbian, lame-ass car ever. It's <laughs> up cool. and over crowds. Yeah, but you have yeah. to look at the takeover videos that I'm talking about because these are kids in like Hellcats and BMWs and mm-hmm. import cars. And they're like they'll they'll light fires in the middle so the cars can skid through them and stuff. And ninety nine percent of the time, there's like one kid standing too close. And for some reason, every time one of these guys get hit by a car, their fa- their pants come off. It is the weirdest. <laughs> they weren't up to phenomenon. begin with. They needed but, a belt. <laughs> but you feel good because it's like these guys are like blocking traffic and they're like skidding and they're they're you know they're they got the phones out and lasers pointing at the cars and they're throwing Molotov cocktails at cars and setting Corvettes on fire. It is. It's. It's just. Oh, it's. There's a similar thing. type thing. It's older, but with dirt bikes in the city. You know, yeah. 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 And a lot of times, these guys on dirt bikes are really talented, and it's yeah. just a tall task for a policeman to catch somebody on a dirt bike in a city. That was happening in New York, but they like one weekend, uh, the cops just went out and just took all dirt bikes, whether they were like, you know, street racing or doing pop wheelies or just sitting there. They took all dirt bikes in New York and put them all in trucks, like like yeah. hundreds of them at one time. And they didn't give them back. They just in Massachusetts, it's similar. It made it illegal to refuel your dirt bike. So like, wow, yeah, basically it had to be on a trailer. You had to buy like cans, but the whole business of being a hooligan and then filling up and being a hooligan some more is over. <sighs> Wow, yeah, these kids are getting bored, bro. <laughs> it's like so Dude, weird. 
I remember we talked about only use me blade a couple times, a couple episodes ago. And the mistake that was drinking for cash. I watched these crazy motorcycle videos and I feel like they've made a comparable mistake, which is driving recklessly for views. And mm. these guys are on motorcycles going over 120 miles an hour through twisty roads or between cars on highways. And they just have to keep topping themselves. And, mm. you know, there's one guy, he, he'll never walk normally again. He, he has a cane and then he gets on a bike and somehow he's a super athlete unimpacted by his injuries. And then he gets off a bike and he's oh, bad back, bad knees, bad everything. And you just know, like, it's like you're watching somebody killing themselves. Yeah. A couple of them died. I just remember, and they, what I'm thinking of right now is Max Wrist. He's very fast, very talented guy. Crashes every year. His friend's dead, bad kitty. And uh, that's just, that's what happened. They just sort of stop making videos and you find out they're dead. Damn. I used to do dirt bikes when I was younger, but I said mm. as soon as I became a dad, I swore them off. Dirt because, bikes, yeah. And, and I was gonna, I was getting in, I was gonna, I was about to get a ninja, uh, street mm. bike back in the day before I had kids. I said when I became a dad, I swore them off because literally everybody I know who rides has been in an accident at one one point or another. And ninety percent of the time is because of the other vehicle hitting them or not seeing them. But not yeah, on a dirt bike. Totally out of your control. No, no, no. I'm just talking about yeah. motorcycles in general. Motorcycles are dangerous. I, mean. I don't pretend otherwise. Um, dirt bikes, though, at least yeah. the kind of dirt bike riding I do, which is trail bikes, eh, all the hard shit's done slow. You fall over, you break your finger. Yeah. You know, on the trail, it's fine. Out. I'm just talking about like on the street and, you know, everyday yeah. riding and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you on can the trail, you're now. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ugh. What are you looking at, before, Kyle? Uh, before we <laughs> jump to whatever Kyle's looking at, we're going to hear <laughs> right, from a couple of wonderful, wonderful. No, I'll lick it so you can little, watch while he little reads. overdue. Okay. I'm not going to watch it while I read. No, no, he's gay fans. You have work this. to do. We all take off. <laughs> <laughs> you, me, and enough smoking accessories to make Snoop Dogg's collection look like a kid's toy aisle. Ferrodistro.com has everything for the THC enthusiasts out there bud lovers, dabbers, edible connoisseurs, and even those who want to discreetly puff away with disposable goodies. It's like a THC performance, and your place is the green room. Indulge in the festivities with their latest offering, the Ferro Exotics THCA Buds, an outstanding choice for those looking for top shelf quality flower these buds are so top shelf they've got their own vip section dispensary grade indoor grown and crafted for the everyday flower enjoyer for the dab enthusiasts get ready to savor the richness of our thca diamond sauce because who needs diamonds when you have something even more precious to enjoy and let's not forget our delectable assortment of high quality high milligram edibles perfect for sharing and adding an extra layer of joy to your celebrations because you can celebrate anytime, even at late January. <laughs> <laughs> if your New Year's resolution includes a step towards more holistic wellness, as all of ours should, explore Ferro Distro's range of CBD products and therapeutic mushrooms and light keef on your bowl. Sprinkle code PKA30 on top for 30% off your whole order. PKA30, 30% off. Hell of a deal. Visit ferrodistro.com to discover quality products that cater to your THC preference. Elevate your 2024 experience with Ferro Distro's premium offerings and make this year one to remember, kinda. <laughs> ferrodistro.com that is linked below go ahead and get your edibles there get your vape pens there both disposable and the carts ferrodistro.com pk 30 30 off that 30 off includes the diamond sauce all the thca products uh and the edibles which i think are 
may, they might their edibles might not be as popular as the THCA stuff now. I know that they have trouble keeping the THCA stuff in stock. If you're looking for the absolute strongest stuff they have to smoke, it's THCA. The HHC is pretty strong. The Delta 8 is a little more on the easy side. The THCA, you know, go in uh, carefully because it's very potent. Check it out. Uh, also, the THCA Diamond Sauce, the Dab Rig. Go ahead and check out the Dab X. Very high quality. Kyle and I use ours all the time. Easy to clean, easy to use. Very small footprint so you don't have some big, ugly rig sitting on your gaming PC, which is where I usually smoke weed. Uh, check it out. Pharaohdistro.com, code PKA30. 30% off, including the Dab X. Very, very strong deal. I encourage you to check it out. This episode is also brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew, folks. Let's talk about sex. Guys, shouldn't you always be at your best? 2024 is the year to maximize your performance in the bedroom. Listen up, BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online, so no visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversation, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. BlueChew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com, chew it and do it. And special deal for our listeners, try Blue Chew free when you use code, promo code PKA at checkout. Just pay the five bucks in shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, BlueChew.com, promo code PKA to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. Thanks to Blue Chew for sponsoring the show. Code PKA, $5 shipping. Go ahead and check it out. And as we say every time, Woody and I had zero experience with these kind of uh, mm -hmm. uh, tablets and whatnot. And so we asked Kyle. Kyle led us toward the Tadalafil, which is the Cialis. Uh, and it never looked back. There was never a reason to go back and and check with another one because he he led us the right way the first time. I'm a subject matter expert now. I fucking hammer nails with this dick. Oh my God. You, you, you get a little bit of that Tadalafil in your system. You're going to mm -hmm. be, you're going to be rock hard. So check it out. Bluetooth.com promo code PKA. Just check, uh, just pay the $5 in shipping and choose the Tadalafil option per Kyle's expert advice. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Lock and Load, the premium, premium ejaculation mm -hmm. increasing supplement that's taking the world by storm. If you're tired of coming like a little bitch boy, when you are you tired of coming and then your girlfriend, wife, or boyfriend or husband goes, ha, 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 right? ha, 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 your dog, I'm still thirsty. <laughs> and then your dog is like, you know, <laughs> no, uh, don't, don't fuck your dog. Lock and load, code, <laughs> <not> fuck, <laughs> Lock and load. code PKA or code jizz for 10% off. And I, you should absolutely lead off your uh, foray into gorillamind.com with the lock and load product. But you can also get protein powders, energy drinks, weight loss supplements, uh, pre-workouts with stim or with no stim. I like the no stim nitric uh, and dream supplements, anything and anything you need uh, efficaciously dosed over there at GorillaMind.com. You can get for 10% off with code PKA or code JIZZ, but prioritize lock and load because what is life if you're absolutely dribbling? Nothing, nothing. Your, mm -hmm. your girl is going to her friends Why afterward and going, he's a bitch. He doesn't even like me. He's coming like a like it's sneaking out, like the Viet Cong sperm sneaking out of his penis, trying to be <laughs> unprotected. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's not what you want. You want explosive American cum. Big big cums with lock and load. Check it out. Code PKA, code Jizz. And that's it. That's all the sponsors. All right. Kyle, I wish I could sell TV shows like you do. But man, I have to get you into Survivor. This show is very good. All right. It's on Netflix. It's streaming. They only have like two seasons. But it's not the same two seasons. So it's like every year they get two different seasons. There's 37 or so out there. I'm watching 33 right now. It is very compelling. At this point, the contestants on Survivor have watched 30 years worth of Survivor go down. And they are experts in it. They know all the things that work, all the like hashtag blindside. And, and like someone will be absolutely on top of the world. And they feel like they're crushing it on this show. And it's like, no, 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 no. The tallest flower gets plucked. And sure enough, everyone's like, eh, you know, this guy's really good. Let's get rid of him. Or this person totally sucks. There's um there's one, it, it's a there's a black woman on the show right now, and she's terrible at swimming. Really, really bad. Swims that take other people literally 15 seconds take her like seven minutes. And it's just, you wonder if she's throwing the challenge and trying to get her team to lose, but she's still around. And they always talk about getting rid of her, but they don't because she'll be easy to beat later on, presumably. There's another, there's a guy, he's really weak and he's not particularly smart. And it's like you're killing your team in the challenges and you're not really helping with puzzles and stuff. Sometimes there's a weak guy that's very smart and it's like, all right, we all have our skills, right? This guy can't throw a ball to save his life. But when it comes to like doing a word scramble puzzle or something, he he carries his weight. Totally worthless people sometimes survive because they're clever and they're like, man, I'm about to get voted off. But I'll tell you what. You're the second weakest person here, and you're the third weakest person here. Don't you see how this is about to go down? You need to partner with the worst person on the island to keep us all alive. It's in your interest. And they sell shit. And it, you know, I, I watched a previous season where the guy was good at catching fish. And he's like, man, I'm safe because I feed this whole fucking crew. They don't want to lose me. Turns out they'd rather starve than have a strong competitor on the island with them. So you have to somehow be like not the worst person because they get voted off and not the best person, but this unnoticed person in the middle while still winning challenges and getting immunities. And the social sneakiness in Survivor is next level. And I remember early on, 30 years ago or whatever, they thought Survivor was about surviving. And it turned out the winner was the sneakiest rat on the island. And it's like, whoa, I guess that's what Survivor is actually like. It, it, like I was saying before, that like you want to survive in an apocalypse? You don't need a gun. You don't need food. You need therapy so you can make better friends so that you can lead this crowd. Or not lead. I don't know where you want to be. Maybe tallest flower gets plucked, like I just said. I watch Survivor. And normally when I watch these shows, I'm like, these people suck. Often because I know more than they do. I'm like, they're making stupid decisions. I would be so much better at this game. I watch Survivor. They're better than me. They're all better than me. And I'm like, I'm so impressed with like the way that guy manipulated that girl, that guy, and that girl to get them in his alliance and convince them that it was their best interest to leave the biggest, strongest alliance. You know, you're like, all right, you're an alliance of six and I'm in a group of three and I'm kind of fucked, right? They're going to pick us off one by one. 
But dude, you're number six on that six. You don't want to be that. You could be number one on my three. We just get a couple more guys over here. It is devious and interesting, and I'm on the edge of my seat the whole time, and the production value is next level. I watch so much YouTube. I go over to Survivor, and I'm like, holy shit, they got time lapse of the storm? It's great. It is a... Uh, you got Jeff Probst still, uh, still hosting that thing? Yes, and somehow he hasn't aged. Dude, it's 46 seasons of that show. 46? Oh, my. I'm watching That's 33. That's insane. Yeah, it's wow. I remember like the first two seasons and I get kind of gave it up after that. It's amazing, man. It is a really, really there was a reason it's gotten 46 seasons deep. And and now that the people are such experts in the game that is Survivor, they like people come on. They're like, I'm a Survivor nerd. I'm a Survivor super fan. It is on Mm. my bucket list to be involved in a blind side, to get an immunity idol, to do this, that, the other thing, you know, like it. And it's. is it a million dollar prize to win it? I, think, I can't remember. I think I think there's also some money for like second and third, like some of the other. That inf- the inflation has 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 not been kind to Survivor. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they can still get all those people out on a desert island somewhere mm. for for only a million dollars for like how long? I wonder how long they film. The one I'm watching is Gen X versus Millennials. But unlike other Gen X people, I don't hate millennials. Like, mm. I, 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 <laughs> dude, all these Gen Xers on the show are like, these guys suck. They don't know how to work hard. They don't know how to put their time in, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, like the producers told me to say it, Woody. That's how it's <laughs> Maybe that's true. Maybe I'm a fool. But um, uh, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. The millennials have their own talents. They tend to work together much better than the uh, Gen Xers do. Yeah, um, because in real life, like, no one even thinks in those concepts, right? So you you need a producer to be in, to come mm. in and be like, oh, you guys are Gen Xers. I bet at least three of them were like, what's that mean exactly again? <laughs> yeah. And like, well, they, these are millennials. What does that mean? Well, let me tell you what millennials are. Well, you mean the, the group of people there? Shouldn't we get to know them? No, no, no. You hate them. You see? <laughs> well, it's definitely oh. true that they're kind of like the 40 and 50 year olds versus the 20 year olds. Mm. And, uh, yeah. you know, so sense. you can forget the gen whatevers sure, and just sure. see like, oh, all right, these 20 year olds have had the Internet since the very beginning. And I think that's created a bit of like social literacy that's different than the 40 year olds have. And uh, I don't know I like watching it play out. There's two people that got it. They call it a showmance. A boy and a girl fell in love. Mm. So immediately everyone is like, that's a power couple. Priority number one. Vote someone off the island, and they're like in love. Like, fuck, is this a mistake? So, dude, it is fun to watch. Like, we're adults. I'll see you. In, I'll see you in three weeks after. <laughs> no, no, it's over. I'm actually not sure that whatever magic that caused them to fall in love exists off the island. It, it ain't won't. Real. Who fucking it cares? Won't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like my dick in like, San Diego or not at all, bitch. I'm playing the game. Like he's, he's, he's probably like he's probably like Ooh. an alpha on the island, and then when they get off the island, she'll go and meet him, and he's like, you know, doing the dishes at the <laughs> local Denny's, and you, you know what I mean, right. like. It- the uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, oh, and then the other thing, like, there's the showman's right. There's this couple on the on the show, Taylor and Figgy. They love each other, but I'm like, I'm eighty percent sure this dude is head over heels in love with this chick, mm-hmm. and this chick is playing the game. You know, she's like, I've got a puppy dog. I, I get two votes all the time. Fuck with me. Go ahead. I have two votes because uh, fucking Tails over here does anything I ask him to. His name is Taylor. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he's just trying to get some island pussy. And I think he is. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I. So she's a bit of a vote whore. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cute. I, I um, like playing the game. Yeah, and uh, I, I think. Oh, oh, 
at the beginning, well, she said she's really good at manipulating men. But I don't know what the producers tell her to say or what's going on. But And you can tell she is. That's a hilarious thing to brag about. It's like, yeah. if I pretend that I'm going to fuck men, they do things I want them to. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you're, you've are you really cracked the code. <laughs> Dude, Survivor's Guess what, lady? So good. If I pretend it's, I'm going to marry you, I can get you to do what I want you to it's do. On, Kyle, if you give it a shot, you have to give it like three episodes or so because that's when it gets a little good. Like the first episode, they don't know each other. The alliances aren't so bad. But then, you know, three episodes in, they're, I'll make it up, 13 days in. And uh, um, with that, like some real bonds have formed that get broken out of deceit and self-interest. And that's what the show is about. I'm too cynical to watch that show or any reality show for that matter. Like the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, no, you're not. No, you didn't. Okay, sure they did. Like, like I just know that it's manipulated the whole time. And then I don't believe any of it's real. I don't believe any of it's yeah, real. All reality I, I, TVs. I don't believe like, like like any of those relationships that are happening or any interactions that are occurring. I, like I don't believe any of it's real. Like I, I just don't. Like like I, I if you go all the way back to something like Fear Factor, you could tell that was real because it'd go off the rails every now and then. Well, like, it like, was real because it was like today we're eating roaches and it's like that guy's eating roaches. Well, no, you had that one like fight with Rogan where like the crazy mm -hmm. bitch hit another contestant and Rogan was like, "Whoa, you can't hit people!" And then the girls. A boyfriend sticks up for her and he's like she can't hit people and mm. Joe, joe's like puts him in a fucking headlock they like like that was off the rails that's clearly a real thing that's happening you can't pay joe rogan to like make up a silly fight thing but on the other hand like i don't know survivor oh, there's to me definitely is the real shit in survivor there's a chick whose eye is swollen and red and she has a bacterial infection there's a guy i thought he was having a heart attack but it was just dehydration uh, there have been people who fell in the fire and got seriously injured. I saw that season. Yeah. Oh, did the, you? The, yeah. The, 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 maybe multiple people have fallen in fires, but this guy in particular, he was like a great hunter and he had killed a boar. He had mm. went out and killed a fucking pig with a fucking spear. And, and to me, I was like, this is the champion of the tribe. This guy, I, I got behind him full. You should full have time. his choice of the females. The next <laughs> that guy that guy comes out there with his clipboard and he's like, Greg, you killed a pig today. Pick any of the women. <laughs> That's how no, we're getting real been. in season 43, people. <laughs> he could also make fires, and, and that's how he got hurt. He was making the fire and he was doing that thing where you blow on the uh, the embers or whatever and try to get mm -hmm. it whooshing up. Well, I guess he like mistimed his breath, so he inhaled a big breath of like hot, smoky <laughs> air. And went immediately unconscious, face first into the fucking fire, hands first, really. And like he woke up from burning, you know, maybe five seconds later, maybe seven. A long time to burn. Long enough that his hand, all the skin on his hands were draped off like like curtain material. And he's running, screaming into the water, and he's in the water, and he's ah. And they're like, and they're like. Richard will not be continuing with the competition. He had to be taken. Dude, I can to the say one hundred percent. Like sometimes wow. you see stuff in a show, especially a reality show, where it's like, yeah, I could also <laughs> step on a piece of glass and cut myself on accident. That is a mistake I would never make. I would never ever be blowing into a fire and mm. accidentally inhale so Dude. much that I passed out. I would be the guy. My play would be like, they'd be like, Taylor's a fucking bum. He hasn't done anything the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, you think anyone's going to vote for me in the finale? 
certainly not you, you dumb fat ass. Like just like do, do stuff like that, and people will be like, "Man, we got to keep Taylor around." Everybody hates him. No the one is going to do challenges in Survivor are. Fa- All right, so there's a challenge. They have to swim out maybe like 200 feet, get a life ring. That's that inflatable round thing on the side of a boat, and uh, and swim it back and touch their pole and the ring at the same time. Okay, cool. So there's two guys on each team and the two Gen X or millennials who I thought were going to win. They look like surfers. They've got low body fat. They're fit. They like surfer guys. And then the Gen Xers, there's one big strong guy. And then there's one like total piece of shit, worthless garbage. Who's, you know, a fucking buoy. He's not going to, whatever. So I'm like, all right, obvious winners. I'll take the two fucking fit dudes. Well, the one big dude unbeknownst to me, is a national champion football player from the Oklahoma Sooners. <laughs> and he just grabs both fucking surfers and bear hugs them and doesn't let them play. And then unimpeded piece of shit goes to get the buoys and wins the game. And, wow. and the, the surfers are like emasculated. They fight for a minute or so. And then they're like, what the fuck am I going to do? This guy's beating us both up at once. They That's really fight. embarrassing. They That's can't crazy. hit him? I don't understand. He was, you know, a good part of it was it existed in the water and he was taller. So they barely have any grip on the ground while he has like good. What are the rules of this combat? (laughs) The the winner is the person who gets the ring and brings it back. No, but like eye pokes, uh, groin grabs, legal scratching. Okay, well, my God, the scratching. Then I will say this I say there's not a man in the world. Who can restrain me and Kyle at the nope. same time? Bring it. Uh, he bring it. I am going. He's going to be blind and nutless. I'm going eyes. Kyle, Yo, nuts. I'm going low. I've, I've got his balls in quick. my mouth. I'm chewing on his balls. Like I'm doing this, and me. unless he hits me with this, <laughs> I'm <laughs> taking his eyes. <laughs> if I grab the like 17 year old version of you both against yeah. this collegiate national champion in football for Oklahoma. I don't know. See, Taylor Strong is not a good argument. But, you know, to grab the skinny version of Kyle from when he was 17, two of him, you couldn't do anything. I mean, I. We but if you're allowed could. to be dirty. We'd be punching that guy in the yeah. face. But just keep like, in mind, as soon as you poke his eyes, he's going to take your eyeballs home with him. He's the alpha. <laughs> no, no, he's only got he's only got two arms. He can't take both he, of us. He only needs one finger. I, I, I don't this, know. I've seen guys take on understand. two guys before. <laughs> you never know, bro. Nah, dude. No, nah, I'm an internet dude, competent compelling. guy. Yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, after this competition's over, there were actually a bunch of rounds I haven't described. Oh. Be, guys have like massive scratches all over their rib cage and shit. Like what? it was real. They were fighting. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. You remember pool fights as a kid? Like you'd go I didn't swim. Like that. And like everybody, like uh, pool basketball, mm. pool basketball as a kid, I can't count the number of times that I felt like I was right about to drown. And I'm sure that I did that to other people too, where, you know, you hold them underwater because you're trying to make the basket. And there is a moment where like you come up and it's not a normal gasp for air. It's like, <gasps> like almost like panic, like your, your body is freaked the fuck out. And then like you, you you deal with that for 30 seconds and then you go, all right, we're down by four. Like we got to, <laughs> we got to do what he did to us. Water this is, is a not great the equalizer. season I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but there was this one guy who was super annoying. He was a good talker and he wasn't a particularly good athlete. And everybody knew he was going to get voted off that night. It wasn't in question. He knew it too, which isn't always common. Usually you go for the blind mm. side. And the, I think the challenge was to like stand on an uncomfortable pole. And this guy, who had never done really well in any of these physical challenges, just was like, 
His life depended on it. So he stood on that pole and he annoyed the fuck out of everybody else <laughs> with his terrible stories and insults. Fucking Jeff Probst couldn't take it anymore. He's like, stop. He's like, there's no <laughs> rules that say I have to stop talking. I'm distracting myself. I'm not paying attention to my pain. And I'm going to talk the whole time. You're looking old, Jeff. Just saying. I thought you'd want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this guy rules. I hope he won. <laughs> oh, he was great. This show is so much better than I'm describing. To watch Dude, pulls out a copy my, of My grandma cops. watches every season of Survivor. She, she loves it. Cool yeah, my, my grandma's cool as shit. She, she loves yeah. it. My grandma also loved, uh, I think I mentioned this on the show. It was I was trying to fix her Netflix a few years ago, and she's like, yeah, it's not working on this TV, but I've been liking that show Downtown Abbey. Oh, and I was like, Downton Abbey, yeah. And I was like, Downton Abbey. And she's like, It isn't Downtown Abbey. And no. I'm like, No. And she's like, Well, I've been watching for two seasons and I thought it was Downtown Abbey the whole time. <laughs> I, was, I laughed at that. I love my grandma. Shout out, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, everybody loves Taylor's grandma. Big listener, yeah. Speaking in, of, a, in, uh, a, in a pure, nice way. Not that in other a pure, way. nice way. She, she would, she's never listened to one second of my online the best, Probably right? a good thing, yeah. She was yeah. like, uh, she's like, I'll tell my friends. They all ask, what's your grandson <laughs> do again? Can you describe it? And I just tell them he does a podcast and I've never listened because he told me the kind of things he says on there, not the kind of things I should hear. And I trust him. And so, so she's got that, that much like, cooler. What, what the fuck? <laughs> Speaking of survival yeah. games, did you guys see Squid Games Challenge? A real I mean, life yeah. Squid, Squid Games? Game from no, I didn't. The, the like, like, no. Oh, you haven't I, I, seen that? I oh. saw the regular Squid Game. No, yeah. when they did, they it did in real the game life. for real. Yeah, it was, was Mr. Like, Mr. Reality involved in that. He did something Squid Ooh. Games, Mr. Beast. That's a separate thing. No, no, no. Um, okay, okay. No, but so, the, so what, what is this? Squid Game, Squid Game YouTube video. There was the Squid Games um, TV show that's all fictional. Then Netflix made a reality show called Squid Games where they yep. do it for real. Except people mm. don't die; they lose instead of Pussies. dying. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> when they die, they have like black paintballs explode on them to show that they're dying. They they fall like they are dying or something. But it was actually really well done. Like I hmm. I had to keep watching. And the prize money was like four million dollars. Four point five six million. That's yeah. a shit there ton for a reality show. That, that's another. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying about Survivor. It it it's a little lame that they're stuck with the one million before taxes. This is like a man saying that steak tastes horrible who's never had a steak. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I said like they've been game? doing they've been doing that since when was Oh said, yes, they've been making years. a terrible show for 47 seasons. Nobody likes terrible, it. There's no Woody? market for this. I think it's been going since like 90 or like 2000. Maybe like actually like pre 911 they guess. were do they did one. Probably. I'm just saying they could up the prize money, keep it with inflation, keep you know. Inflation, like, I bet yeah. Jeff Probst's salary went up over the years. I bet he's not making the same he made for season 1. Yeah, a million dollars right. was I a lot they spend when it more making the show. That's true. But you're right. The prizes haven't it. Like, Zach put it in here. The winner gets a million, second gets a hundred grand, and third gets eighty-five grand. Again, that's million before taxes. So you're losing half of that after you win. Like that can't I'm even buy you a said that Because a know, lot like of people to... don't think it's half. It's about half. It's about half. It's yeah. it's like and you can't even that's buy why a house Richard Hatch went to prison because he didn't pay that half. Remember the first one? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Not, not you get to keep right? it. Because if they're like, all right, Woody, 400 grand or four months in prison, I'll be like, uh, I don't I'll make a hundred grand a month, so 
<laughs> Let's go. I don't. Well, you're going to have to pay a fine, and you're plus on top of the taxes. If you so don't you pay the do fine, that. how many more months is that? <laughs> like, let's work this out. No, garnish your future uh, reality show winnings. It looks like if they were to come back and like compete again, so that's Kyle. Possible. If they were to keep it consummate with inflation, yeah. then the million dollar prize in two thousand right now would have to be one point eight million dollars. Yeah. I thought it'd be higher. Yeah, yeah. they just make it. Oh, even did I two. actually? Uh, and also that show. I don't know if they still do. Who wants to be a millionaire? But back when Regis Philbin, so. God rest his soul, did the show. It seemed like a million dollars was a whole lot of money. Like ninety eight, ninety nine. It I remember was. when that show came on, the idea that you were going to give somebody a million dollars on a reality, it's like, oh my God. Because yeah. everything else was Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, uh, Price is Right. Yeah. You could, you, Susan really won the water. grand and Maybe a fridge. 50. You could win 50 on those shows, stuff like that. Or on Wheel of Fortune, every night, you could, there was occasionally some bigger ones. You could, you get closer to six figures. And it wasn't until Jennings to, when Jeopardy started doing that crazy like winning streak shit. Uh, yeah. But you know that other guy surpassed Jennings by like quite a bit, I think, and the mm -hmm. like total winnings. What was the show where they asked people the questions, um, and then like you could call for help at home? That's um, who wants to be a millionaire. Who wants that to be a millionaire? Yeah. millionaire? Yeah. Phone a friend. Yeah. yeah. Phone a friend. So what, ask the audience. What was the one 50 /50. with the um? What was the one with the briefcases that opened? Deal or no deal, with Howie Mandel hosting. And one of the suitcases? Right? No, no, I don't think it was deal or no. Was it deal or no? Deal? No, yeah, it was deal. No deal. Yeah, that was the suitcase. You, you've one. got the ladies holding the suitcases, and they have yeah. different amounts of money in them. And okay, okay. You, you keep getting the situation where it's like, do you want to take this much, or yeah. do you want to keep going? And they they eliminate briefcases as you go. Yeah, and and uh, you know it can it it really puts them in a shitty situation because you can walk away with like fucking nothing. Five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Was that a million dollars, or was that like half a million? I can't even. Some of the someone eventually I won. I think I saw an interview with Mandel where he talked about someone finally won the like million or whatever. Okay. But you know the odds of maybe it's half a million. I thought it was a million, but I, I thought there was like a briefcase with a million and then half a million. I think the whole thing combined with a million dollars, but the big one <laughs> was like five hundred, maybe. I don't know. I but like yeah, that. They, uh, do you know the story of? Um, oh, there was that game where you had to. To stop the spinning wheel on a on a thing, and this guy studied the game till he had it mastered. Yeah, I was, I know about that from Opie and Anthony. He yeah, just was, ran uh, the score up uh, on him. Uh, whammy. whammy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you oh. haven't seen that clip, Wolf, you should look it up. O and A, the old Opie and Anthony show, show. my favorite show of all time. Like before like, his they did run, a, a talk about it where he he timed exactly where to hit every single time in order yeah. to make it go to like a vacation or dodge the whammy spots. And so the way that game always played, because it would just be, it was a square yep. with a bunch of different panels in it. And then inside those panels, they had like the cameras and everything showing things. And then the whammy would just quickly go back and forth and everything. And so when people got their turn, they would usually just right away be like, stop. And then yeah. they'd be like, oh, you hit a whammy. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, you're yeah. out. Or, oh, you got a vacation to the Caribbean islands or whatever. And this guy, They'd be like, all right, Jeff, it's your turn. And he would sit there for like 30 seconds, a minute sometimes, and just wait. And so it'd be like, yeah. and just he'd let it keep going until he saw it hit a square that he had memorized meant that the square after that would be a non-whammy. And then he would smack it. And That's he he crazy. won. He almost bankrupted that game because they, they were like, 
I think they had like an allotment in that game for like every winner to make up to like seven grand. It was in the seventies, <laughs> and he he like kept going, and he was in like the high like almost two hundred thousand dollars or something oh, in no, the like no. in the like late seventies. You know 80. the Price is Right guy, right? Yeah. There was a there's a documentary on Netflix about the Price is Right guy. He uh basically he was a super fan, and he memorized the prices of every item in the showcase, and he would show up to every filming. And you would hear him because they do that thing where the person doesn't know what to do and they look up at the crowd and the mm-hmm. crowd yells at numbers. You'd hear his voice. A dollar eighty nine. Well, it's a dollar eighty nine. It turns out. And like this happens enough that people start like noticing that that one guy is nailing it every fucking time. And so the, and so he's helping other people win. But finally, they call his name after years of trying to get on. And, no he, way. and he just runs the table, just runs the table. Uh, it's a really good Netflix documentary. I, I, it's probably so called cool. The Price is Right. Uh, that would be my guess. But he just yeah. memorized the whole showcase. It's a lot of products. It's, I don't know how many, I'm guessing, but 500? It's a lot. Yeah, Speaking that's a of, lot, uh, lot of products, I saw trending on Twitter was a bunch of people wanting to boycott McDonald's because like they like donated they some do? money to like Israel or some shit. But the reason to boycott McDonald's is not that. It's their prices have become so insulting. Oh, my gosh. It's as if, like, you know I'm coming to McDonald's, right? You're trying to charge $5, $6 for, like, a 10-piece nugget. That would Go fuck yourself. A Big Mac? A, meal, a Big Mac meal should not be $12. Big Mac $11. meal up here is $15, bro. Of the, like it's it's Canadian dollars. That's not real. It's not even close <laughs> to being good. Twelve enough. American dollars. Like Ooh, do, the whole like, lot. Do you remember the three? <laughs> remember, uh, remember the three dollar, the three dollar menu, the two dollar yeah. menu, the one dollar yeah. menu. That's yeah. when you could rationalize going to McDonald's because it's like, yeah. all right, low quality food, but it's really fast, and I'm going to spend seven dollars with tax and be yeah. full to the brim of sodium. Now. There's no way to rational. If anything, it's bad for those of us who really like rationalizing eating bad foods because now it's impossible to rationalize going to McDonald's. <laughs> it's impossible. this financial decision. I want to be extra smart. <laughs> I guess I should just go buy a fucking rotisserie chicken. That's only like a dollar more than that old meal would be, and it gives me a whole chicken worth of meat. Guess I'll do that. Yeah. But that's not as tasty, not as immediately satisfying as getting that delicious injection of msg or whatever they have in mcdonald's fries that makes it good it's not beef no, tallow I, anymore kyle clued me in that they don't do that it hasn't been beef tallow for a long time but they use a beef tallow flavoring agent which is just as good wow i bet it's not just yeah. as good yeah big I, mac uh, combo is the same price as a freshy salad now like it's it's it, yeah no it doesn't really make any help. sense to go there like, like i'm either going to order something better or i'm just going to be like jesus the ingredients for this yeah i could i could make 10 times as much if i just go and buy the ingredients and it'll be so so much better i usually yeah, don't eat it McDonald's very often but i'm usually disappointed in the food my problem is they're not the premier fast food restaurant anymore yeah they never were they, they never, never yeah. were eating. it's just something you know right they it's, were number one maybe they weren't maybe premier is not the right word but they were number one, and and they had something going on. Like the, they're the still number one in sales. Price. They've been, never been number Are one they? in quality. Yeah. No, they never in. Like I don't. Do they have? I've brought them up before. Do they have Culver's 
where you guys are, or is that a Midwest yeah, they, thing? Yeah, they do, but it's I a new edition. I don't know Last what to call this, years. my friend. Yeah. Get yourself oh. a nice, nice little butter burger. They butter their buns the way Woody did at his job. <laughs> Woody, Woody would have Here a Culver's. from we, Culver's. We carry be on like, the tradition of the I, butter boy. Bring out the butter boy. Lost the time is the, na- is the true name of the butter boy, but legend says, <laughs> the New Jersey boardwalk eat butter a bun like no other. Oh, so no McDonald's, oh, then so Starbucks, Subway, Burger King, Taco Bell, Wendy's, Dunkin' then, Donuts, Chick Fil A. What happened to Burger King? It's not even close. Burger, Burger four. King's got to be number four. Yeah, four. It used to be number two, bro. They went so downhill. Mm. I think that was more Starbucks and Subway exploding. Maybe than Burger King losing ground. No, like I, uh, Burger in, in King franchises have gone downhill. Like the, I mean, their burgers are still decent, but it's. I see Zaxby's down there with like two pixels next to Hardee's. I know Chick Fil A did really well. Like it, they're kind of not distinguishable, being like seventh on the list. Mm-hmm. But then if you look at the number of franchises, it was like fourteen thousand, ten thousand, nine thousand. Chick Fil A was there at like two something. I'm, yeah, I'm close. They, Maybe not right, but I'm if you do right. like a little little per capita rating or whatever, Chick Fil A kills do you, it. Do you have raising canes? I do. I have one not too far from my house. It tastes like you know if you buy a sandwich at Raising Canes, it's not I don't a chicken think anyone patty. Does that. I've done it's that. Chicken strips. It's just chicken strips on a bun, which oh. to me is lazy. That's yeah. all right. So that's a that's a, a specific style of restaurant. That's it's a it they gets copied a lot. And it's, are good. It makes a ton of money. So there's down here we have a place called Guthrie's, and they're like bootleg Zaxby's. They're like we're gonna give you the bare bones. They don't have those branded packets of sauce that Zaxby's has with their name on it. They give you a little plastic cup. They don't have any their name on anything. Everything is white boxes and white styrofoam. And it, but it's really fucking good and high quality, and it's cheaper than anybody else. Uh, but Raising Cane's, I always hear Landmark talk about it. Uh, you know, uh, when he's playing uh, Tarkov, and just obsesses over it. But he's like, he's like, nobody gets the sandwich. You're an idiot if you get the sandwich. And I'm like, taking notes. I'm like, yes, don't get the sandwich. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, it, but I've never had it. Again, I've dr- that's one of those places I'll drive past and I'll be like, well. <laughs> You know, I could. What I are the fries? Are they crinkle fries with like some seasoning? They are crinkle fries, and the times I've had them, it's probably because like I'm getting it in the styrofoam container, the and the one I'm near has like raising canes logos emblazoned on the styrofoam and everything. And I, okay. but I bring it home, and I think even that short amount of time with the steamy tenders in there with the fries ruins the fries. Because okay. I don't not, mind that. I like it. I, I don't like crispy fries. I like it to be floppy what and, the fuck, and chewy. Man? Yeah, that's just that's my. You like, like sloppy fries? That's I the like worst soggy thing cereal. I like soggy ever. cereal, and I'm proud of it. I let, like. I, I, I pour I the milk it. on. I leave it there for five minutes. I do something else. Come back when it's ready to eat. It's not. Why do you like yet. soggy fries? What happened to you? Who hurt you? Oh, they're fucking delicious. I when I would cook them myself, I'd always underdone, all floppy and greasy everywhere, just like a like a like. That's like, fucking terrible. If I mm, came to your house and you served me floppy fries, I wouldn't do that. I would twice fry them at two different temperatures in duck fat. If I was making, and I would cut them out with a with a an apple core, I make the they look like cigars. 
They're incredible. Now we're talking because the floppy fry talk. I would like. That's what I like. I wouldn't serve that to you though. Never have I Thank seen God. someone with a bad opinion <laughs> turn it around like into a I know, I know, run. right? I almost wish no, you said like, <laughs> I was about to go fucking hard with floppy dick over there. Like, yeah, I, I like sex flaccid. That's kind of my thing. I know it's not for everyone, but trust me. Yeah. Not getting hard on I it's only the best like way to, to be with a girl. I only like to come when my dick is like forty percent hard, and I'm having to grab with the whole fist to the bottom half and squeeze I, the top. I just flap it real hard, mm-hmm. and then I, I'm like, I'm like, jack off the hard part, babe. My masturbation <laughs> technique's a little unconventional, but I like to use no lube and get a little blood in there. Oh <laughs> my gosh, we were having a fun oh, talk about Lord. Now <laughs> well, tell me about this. Tell me about the sauce. The sauce at, at Raisin Cane's is it like an uh, an orange sauce with a little spice, a little pep to it? It is. I I don't really like. It's the same as Chick Fil A sauce. It's the same thing. I don't like Chick Fil A sauce. Zaxby's I don't really like sauce, it much either. Just, Zaxby's just sauce, aka Zax sauce, is delicious though. It's this orange sort of like spicy ketchup mayo type thing with a little uh, zest to it. Very good. We don't they have Zaxby's here. Ooh, my mouth's watering just thinking about it. Wings of Redemption, also a big fan of Zaxby's. Uh, I is know. He? It, yes, mm-hmm. it's a big thing down here. It does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> they've got uh they got hot wings at zaxby's though that's how they distinguish themselves above uh lessers like canes and uh and, and guthrie's the hot wings are really good and they're um usually it, i don't know if it's inflation or what it is why hot wings are so expensive now but it's like you want a steak or do you want 15 wings <laughs> like wings it's just, have gotten so expensive it's unreal like, 15 wings are about the same price as like a, a, a decent steak, like like at a mid-tier restaurant. It's really it's like the same thing. any meat option has gotten so expensive that it's jarring now. But like chicken wings, you always, you always think about chicken wings as like lower tier, cheap option for meat, even though it's delicious, which is why wings are so popular, I think. But now it's like, yeah, fuck. Do I want 12 wings or do I want a... Probably low quality New York strip. Yeah, <laughs> from the same um, place. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how wings got so expensive. I've actually never cooked wings myself. That's one of the few things I've never done. That's the one thing I can teach you how to make: mm. real good wings in the oven. You don't need to fry them, and they're crisp as hell. I don't like. Them. See, there we go. I don't like them crispy. I want them to like be juicy and like soft. Fall off it's the bone. Juicy on the inside and it's crispy on the wings. outside. I want the skin to be. So- yeah, I, I just take them and sort of like, I, I pinch them at the top with like three fingers and and put them on the table or you know the platter, the plate, whatever, and push knows. down till yeah. all the meat is on the, and I just eat that meat yeah. and then if there's anything left, I can. Are you talking about a flat or a drummy right now? Flat. It works uh, the flat. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't like eating the flats. I can figure out the drum you, on my own. No, dude, the flats are better, but there's a technique to eating them. I used to like the drumstick just because they were easy to you know eat on the side. But like Kyle said, if you you sort of like break, you have to grab it from the right side, which I don't always get right, and then you just push it, push, push it, down, it down, and you just freaking suck that thing out. There's nothing but two empty bones, and I your can hands are quickly. filthy though. It's not the cleanliest. No, I like I like to eat the crispy parts around it, eat all the meat, and then that last little bit of meat in between the flats. You, I just break this it open. Is what I, in my dream, <laughs> I go out, I order wings. Taylor gets crabs, and we share our expertise. We cross pollinate the eating. <laughs> we can do that. We'll have to find would... a place with crab legs and wings first. <laughs> <laughs> two nights, but I would help nights, you. Two days. Dude, I, within, gotta go Louisiana within, for that. Within two minutes. I'd have you guys 
perfectly breaking and pulling out the most succulent, solid pieces. There's no digging in that big. You are vastly piece. overestimating oh, my oh, talent yeah. ceiling. No, <laughs> you're, 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 you have a light touch when you break it. You need to feel when it breaks on the outer wall when you crack that way, and then you bring it back slowly this way. But if you try and crack it bop bop that way, mm-hmm. you're gonna sh- you're gonna break the meat in the middle. Mm-hmm. What you have to do I've is you that. break that one side and then you pull down and it almost peels the other side apart. So break <sighs> out and then pull down, angled back, and then you slide right out. Dude, this is a great reason to do an in-person PKA. <laughs> like, I'm so I really down. want this you to know, like, let's, like, let's, let's do that and like not talk for like 40 minutes on it while we just feast. Oh, so succulent. Yeah, that's it's so succulent, Woody. I'll be, I'll be eating a wing and Woody will be like, Taylor, try this. And I'll be like, God damn it, you've done it. And then you'll eat a piece of crab leg and I'll be like, try this. And you'll be like, damn, I didn't know you could. You're going to have such big pieces of crab that it's going to be a struggle to get every bit of it in the butter. That's going to be your problem. Where uh, a problem I want to have. Where uh where where have you had the best crab? Like like I, I don't lobster. even know where I... <laughs> Taylor t- Taylor, where have you had the best crab? Uh, say it. Say it. Say probably it. there was this really weird like mom and pop shop near my grandparents' house in like southeast Missouri. And they were obsessed with having like fresh seafood. Like obsessed with it. And they and apparently, like being in Southeast Missouri, very tough to get that shipped, like like crab every day. But they had like daily crab shipments still like frozen and ready. And so like we'd go there and get it. And it was fucking fantastic. It was snow crab. So it had to be frozen because it's coming from a place like Alaska. But like they- a lot of places in the Midwest, you go to get crab and it's clearly old. You can tell the meat is a little drier. It's not what you want it to be. It's not juicy. They had it shipped in every fucking day. And maybe a little bit of his like rose colored glasses because i was like age eight to 14 when this was happening they had an all-you-can-eat crab deal for 18.99 and me and my younger brother specifically were responsible for that policy change specifically it was us my grandparents were friends with the owners and they brought up to them because they they'd see us come in and then the owners would be like Oh, there's them boys. I wonder what they're getting today. And my younger brother was a little more responsible with it. He would eat like four clusters or whatever and be done. I would make everyone sit there and effectively watch me eat eight, 10, 12 clusters. I would eat until I was borderline sick. And then I would go home and I always had it in my head and I still have to this day that crab makes you have to poop if you eat a lot of it. Because it's like a, it was like a 15 minute drive from that place back to my grandparents' house, and every time because I feasted so heavily, I would like have to take a fucking seafood shit on the way oh, that's home. The nastiest shit ever, <laughs> dude. It was vile. I did. The, I could hear fog when I was doing it. It was. It, it smelled like low tide. It was like an, an. It was like an asparagus pee, where like you eat asparagus and then you pee half an hour later, and you're like, "How on earth did it get through my system that fast? I can smell the asparagus right now." That's how it was with the crab, where it's like, "How did this digest so quickly? How do I already have slippery, high protein shit, buttery shit, buttery oh shit?" And I, I was not ever big on the butter. I was a Ford, fucking Ford assembly line worker when it came to crab. Fast. Like maybe one of every five or six big pieces I would put that in the butter. That was just to lubricate your mouth so it wouldn't overheat, though. Yeah, that's because I was like, oh, about to choke. Got to lubricate. Yeah. Get it back yeah. down. Yeah. That was you my do that ab- thing like, uh, 
like uh, Yomakashi or whatever, that hot dog eating champion. You're like, shooting, guzzling the glasses of water with like bun floating in it. You got those lo- those red lobster biscuits. You're dipping in those in, in, in the water inexplicably. I don't understand. I don't think anywhere has an all you can eat policy anymore. I think that's a thing from the time past. gone by. You know where the, oh, I just thought of it, Red Lobster. And I think they may have ended it this year. I think I read something. I can't remember exactly. The all-you-can-eat shrimp, though. Do you remember that? Yeah. 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 I have taken part in the all-you-can-eat shrimp thing before. Like, like, And it's exactly what you're talking about. But I vomited. I vomited after eating way too much shrimp. And it was outside of a, where were we? Outside of a crystal. Outside of a crystal. Ooh, outside of a crystal. The, uh, the the worst version of White Castle. It's the Southern White Castle. Yeah, that's what Crystal Burger is. It's identical. But yeah, me and a Turkish guy got into an eating competition, and the idea was <laughs> the loser would have to pay for the never enter eating competition with Turk. <laughs> 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 I do not know what the Turks sound like. <laughs> that's actually swear to God, pretty close. His name was Barack. Uh, he had like a lazy eye and rotten teeth, and he had long, <laughs> flowing, greasy hair, and he thought he looked like Elvis. Um, he would, he, would, <laughs> he really literally great. like he literally went to a woman one time. We were standing there at the door waiting on customers, and, and to the woman, he's like, "Look, come on, who is more handsome, Baraka or Kyle?" And she's just like, "Are, are you fucking serious right now, bro? What is happening? What are we talking about? Like, I don't want to talk. I don't even want to talk to you. You're Barack again? Is that it?" <laughs> he was just such a weird dude, man. I don't know. The, I was hungry, and the, the fucking commercial from Red Lobster came on the TV in the showroom, and somehow I challenged Barack to it to eating competition, and we ate shrimp until they were closing Red Lobster, until the kitchen closed, and they refused to bring us more shrimp. We were at 90-something shrimp at that point. We, I had been doing shrimp scampi, so they're really small. At that point, I asked, what else do you have in the kitchen? And she said, we just have cake. And Barack starts protesting right away because he has bad teeth and he can't eat sweets. And I'm like, fuck you, bring the cake on. So we they bring this huge hunks of chocolate cake that reminded me of Matilda. We we kill that. <laughs> <laughs> they kick us out, basically. So we each pay for our own part. But I say the competition isn't over. Crystal's across the street and they're open 24-7. So we go in there and start pounding Crystal Burgers. And I think I, I ate nine and he ate eight and then he quit. Um, so and then I am... Oh yeah, I won, but I immediately like vomited vomit all that up. Oh, did here's he, the worst he part. Here's the worst part. At some point after they stopped serving shrimp, I challenged him to start eating our tails. <laughs> hmm. So so we ate oh. a considerable amount of shrimp tails. Shrimp tails. <laughs> yeah, because we had a big pile of them because we were both getting shrimp scampi, and you had those crispy little fucking tails there. And I was like, all right, well we we'll eat the tails now. <laughs> we ate like. A handful of tails each before we agreed that was just silly. Yeah, that's retarded. That's like those uh, your those food kids. poisoning stories are making sense now, bro. Yeah, <laughs> they were cooked shrimp tails. That's like those people who don't know how to eat sunflower seeds, and so they just like crunch the entire shell and eat that, and are like, "Oh, it's it's just as good. It's better." Oh, I met mean, someone like that, and it's people like, do that. Just admit that you don't know how to crack a sunflower and your mouth and then eat the sunflower and then transition the shells to the other side of your mouth. Wait, is that what you do? If I'm like doing something where I can't immediately spit it, I put like a handful of my mouth and then I like on one side, I crack them and then eat the kernel or I'll save the kernel in my little, like, like a little squirrel pocket and like save up like 10 kernels. And then I move the shells to the other side of my mouth 
And then if I need to spit all the shells out, I just spit those. But if I'm like sitting watching TV eating sunflower you seeds, don't I'm going to spit after every one. No, of course not. That's absurd. Wait, you eat the What do you shells? do with the... Well, you, you, you spit, spit the shell out. No, you don't the, eat no, the shells. You, you finish your Diet Pepsi, and then you just spit it in the bottle. No, you spit the part in the middle out, and you eat the shell. But the part in the middle is bad for you. It's like the skin of an apple. It's like the skin of an apple. Toxic. The best flavor of David sunflower seeds is ranch, which I'm not a big ranch guy, but it's it's unreal. It's fantastic. I'm just here for the salt. Highly recommend. A huge amount of salt. You look at the back of the package, and you think this can't be legal. This amount of salt they've given me. But I love it. It's fantastic. I have, man, I haven't had sunflower seeds in forever. Me I'm neither. Get I used to eat them as a lifeguard. So uh, uh, to me, sunflower seeds are only eaten in an environment where you can spit. Spit them out. Like, yeah. I would never consider eating them like indoors or something. It's like those uh, bars where you can throw the shell on the ground. Yeah, yeah. It's a good like I this this happened like probably four years ago or so. But I was I like saw online when I was like trying to lose weight. It was like a good snack for losing weight are sunflower seeds, as long as you make sure that you get them shelled, like with the shell on there, oh. because it slows down your consumption. Like a, a big bag of those sunflower seeds is like four hundred and fifty calories or something if you eat the entire thing. And but unfortunately, what happened was I just became Mozart of eating <laughs> these things. I could go through a bag like the the resist to me was not like, oh, I'm full. Obviously, it was like my mouth is burning from the amount of salt I've had in there. Like mm. you wake up. It's like you wake up the next morning and you're like, ah, no. <sighs> your mouth is just still dry from the, the residue of the salt. Oh, man, popcorn. I'm absolutely popping by a gas station, getting some ranch sunflower seeds for this weekend. Popcorn yeah. was my go to for that. And I would get um, they make these like flavored salts to throw on popcorn. There's like a cheddar yeah. one and like a buffalo sauce one. Butter and one it's just sucks. it's just so much sodium. But it's like, you know, there's no calories in sodium. So pile it on. Yeah, I think this happened in your neck of the woods. Um, those uh, those uh, Chiefs fans. Who were in a backyard and all froze to death together? Did you see that? I did see a little. No. I didn't look like into three it. Three grown adult men, like with no health issues, froze to death in a backyard. Yeah, with I their mean, friends the, upstairs. Yeah, the obvious, in the yard. Were they fall asleep? Yeah, the obvious thing. Exactly. The obvious thing to me would be that they got drunk and passed out outside and froze to death. You because you it was like it was even colder in KC than St. Louis. It was because they went swimming in January. It's because they were so stoked on the win. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Kelsey is awesome. I think we talked about him in PKM. He, he like went into the skybox, jumped out the window, hung out with the fans, took his shirt off. Is that a Taylor's mm. boyfriend? Yeah. No, that's the, the other one. Is uh, her boyfriend's the Chiefs? Oh, Kelsey. I thought you meant our Taylor. I was just joking. I really oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Taylor's super gay. He's got Taylor's lots of boyfriends. Unbelievably <laughs> gay. Can you picture me in the arm candy of Jason Kelsey? <laughs> no, Taylor like Swift. Lottery. It's his, it's his brother. He's also a cool guy. Yeah, didn't he do that yeah. in a uh, uh, Buffalo when he had the shirt off and the beer and all that? Was that wasn't that? So this Buffalo? one was in. Can it was in Buffalo. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was Kansas. It was all game snowy game and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, super cold. Yeah. Buffalo is always freezing. The real news, oh, though, is the Taylor Swift AI, AI porn. Oh, I saw. I, I saw heard about that. that. Looked pretty I good. I thought. This, I kinda, this is, you know, we're truly living in the what, future. The, I only I saw one picture. And it, was, 
Was it? Really like, I saw it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm here I'm for gonna... it. She was all in Kansas City paint on her. The ones I saw. Oh yeah. That, yeah. Oh damn. If that's what if that's what they're making a big deal hand. of. That looks so fake. Like 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 they made it sound. The articles and there's tons of. Yeah, them. she doesn't have I, nipples in. There's tons of them. Uh, made it sound like oh, new AI technology creates Taylor Swift nudes that she's furious with and is demanding this and that and legal action is pending. And I was like, oh my god, somebody made a porno and like. Because I've seen AI that's Taylor Swift like enjoying herself in video form on a on a porn star's body. They've they've stuck her. Mm -hmm. They took a recording yeah. of her, or they're using AI to make real footage of her. Um, like like they make it seem like she's getting fucked and in a porno. This was just a a picture of like 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 a woman's bare ass and body paint. It's it's clearly like AI in that it's one of those AI generated images, which means it looks terrible. Well, yeah. I, I couldn't believe I people thought it was gave pretty a shit. flattering. I, I mean, it's, I, it, it's it's a cartoon of 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 a woman, and it's not a, a well done cartoon. I, I I thought it was absurd that that anybody cared. Like, there's real it wasn't AI. My porn easiest of... wank, but I I succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the win. I don't know. Some of them are pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Team Team Woody on this one. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think her vulnerable. You didn't see it and think for a second, like okay. Yeah, I like that. It, it looked like it looked like you copy pasted her head on with Microsoft Paint. It it looked wow. It didn't look a real human being. Wow. You look at women's faces when you're looking at porn. Yeah, you fucking it, queer. <laughs> yeah coming off pretty gay right now AI, ai is ai is moving so quickly bro it's scary though mm. like in a few years seriously it's gonna be so good okay well i didn't or see so these bad. you didn't see these did he ah okay well now, these are somewhat better okay so the, the one i saw changes. was terrible no the ones that we're looking at are high Those quality are pretty ai's and it, like, I mean, a, I, a lot of them are funny because it's just like her getting groped by like Chiefs fans, fan, <laughs> like just yeah. like a Chiefs fan, like a big fat guy, like ah, nice, <laughs> nice titty grab. Yeah, yeah, well, that's pretty good. Oh, here's one. All right. Oh, oh she she has a thing one. for Oscar the Grouch. Okay. Does she? Oh. She's trashy. I mean, I'm looking at a couple of pictures here. Obviously. Oh, I, I see what you did there. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking Jesus. retarded joke. <laughs> Oh wait, what did Taylor do? I, missed... I said it was trashy what? that she was into Oscar. Oh my god, Shark <laughs> is a marble. Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, hey, I... <laughs> oh goodness. Some of these cartoony ones are wild. Like this is just. But well, they're not animated though, right? They're just like, filth. Icing on her face, which is supposed to become in a wedding dress at I assume a Chiefs game. But she's getting banged by Mr. Krabs and what? Is she? Oh. Mr. Yeah. Krabs? Mr. Krabs. Wait, from SpongeBob? Uh, SpongeBob, me, Bob. I be fucking I Taylor mind? Swift. <laughs> That's Mr. Krabs, isn't it? Go to the middle link. Let me see. Where the fuck is oh, Mr. Krabs? I haven't Krabs? seen the middle one yet. Second Thanks. link for Mr. That's not Mr. Krabs. The, uh, it's. They're all from 1009. I don't know. The one that ends with. Shit, they all end the same. Jesus Christ. I only see Oscar, bro. I'm all seeing. <laughs> I'll relink it. I see, oh, no, I see now. now. I see Mr. Krabs now. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You got to have now, a sharp eye for this kind of content. Yeah. She's saying, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> like SpongeBob. All oh, way. okay. I see him now. Yep. Yeah. And, and they're ah. actually in a big... Aren't they in a pile of garbage? <laughs> 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 oh, 
Those Krabby Patties are well, worth it, though. But, <laughs> but her ass. Maybe trying to use her pussy to get me Krabby Patty recipe, <laughs> SpongeBob. Uh, I wonder how she feels. SpongeBob, did you hear she's, Mr. Krabs is she, fucking Taylor? She already Smith? said she's she's very upset and she's suing. I'm oh, waiting for the, I'm waiting that? for the yeah. plankton episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where she aligns like with the chum bucket. There you go. Dude, very these guys upset. didn't watch SpongeBob. Apparently I was not. I'm I'm the only one whose age lined up enough for me to enjoy the first two seasons of SpongeBob. It was awesome watching it with my kids, bro. It's it's <laughs> a great show. Like they had they had some hidden adult jokes in there that were awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. It was <laughs> SpongeBob was genuinely funny. Very funny. The pirate guy was hilarious in his skits. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> they had like the I uh, the IRL like uh, live action actor. Yeah. And he and had he a party had, and yeah. the, the, the one mermaid and the floatable device and stuff. I love that show. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> Did you see uh, in very real, like going to stick news, uh, a Missouri state senator or whoever introduced legislation to re-allow dueling between <laughs> senators or House members? They said, what? like, yeah, it was like, yeah. if there is an issue between you and a fellow member that is irreconcilable and cannot be handled through X, Y, and Z, you know, you are allowed to challenge them to do. And it said on the like thing, it was like two consenting at, adults. Yeah, two consenting adults at high noon. <laughs> high noon, the coolest time to fight to the death. And so I'm hoping it takes off. I'd love to see, well, I guess Josh Hawley, he's a national senator guy, but our state senators. I'd like to see a little bit of shooting, a little rustle and tussle between our politicians. Is Josh Hawley what? from Missouri? Josh Hawley's Missouri. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did, did you see the incident when the, I can't remember who it was, forgive me, but um, there's one guy calling out another and he said, hey, you want to take this outside? And they're in the Senate. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't it wasn't the Washington Senate. I think Senate. it was it House like of state. Rep. And I think it, it was Washington, but I'm not positive now that you say it. And he's um, saying, oh, you're always talking this and that. And, and you know, why don't you put Apparently your they had talked some smack on Twitter. Maybe yeah, back yeah, and yeah. forth. And the reporter dude basically accepted a challenge to fight. And he's like, hey, you said anywhere, anytime. Yeah. Well, this is a place and this is a time. Let's do it. And that if I recall the politician would have easily won that fight like he had some they they both looked i remember this like night. they could fight though they both looked like sturdy I, I think the politician was like he's either trained in mma or an ex-military guy where he had some skills i think it was going to be really lopsided mm, yeah but it was like wow but, like yeah. they're gonna go straight chinese political exactly theater. usually i laugh <laughs> at the brawls i see in different like asian governments yeah and now we're there yeah here in america best country yeah 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 it's yeah. kind of it's interesting it's, did you it... see the trump ai pictures oh i don't no. know it's just <laughs> liberal porn I, I i gave it to zach the link you can show it to everybody but basically the concept is he loses the election and gets a job at starbucks to pay off oh him. okay okay <laughs> this and, is so embarrassing <laughs> to i'm me. really glad that's all it was i was scared yeah to yeah he has like a make coffee great again hat on <laughs> mind starbucks you colors. reddit is so gay mind you i wouldn't mind seeing some melania content 
Yeah, can you get to the third one? Because he has the, my favorite hat on there. Make coffee great. <laughs> he would one thousand percent start a coffee company and sell that hat. Oh yeah, mm. as long as it's produced in China. As long yeah. as he he would uh, <laughs> actually, I could see his move being like it's an American grown. It's the best coffee, fantastic mm. coffee, and it would just be priced absdly. Yeah. We have if to I price have, it this way. It's American coffee, people. And then it, it would, would turn sell. out that it wasn't. Obviously, it Trump sell. can't do this. But if I had a business, I'd try to avoid politics. I feel like all you do is lose half your customers. You do. Yeah, you're right. That's 100% right. Like yeah. you, you They say go woke, go broke. Dude, the opposite is true, too. You go it's MAGA, just, you lose yeah. half your customers also. Yeah, it works. Unless you're like in Wyoming. But yeah. Very, like, I don't think there's ever been a multinational corporation that went maga though the home depot what they do oh huge campaign donations um hobby lobby comes to mind too they're the ones who like got rid of birth oh well i mean parents. like that's not really going maga though no it's just going like, like going like I'm, I'm thinking of it like analogous to going woke like when i hear like going woke for a corporation it's like them overtly playing into that and like into having that, yeah. like PR people discuss on it. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a multinational powerful corporation have like a PR movement. That's like, we're MAGA. We're MAGA people. Yeah. now. I, I kind of agree. I'm trying to think of companies that do align. Themselves not not a big right. company. It would just You're be right, right? There's little ones like black rifle coffee clearly markets to conservatives. Yes. Yeah. But um, they still haven't said that. Like they wouldn't, they've, they've never said that outright. And that's only a big right. company amongst small companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. You specifically said multinational. So yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to counter it with that. Big multinational company that's outrightly conservative. They need My to keep pillow? that ESG score. <laughs> like, like, it, it's almost non-political, but like... Chick-fil-A, my pillow, kind of, sort of. About it. Oh, my pillow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even, even like the Chick Fil A thing. The more I looked into it, was like, oh, they, they donated, down, bro. like they donated two charities, who and the charity's position was pro life. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, they're not donating to fucking attack abortion clinics or something. Mm-hmm. Like they're yeah. donating because they're like it's murder, or the, they don't even say it's murder. They, the people they're donating to, do. Yeah. Which, of course, if you're donating to a Christian group, like they're going to think abortion's murder because that's yeah. And they're generally religious Sundays. people, regardless of religion, believe that about abortion. I wonder is if Chick Fil A open on Sundays yet? No, no. I okay. wonder if there's any kind of business rationale to that. I, I mean, like the uh, the ESG scores, all that stuff they need. I don't know what that is. Like the uh, the equity scores. That, that companies like BlackRock, who are large shareholders in a lot of these organizations, they basically will be like, hey, you have to hire X amount of uh, non-white people. You have to uh, have these positions. And if you have these positions and have this composition, this racial or you know sexual composition in your workforce, you will get more favorable lo- business loans from us. And so a lot of these these companies are playing into that and being like, OK, we'll be woke now. I've never heard of that. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, uh, look, look up how uh, how Larry Fink at BlackRock handles the uh, DEI scores. That's what it is, not ESG, diversity, equity, and inclusion scores. Oh, that I've heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm out of my depth on this. I'm not even gonna get into it. I got in trouble last time. You got in trouble? <laughs> <Did you? laughs> huh? No. You got in trouble. We got. We were talking about racial stuff on the show, and I. Believe- 
I upset a whole bunch of fans and stuff. I don't want to. What? I don't want to get into all that again. Our fans got upset. That doesn't sound right. Never. <laughs> Top <Get up> skin. <laughs> oh, you know what we should talk about? Sean Strickland. I don't think. I think that. So I, uh, that from the outside Saturday. looking in, did I yeah, saw so, so many people on the show? I saw a lot of people talking about like this is bullshit. The fix is in. Tell me the tell me what you think, Woody and Kyle. I'm assuming Woody. So when I watched no, the fight, yes. I thought Strickland won. Okay. Um, but when I see the experts talk about it, the, the overwhelming position is it was so close. Nobody can be wrong on this. Like no matter what you think, it, it was such a pick'em that it could have gone either way. Uh-huh. It's, it, uh, it's, it was so 50-50 amongst everybody, though. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like exactly what you said. There's, there's no outlying winner that's easy to choose so yeah uh, when i watched the fight, rematch was in right I, I don't like sean strickland's fighting no, style do a he he shells up so he's got really good defense and he just works his jab and he kind of walks backwards a lot or at least against ddp he did and uh and it's like he just sort of pillow hands point fights his way to victory and i thought zach we you show us a that. picture of ddp after the fight sit and see what old pillow <laughs> let's see what old pillow hands did to him Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zach, I, I think he bumped his eye. I love your guys' UFC arguments. <laughs> when I, fun to watch people passionately argue about something you have no knowledge of. Uh, yeah, and by the way, if you're looking up, uh, show us Sean Strickland's fight finishing record. Well, he hasn't finished a fight since like 2016 or something. Is that his that style, though? He he really does just jab. And like he's a boring point, point fighter, right? Yes. Like he's trying to get. That is true. I'm not. Yeah. The truth is, his jab is pretty stiff. Like it hurts people. Have you guys been to a fight? Anyone? Yeah. yeah, they have. Okay. Unfortunately, it's a terrible experience. If you're not literally, <laughs> if you don't have Donald Trump tickets, then it's not worth going. Dude, Wolf I, is Canadian. He's been to a thousand hockey games. He's not going to be entertained. <laughs> it's, it's no that's good. Light, that's light work. Did, did you have more to say, Woody? <laughs> uh. I guess I was ahead of on that. I don't know. But anyway, I, was, told, oh, I, told oh, you. I was going to talk about the Patreon experience. I thought it was pretty cool. Jackie, Kyle, and I hung out with the Patreons and watched the fight streaming together live, and it was a good time. I, got, I was at a friend's CC birthday party. I would have gone. Really oh. you want to yeah, find that's him the at second press one conference. Jackie and I went to. Bad. Um, wow. I thought cool. I, I thought that, um, that uh, DDP won. Uh, I thought oh. that... Um, it uh, the oh my Sean, god, yeah. Um, Sean did way more damage, but I thought that they were going to score DDP's takedowns, which weren't takedowns. And so, knowing that, I begrudgingly just knew that DDP was going to get the decision. His takedowns to me were completely ineffective and showed his made him look worse than they made him look. Look, it wasn't about him doing something, it was, it, it was more about Sean escaping them because every single time. Sean got right back up and and then got away from him and then started hitting him again. Uh, I thought sh- by the way that I would score a fight, I thought Sean won. Sean won, but I knew that they were going to score those takedowns. I get I would give Sean the first without looking at that. I'd give him the first, second, and fifth. Does the takedown um, uh, count? If, typically, no. With, it with, without a follow up, it, it's still a good look. But it, the main thing for judging a fight is damage and. Uh, Strickland, I know Kyle said that Strickland did more damage, but I didn't see it like that. Strickland's fucking face was so bloody he couldn't see anymore. Strick- the stitches had to go like into the muscle. He tore his fucking face apart with a punch. He- it wasn't Kyle, a headbutt. Kyle, set me, set me straight, Kyle. 
Well, I, I feel like what Woody said is an argument for Sean, not an argument for DDP, because Sean fought with Look, blood in his eye for, for, oh. for two or three rounds, and he won. He definitely mm. won one of those rounds. Everybody gave him the fifth, I think. Um, and the, the, the problem is, because it could be 50-50, I could see both sides of it. I, I thought DDP won uh, ba based on how fights are scored, uh, and I love Sean, but they're not going to do a, re a rematch. Even though Dana's there, like, yeah, I think Sean won. They will not do the rematch because they don't like Sean and they don't like him as a champion. They'll shuffle him down and it's going, they're going to want to get Izzy back in there. Izzy makes them money. Izzy cuts promos. They want Izzy versus DDP. That, that will be the next fight. I'll, I'll, I, I'm more confident in that than I am that Donald Trump's going to be the next president. And I'm pretty damn confident of that. So I, I'll, I want Izzy DDP to be the next fight. They've got smoke. Uh, it should be a really good fight. I think Izzy wins, but I don't know. Um, I think yeah, he wins. I do Easily. like Sean as a champ. I think Sean just broke the Canadian gate record, sold more tickets or more money than GSP ever did. They don't care about that. ESPN's breathing down their neck. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what the pay per view numbers are. I don't know if they release them anymore. They don't care about but, that. Either. Um, but Sean's YouTube numbers are very good. Sean was a wildly interesting champ. Except for in the ring. Outside the ring, Sean's wildly interesting. In the ring, <laughs> he just point fights. I thought that was a great jab. fight. I don't, I don't know why you didn't like that fight. Uh, oh, it I was didn't. two real opposing um, fighting styles. It was very interesting, and they were constantly at action. DDP has this lunging um, style that's very mm -hmm. sloppy, and mm, Izzy's clunky. going to destroy him. Izzy's going to destroy him. Izzy's going to time that one of those ridiculous big lunging overhand rights and do some shit that they slow down and he'll he'll be like Neo in the Matrix watching that shit go past him and then coming up with up with some fucking left upper hook and just sending DDP to another realm. Like that's what's going to happen when they fight. I, I would bet the house on 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 Izzy to destroy DDP. And then and what they should do then power, is but he will time it. Like and I feel like there's a rock, paper, scissors thing going on where like DDP can beat Strickland, Strickland can beat Izzy, and Izzy can beat DDP. And everybody's scared of Alex Pereira <laughs> and hoping that yeah. he can come back. <laughs> I don't think he can make weight. I, I, I don't think he's motivated to make weight. Um, although if Izzy takes that belt, then he will be. <laughs> That's the one I want to see. He's like, I'm not a 170 or 185 or until, until Izzy's a champion at 185. And then... I go on a diet. Is he talk too much shit? Yeah. <laughs> now he's got Pereira bullying him his whole life. Pereira might just bully the whole fucking UFC roster. Um, I'm interested to see him at any weight class that that guy can make. I want to see him fight John Jones. Uh, well, that's never going to happen. Um, John's got going to do one more fight. Mm. They will dig up fucking Stipe Miocic, who hasn't fought in or hasn't won in like 1,215 days or something. It's going to be four full years. Uh, the next time that Steve, when John Jones and Steve Miocic fight for the belt, it will have been four years since Steve won a fight. Yeah, wowzers! Like, yeah, and it, that's it, if John Jones fights again. I don't know how bad his injury. Oh, is. he's you can't hurt that man bad enough not to come back and fight the ghost of Steve Miocic to nail down his legacy forever as the greatest of all time. And Tom Aspen walk and eat shit because because <laughs> Dana's Dana knows the fucking score too. Dana does not want to damage the legacy of his goat any more than his goat wants his le legacy da mm -hmm. damaged. So any sort of dream fights of bringing up some killer who's fucking 28, 30 years old, mm -hmm. 
fuck yourself. This is like the they, end of Mayweather's career. It's like yes. I'll fight a MMA guy or a YouTuber. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna solidify and and Stipe, I look, bless his heart. <laughs> but it's gonna be four fucking years since that old white gentleman has uh has had a fight. Uh, that he won, uh, yeah. and John and Jones is going to be John does Jones. better than Jones. He doesn't do striking better. He doesn't do wrestling better. Where does he win? I, mm-hmm. He doesn't even talk trash better. Like it, I, I like John Jones in that fight. Also, he's less ring rust. They both have some, but John Jones sure. is less. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like Jones all around. Um, but I, 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 right now, I'm just a little frustrated with the whole sport. Uh, I feel like there's they they kowtow to um, the um, the uh, the money in the uh, Middle East too much. Mm, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think, that, and then they've also got guys like Kamzat, who are terrorist adjacent enough that they literally can't get visas in the United States. So you can own, and you're not going to put Kamzat, may, I guess, on like maybe the France card, whatever the fuck you, but you know, where like Gagne is your only Frenchman. So you're going to do him in Abu Dhabi or in. Um, Yes, I want to uh, see Strickland fight Kamzat. That's the thing. I want oh, to see. why would they do that? You said the other day it made no sense. Wait, Strickland. Uh, he Kamzat's Kamzat can barely make one seventy, I think, and uh, he wants to go to one eighty five and take on Strickland. So why it, would you it, let him fight? All right, so think about he's, it. He's, he's not going to walk straight into a title fight, but he's going to fight a top contender. The he's con- champ at one seventy. Am I wrong? Maybe I this am. This is wild stuff. No, he's not the champ. No, he's the champ he's- in my mind. I'm still right. No, is that no? He's not the champ. <laughs> Leon Edwards is the champ of 170 pounds. Okay, you're totally right. Um, like Kamzat is an up and comer who hasn't who fights once a- every couple years. How long has it been since he even fought? And who did he fight? I bet he fought somebody at a different weight. He- All right, he fought Usman very recently, obviously. A guy who with blown out knees at the end of his career at a different weight class. He fought a 175 pounder at 185 pound, and he says, "Hey, now I fight the champion 185, right? Since I beat up a small a guy." Not the champ. But that's what he's he's always asking for. That he was he asking. Is, yeah, he's not afraid but, of anyone. But I'll Strickland agree. was the champ last Point week. Is what I'm saying, like, like, like mm-hmm. how far has Strickland's num- fallen that he has to fight this guy who's brand new to the division? I, I hate Kamzat. Kamzat's that guy who's only go, going to be fighting, like I said, overseas in Saudi Arabia or um or in Abu Dhabi or whatever the fuck, because he is a fucking terrorist adjacent piece of shit. He was the one up there talking about killing Jews in his fucking post um post uh, press conference. He's the one screaming Allahu Akbar on 9/11, literally on 9/11. Well, as he's I didn't know about fight. that he's one. Just I watched it happen. I, I'm not stopping stories. I this cocksucker he's a piece of shit Woody. oh i didn't mean piece to say shit. you're wrong i was just i was saying that oh, i, I, I know it. i'm just being oh, okay. for comedic effect he meant to say <laughs> Fair you're enough. Wrong. no no the reason i want to see comes out fight strickland <laughs> is strickland is a he's a point fighter but he's really good striking and defensive striking and his defensive grappling is really good right the, the wrestlers like ddp that take him down hold him down for like four seconds and he's back up again yeah i want to see one of these Freaking Kamzat Khabib clones who maybe can hold. I want to see if they can hold Strickland down because so far no one else can. Give him Robert Whitaker, um, someone who lost to DDPs last time out. And I think he (sighs) mutilates Kamzat. I think think Kamzat has the worst day of his life when someone who's actually uh, not a weight bully and actually talented at more than one facet of the game. Remember when he came out and Mm. it was the black fighter that 
they fucking sacrificed to him <clears throat> a couple cards ago when he missed weight by eight pounds. It's you know, they had that card. They had that crazy card where they were going to make Kamzat fight Nate Diaz for some reason, a 155-pounder okay. at 170 for Nate's last fight as, like, a fuck-you fight. But then Kamzat misses weight by eight solid pounds, and they have him fight, like, Kevin Holland, maybe? And he mauls Kevin Holland in under a minute. And you look at Kevin Holland's face afterwards. Dude has scratched his face like a kitty cat. Marvin like, Vittori? Could it be? No. No. Um, that's okay. the Italian guy. Jared Cannonier? <laughs> No. Um, it was Kamzat uh, Chimaev. Oh, right. I was talking about Whitaker. No, You're talking I'm talking about, about, all right, I get. Yeah, I'm talking about Kamzat being a piece of shit. Just, just always a piece of shit, and and most of his wins being over people who are in the wrong fucking division. And there's just a weight bully who's beating. That's how I feel about John Jones a little bit. All those guys were light heavyweights, though, right? Like, like. All right, Chael wasn't, but Machado wasn't. Um. Who the fuck else did he beat? Vitor from 185. Um, mm. I forget. The list is pretty long. Like John Jones has like a bunch of 185ers on his record. I could look He's it a up. Charismatic villain, though one you can enjoy and get behind his evil. Kamzat Shemaev is just a, just a. I hate him so fucking much. I hate him so fucking much. I hate all those goddamn neck beard Russian Muslims, though, if I'm being honest. I hate every fucking one <laughs> I of them. Know. Not because they have neck beards, not because they're Russian, and not because they're Muslim. Because of all three of those things combined of this soup of <laughs> hatred that I create. <laughs> I can't fucking stand it. I can't fucking stand their, why, their fucking why, why do you bullshit nationalistic fucking woman-hating, gay-hating, fucking white people-hating, western-hating piece of shit warrior monk mentality fucking keep your money tight don't spend any money and and always salute fucking katarov our fucking warlord Dude, calling them warrior monks pig is daddy the coolest way i know right they train harder than anyone else on the planet they don't blow their money you know, they never here's the best part taylor they yeah, go to good. their they've got this pay pig like warlord that that, pay, that pays their way so they don't have to work real jobs ever mm. and and then they have to go to that guy's house, though, and let his children beat them up on Instagram. So this this Kamzat Chamayev guy, who's like a real badass, he has to go and spar with a 15-year-old chubby kid and let the kid beat him up. And they take pictures of him getting punched and roughed up and put it on Instagram. Dude, letting, letting a crazy. child beat you in a sport that you're a professional in is not... That's not, what, that's not how they frame it, though. I don't, no, no, no. I don't think it's, it's like, the same no, as that. It's always framed know. as like I was imagining like Gretzky letting a, a fucking nine year old skate past him. You think Gretzky's really going to defend that? Hit him with a. Like we all saw no. Diego Sanchez lose to that guy with Down syndrome, right? Yeah, we do know the that nightmare. You're doesn't comparing. Actually, uh, you're comparing mm -hmm. making for making nice with a terrorist to making a kid with Down syndrome happy, like a make a wish. <laughs> so it's making it's like make a wish, but terrorism. In Dude, either case, was, you're taking someone with a mental disorder and making them happy. What's the difference? One, one hundred percent. Woody's one hundred percent in the right. And you're one hundred percent in the wrong. I'm one hundred percent right. It's Woody's never been more right, one. and it hurts you. <laughs> and, I, and as much as I want to like Justin Gaethje, he went over to that fucking warlord and sucked his dick too. Uh, he's over there like shooting RPGs in that guy's backyard and shit. And they called him out on. It. He's like, I never met Katarov. I just was flown to his estate to play with his toys, shoot his weapons, and pose for photos on Instagram. Never. 
did I did I meet him or have anything to do with him? It's like, okay, Gage, just admit you're a fucking lapdog to a fucking warlord overseas in Russia because he gave you enough money. Who cares? What's his I name? I do. Why? Katerov. Katerov. You don't call me. I'll let your son kick my ass. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have I have a I have a random UFC story. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw the picture earlier, but many years oh. ago. I was in Vegas hosting a uh, paintball game, and it was a charity for Randy Couture, which was very cool. And oh, hold on, I don't think you can see that, but he actually hooked that up for me. Oh, nice! nice. That's really cool. He ruined yeah. it, though, huh? Oh, it's a piece of paper, though. Huh? It's a, no, <laughs> it's on, maybe there's some the I understand. Yeah, he's it's making. Like he ruined your goggles. It's be so hard to see out of those. Yeah, you see all the goggles behind me, bro? But. Um, <laughs> yeah now what's he gonna do <laughs> but i was there and uh it was really cool i'm i'm not a ufc guy i haven't seen many of the fights i know the i know the basics and the you know some of the more famous guys and stuff but um he invited me to a fight after i i don't think it was an official fight fight i think it was like one of those fights where they worked their way up the ladder ladder to get into the real thing right mm -hmm. and uh mm -hmm. they had a lot of uh future prospects there and everything so um, he said, Hey, yeah, Wolf, come to the fight, bring your pals, yada, yada, yada. And it was really cool because I'm there and I'm trying to learn. And I was in great shape. Actually, people actually thought I was like one of the upcoming fighters, which was kind of cool. So <laughs> people asked me for my autograph and stuff, mm. which is cool. And so I'm there and I'm, he got me, you know, I was right at, at the ring, like right beside the ring. And it was really cool. Never seen it happen before. And uh, this guy sits down to me and, you know, I, I was asking questions. Oh, do you know much about this stuff? And he goes, oh, yeah, I know a little bit and stuff like that. And we were talking about it. And I, I was told him I did, you know, my martial arts thing back in the day and stuff like that. And so um, we're leaving the fight and they go, holy shit, I can't believe you're talking to him. And I go, who? And I go, you don't know who you're sitting beside, bro? And I go, no, should I? Like, was he important? Did I embarrass myself? And I was worried and everything. He goes, bro, that's Dana White. <laughs> that's the guy who started all this stuff that's why you were able to have a good conversation with him because you you didn't know because you didn't say oh my god dana oh my god I can so, i hold yeah. you up mm. yeah <laughs> yeah so it's, yeah and you've I, probably been on the other cool. side of that where like someone knows you knows a bunch about you and all of a sudden the conversation is like hey wolf i saw you here can i get a in real life replay of this thing yeah. you've said or done before yeah and yeah, yeah on the other you're like fuck this isn't normal to me Mm -hmm. It's a it's a blessing though, but like that was you know he he seemed like a cool guy at the time and everything, but you know I don't agree with all his politics, but hey he's, he's done a lot. I agree with all his politics, you, not even knowing them. Taylor, did you see? I'm saying that Taylor, you saw his interview uh, with the Canadian uh, interviewer the other day who asked him. About I the saw LGBTQ too. stuff. He's he says uh, Dana, you you give your fighters quite a long leash when it comes to to certain issues. Sean Strickland being one of them, he's like, wait a minute, what? I'll give anybody a leash. A leash? What are you talking about? It's called freedom of speech, buddy. What? Are you, yeah. you got any other Hell questions? Hell yeah. You got any other questions? <laughs> the guy's like, well, I was going to ask you about that, but I, I uh, guess it was, it was this great soundbite moment where we're just... America! Fuck yeah! Like, I like that. I like that. that. Pro, pro freedom of speech guy? I'm in. I, I, well, you know, I, I do like that about Dana. <laughs> that, that, that is one of his shining... He's said it time and time again that, like, I have no control about what these people say. This is the fight business. You think yeah. get your feelings hurt is bad? What do you see what they do to each other Saturday night? You know, yeah. like like and, and it's just like, oh, fucking perfect, dude. He Nailed is, it. 
Like he's Kyle's right. He's really consistent on free speech in that regard. He definitely hates, hates, hates it when fighters get in fights outside the octagon. That he hates. He's like, these Does people he really think though? this. Oh, yeah. He projects, hatred. he projects yeah. hatred about that. Okay. For example, right. a guy won the ultimate fighter. And then he got into a fight with a valet driver in mm. Vegas. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, people think this is human cockfighting. People think that you guys are feral animals. And then you prove them right. Do you know how hard I work to make this legal? Do you know how hard I work to make this popular? And you're trying to ruin everything by beating up a valet like driver? Legal even. He's like, you're not uh, even fucking famous yet. Wait till you get rich and famous. You'll be ruined. Guy never got rich and famous. He, he got kicked out of the UFC. Yeah. Dana's right. That he hates. Yeah. No, that he yeah, absolutely okay. hates. You're 100% right. But yeah. what I think he's he's always happy to to like utilize and promote is, you know, Connor threw that dolly. But like... Everything else aside, like let's just—if it had just been Khabib in there alone, and he oh, in the, the bus, dolly, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, but but there yeah, were. I don't other think he fighters. liked Rose getting glass in her eye or whatever happened. Yeah, it, 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 Rose got emotionally traumatized. Yeah, I, I, it, it bothers somebody me how got glass soft in Rose eye. is. And then maybe it was Ray Borg or somebody like that. I, I don't recall. Connor was gave him a check. Was it that skinny guy? Like, Connor wrote him a check later. I remember I, the guy wears Did glasses. Um, and he, oh. I remember that about him. He's a white guy with brown hair. That's that. You know, it's yeah, Michael Chayoff or something. Um, he's Chiesa, yeah, Chiesa, um, yeah, 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 yeah. A um, that guy got some glass in his fucking eyes, and it's like, god damn it, I don't like that as a Connor fan. You know, it's it's like people are literally catching strays, Connor. You couldn't. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, Dana, Dana, immediately he's. I remember the he went on live right afterwards, and he's like in a back room somewhere, you know. And he's just like, ah, this is awful. What's happened? Blah blah blah. You know, this is we don't like this. Did a great job, but then yeah. like three months later, there that mm-hmm. video is and the promotional footage like set to music, and Ron yep. Perlman is narrating the shit. <laughs> I wonder. I'd love That's to get what I'm saying, right? It, it oh, when life gives fire. you lemons, there's yeah. no bad press, bro. That's I'd love to get Dana like with some true serum and find out how he really feels because what he tells us is he hates this. Mm-hmm. And but his actions say like you know he's not afraid to sell it, but it, it's there. He's going to what not use it. He's going to only take the downside and not capitalize on what could I be guess. a good side. I have had drama where like my back and forth made money. Like my videos were getting I don't know one hundred and fifty thousand views each, and then suddenly they're getting a quarter million view each. But I'm like hurting inside. Like this is stressing me out. I didn't. Yeah. I was worse back in the day. You know, I, I really took like emotional damage from this thing. Yeah. And people are like, "What? He doesn't care. He made an extra two grand off this." And it's like I would pay two grand to have just avoided all this. Yeah. Um, I wonder where data falls on that spectrum because, mm. you know, yeah, he made money, but it, it, would he also wish that event didn't happen? I don't know. No, I think he, I think he's ruthless at, at the core. Mm. Um, you know, because he came from humble beginnings, having to scrap, and yeah. and he built this thing. I mean, he clawed his way. Was he poor? Uh, he, he not poor, but he was a working guy. You know, he did like uh, Zumba, like ladies, like aerobics classes and shit like that. Like wow, borderline martial arts. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. a typo. So he was a boxer, but not a good one. Like he he aspired. I mean, to professionally be pro- though, like like he had he those is- Zumba classes or whatever. He had dreams of being a pro boxer, but then he realized pretty early on that, that he wasn't going to be that guy. So he was like doing boxer size classes and wow. um, before he got into fight promoting. 
And then he's got this big lie about being ran out of Boston by. Um, uh, oh, is that like, a lie? It was a mob. Uh, I mean, come on. I, I it, well, it's not the, just a mob the boxing federation. It's or? like oh. it's a what's his name? Um, Whitey Bulger chased him out. Oh, like a, like a you know Jesus. Johnny Depp played Whitey the Bulger gangster? in the movie. Yeah. If you haven't seen the movie, mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, Johnny okay. Depp has these crazy contacts. He looks maniacal. It's 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 like a monster. That movie was dark, bro. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that dark movie. When he shows up, I think he's got a mini fourteen or something shooting it from like the hip. Ping, ping, ping. It's a it's a, it's a cool movie. Uh, they just caught that guy like maybe five years ago. He was old as shit. They're, they they had the whole like sting on camera. You know, he's an old guy now, retired, coming out of an elevator, and they surround him with FBI and shit. He's like, Fuck. And then he got killed in prison. I think they stabbed him up. Mm. That kind of had it coming. <laughs> gonna say a lot of those yeah, gangsters. He, oh, he murdered a lot of up. people. Kind of had it coming, bro. Yeah, yeah he murdered a lot of people. But but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm feeling kind of down on the UFC and just sports in general lately. You know, well, I, I have torn off baseball. I mean business. I won't watch a single game. I'll never buy another piece of merch again. Fuck you, Braves. Win two in a row and then I'll come back. Two, not one. <laughs> two in a row. There's their favorite. You know their favorite this year to win again. Fuck you. No way they do. No way they have. No. Fuck you. The, the Dodgers will knock them out. The Dodgers. Absolutely. The Dodgers will knock them out. And in and, and like a terrifying fashion, too. It'll be embarrassing when they do it. It'll yeah, be the Cardinals will be shit. back to being great fuck. before I know it. All I have is all I have is the Bulldogs. And and, and we got fucked this year. We got, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's been sad. It's been sad. All my UFC champions got knocked the fuck out. All of them, Taylor. John all Jones is the last. All no, of them. Strickland lost by decision. I don't you think John I mean? Jones I mean, is a, they all lost. I don't think John Jones is an active fighter anymore, so that doesn't bode well for you, right? He absolutely is an active fighter. He's oh. the heavyweight champion of the fucking world. He's what I would want to fighter. see from He's Dana oh, is the heavyweight champion. Of what I'd want to see from Dana mm. is to see him crack open the books to see what he could really afford to pay fighters uh, for like oh. for purse. You know what? I'm cu- it's funny. On one hand, I want the fighters to be rich, right? We all want that. It, sure. It's easy for me to give someone else's money to a fighter that I like. All right, cool. The downside is as soon as you give these fighters money, they stop fighting. And I hate that. I like them hungry. I like them broke. People say, oh, we should have two organizations, UFC and make it Bellator. That way they have to compete. And the you know, whoever pays more will get the better fighters. I'm like, fuck no. I want them to fight each other back when there was pride in UFC and you were like, Oh, I wonder how freaking Matt Hughes would do over in pride. We'll never know. It'll just, it's not going to happen because there are two organizations. The best teams didn't play each other. That sucks. Yeah, but so, we can, When you can make more money fighting Jake Paul than in the actual UFC, that's kind of pathetic, bro. Like I disagree. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's a product of a, of a perfect storm of, of social media content and, and, that can't be compared to, to to what's going on in the U.S. But didn't Strickland basis. just have a huge rant about that? About not sure. being everybody paid wants a raise. Everybody I don't know wants what's a fucking true. raise. But yeah. no, it, look, look, they could absolutely afford to pay them more. They don't fight enough as it is. Fight three times a year and then come back for a raise. That's what I would say. I'm These people you. fight once a fucking year. A lot of them fight once every two fucking years. That the, you're the champion at 155 pounds. He when does he fight? Okay, Ramadan's coming up again, isn't it? I guess we'll put off a, the, the first half of this year, eh? Maybe you'll fight next December. Maybe. But do you rate want... it on how many times they fight or how much the actual fight, how much money the actual fight is making? I don't I think they're independent oh. from one another. I want two a year, whether you're doing well or bad. Like like two well, should be no, the, I... 
I think at Will's least point two, is like bare minimum. if you sell a million pay-per-view and fight once a year, you're worth this much. If you sell three quarters of a million and fight twice a year, exactly. maybe you're worth just as much. It everybody, should be well. What Dana would say is everybody's got their everybody's got a contract. They, of course, they signed well, yeah. it. They signed. Well, their in this case, I'm talking about champs. The people. But I'm saying, yeah, I'm talking about yeah. The title. I don't um, think that is. I don't think they need more money. Um, I, I hmm. think Dana White needs more money. That man likes to play blackjack. But I don't see what well, Sean Strickland. <laughs> I was making another, strong <laughs> points. Are you gonna do another, like a, get another dirt bike, Sean? You're good. Sean Strickland's Dude. already got his fucking Tesla. He's already living high. He's changed his <laughs> whole life. He's in silk sheets now. Like he has all these videos. Like look at my dumpy apartment in my shitty car. None of that. Well, that was true a year anymore. ago. Yeah. yeah, I know. It was one year ago. Now yeah. all that shit's been changed. He, he's not the same guy. And he lost. Even I, when you see like real boxers, and I'm not talking about the YouTuber stuff, but real boxers, like their purses mm-hmm. are still way up there, right? At the top. So the UFC card, I think it's better to be a middle of the road UFC fighter than a middle of the road boxer. Because in boxing, all the money's at the top of the card. Whereas in the UFC, it's spread out a little bit more. But the top of the card is way better than the UFC. Yeah. yeah I, and, and nobody like watches the, bottom, work the boxing card anyway. Like, like I can't well, imagine true. watching an up-and-coming boxer fight another up-and-coming boxer. It, but in the UFC, it's like, these dudes are hungry. Everything's like, an event. Like, they, like, they're getting paid, like, 6000 to show and six to win and shit like that. Like, oh, my God. Like, they're going to lose money if they don't win this fight. They're going to owe that money. low? <laughs> Yeah, no, it, at the bottom it is. And like not 10 safe, not that like low, bro. No way. If they have if they have a contract, is it 15-15 or is it 10-10? It's one of those. Like, like what's the Yeah, I don't think 10-10 happens anymore. It might start at 12-12. How do you something. live and train and right? you don't do you work all a that job? Stuff? They they work a job. That you cannot live and train. Cuz here's the thing, you have tons of costs, right? Like just eating, just eating as a professional athlete is very is going to be very expensive. But then getting the having coaches and nutritionists and all the peripheral people around you that if you want a good one you got to pay them and it, oh. you know it, you know what that's fucked up because you know why that's old school record deal mm, rip off mm-hmm. you bit. know what i'm saying like it's like it's like when you know well, tlc and new edition and all those guys were you know, uh, they're all broke because they, you know, they all pay into yeah. the label. And the label take it off. and new edition. It totally is. They could sell records like a champion. Whereas these guys making 12-5 to show and 12-5 to win. Nobody's count. No one bought that ticket for them. They're Don't getting care. built. Don't care. Don't care about them at all. And you yeah. can replace them so easily. Them but that is that good or bad? It's good for the like, for the consumer, and that's all I care about. But it's horrible for the fighter, though. All, well, I mean, most so, industry, here, let me like, lay these this guys out. are destroying their bodies for this is how it starts, just for a chance, right? Your only talent is fighting, right? And you don't have a nutritionist and a coach and all that stuff. You belong to a gym, right? And yeah. you're just kind of in a system, whatever. You're fighting with other people who these coaches are helping. All right, you're new, so you fight three times this year, and you're good. So you're making $24,000 a fight. You made $75,000 that year. And now you get your new contract where that 75 is going to triple if you do it again. And it's like, you know, 75 grand for paying your dues when you're a new fighter. It's not the worst deal. Is that what it is? It's like 24. And then on top of that, you're paying your manager, your accountant. A win. win. Yeah. How much do you make if you lose that fight? Half that. It's it's 12. When we say 12, 12, we mean... 
to show is the first number and to win is the second oh, number. So okay. obviously you, you get them both if you show up and win the fight. Okay, well that's a that's a bad deal if you're not a great fighter. You that's get your ass saying. whooped it's, and take a pay cut, yeah. It's like the worst paying sport, like next to women's soccer, I guess. Yeah, make more than that. Like the the Olympic team. Probably. It depends like, how you factor it. I think that what you want to, the way you want to like look at it is percent of total revenue or whatever that's paid out to the athletes per capita mm, or whatever. Yeah. And in that formula, yeah, it looks bad. They're making a hand over fist kind of money. Like again, they made seven. They use Canadian dollars, so I got confused. Let's call it. <laughs> it's like six and a half, seven million U.S. dollars at at the was the take from the um, the attendance, just the seats sold in the arena in Canada. Yeah. Oh my God, there's that no doesn't way include they include the pay per view. Yeah, right. not, doesn't include the pay per view, which let, we don't know. Just, if it what did two hundred fifty, I, what does I it don't cost have to get that arena? Funniest idea what the expenses are. I, high, I don't bro. I don't either, but it oh, can't okay. be that high. You know what it's I mean? Like, if, all I knew it was five million to get the stadium that night or like I nah, they've been I, no it sounds high, but he's yeah. making money, man. He's making money, bro. Oh, I don't doubt he's making money. <laughs> We're on the same <laughs> team there. I his gambling is hilarious. It. Have you heard him talk about um how he plays blackjack? His system? It's no. He's 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 like it's not they asked him, like, you've been banned from a lot of casinos. It's like it's not that I've been banned. He's like, they just don't like how I gamble. So I can go to this place, this place, and this place. They're the only places that'll do. Um, he wants to play like many thousands of dollars per hand. He wants to play $20,000 hand blackjack or something like that. Yeah. But he'll sit down and play three. He's like, I'll sit down and play three hands. And if I win, I get up and fucking go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. like, I walked away with $90,000 in five minutes. They hate that. Yeah, <laughs> I did that when I, was, when, I was, when I was in Vegas. I went to the roulette table, put down a whole bunch of you know different numbers, and I hit. And I I put down like a hundred dollars. I came up with like four hundred, and mm -hmm. I said, "Okay, I'm done." And I just walked away. And they were like almost mad at me, looking at me like, "That's it, <laughs> bro? I'm up." Like, yeah, you know what I mean? of, of course I, they're mad. Like their whole yeah. business model is keep you in there as long as possible because the longer you're in there. The higher the likelihood that you leave with less. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And I have to go. I'm I'm going to be in uh, Vegas for a paintball game, and they're having an awards show, which is going to be cool oh, too. Nice. So, is yeah. it a uh, like a scenario game? Uh, no, it's a speedball tournament. Okay, mm. but they're doing a uh, awards show like the Oscars for paintball players, and they're going to be giving out awards for best players, and it's supposed to be a fancy schmancy thing, which is very cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Are you yeah, you, you going to put your try-hard hat on so you can be the number one player <laughs> and get the, get the award? Well, that's not my world, but they're going to be giving awards for the Woodsball military style that I do too, which is very cool. So okay. maybe I might present one or something, and and uh, it's you know it's next level. But yeah, Vegas is a whole different. Trying to win against the house is an impossibility. So if I get something, I'm out. Yeah, Go. I'm glad I'm not wish... very tempted by gambling. Seems like an easy way to get out over get your skis and be like, oh, fuck, I don't have the money for this. I'm broke now because I thought the fucking Chiefs would win or some shit. Have you ever gambled, Taylor? I guess I've been, I've, I've gone to uh, casinos and shit. Mm -hmm. I've, it's just like, I'm not that into it. Like, I'll, I'll sit there, gamble like $50, $100 away and be like, all right, well, anybody want to do something Here's else? Here's why, because you're, you're not playing the game, you're, you're playing the game of gambling when you just sort of like 
have a little snack. I'm the there with casino. other people every time. Like I'm just yeah. like like socializing, so you're not, doing. Imagine that. this though. I'm take if you enjoyed the game before the money came into it, then it becomes a whole different thing. Imagine if it was sure. if it's Age of Empires two had a league where you had wager matches, right? Where like oh, I'd you lose could, my ass. <laughs> or like you could play like five. There, there's like maybe imagine there's like a okay you can play the one dollar games or there's the ten dollar mm-hmm. games and there's the I've been playing these fifty dollar games. And just listen to me. I know it's a lot, but like like you could understand how that could get out of hand if because you, you start believing in yourself. And you're like I got a system. Then you start studying. Then you start studying, and you're like, oh my god, if I get a one percent edge, how could I lose? I, I like, get can, how you get really into it. Like if. And that was a good way to put it. Like if I was into the game prior to money being involved, I could totally see it because that would just add a new layer. Yeah, yeah. Try, try I would never do Age of Empires hard. two for money. It's I, funny because I'd get blown out by some fucking European guy. That wouldn't. Be I fun. would. It's funny because I would play like poker uh, on my 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 um, iPad, right? And I'd get really good at it. It's, it's just you know not for real money and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I get really good at poker and stuff. And then I, I was going to Vegas. I was thinking about playing in Vegas. And he goes, and one of my friends says, no, don't. Because Vegas is made for suckers like you. Because there's guys whose full-time jobs is it to play poker and wait for guys to fly in who think they can play poker. Yeah. And, and that's how they make their money. It's, you know what I mean? That's true. But but that's at a, 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 a table that you wouldn't be sitting at anyway. It'd be a little bit higher stakes than you'd want to do, but there are poker rooms there at like every major casino, mm-hmm. and I mean, there's there's 300 people there playing, and you know they're not all sharks. They all think they are. We all watched World Series of Poker seasons one, two, and three, <laughs> but 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 you know everybody's there, and they know they know how to play. Nobody's there asking the rules or anything. But yeah. to say that there are, there's a bunch of like uh, Phil Hellmuths out there in the crowd, that's not quite the case. Uh, but if you step up, the higher the stakes go, then you run into, you know, the real players. sharks. But nobody's yeah. sitting down there at the like, uh, there's stakes where everybody's got a couple hundred dollars. Okay. I, I usually play um, like a $500 buy in and like two or $5 blinds and stuff like that. You yeah. know, like, like nothing crazy. 510 gets out of hand real fast. I, I don't want to play 510, that's too much money. Mm. Um, see i was i was there playing blackjack once and um i i there's this lady getting real there's this black lady who's sitting beside me getting really upset with me because i was playing really stupidly and i was winning and she's there like like i'm doing like you know five bucks a hand ten bucks a hand and i i just kept winning 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 and and like she she would lose like she would go, hey, hey, you should split though. And I go, no, I'm good. And I, I win. I get blackjack. I get a whole bunch of money back. And that she's doing all the proper things and stuff. And then she's, she'd lose all of her money. And she go, okay, here five more hundred. One, two, three, four, five. Put down five hundred, one hundred dollar bills. Lose it again. Okay, let's go. And she just kept. She's getting mad at you. And she's getting mad at me because I, I kept why? winning because I was taking her hands or something. She's mad at you because you are making moves that aren't just wrong, but they're like incorrect. If that makes yeah. any sense, yeah. And totally. and you're changing the cards, so like it's like that scene in Sopranos. She's going, "That was supposed to be my card. I would have made blackjack." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you cost me eighteen hundred dollars to win twelve by playing no. wrong. 
go away. <laughs> like, 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 it would be infuriating. Isn't I guess so. When you say it that way, I, you, like, if you want to, if you want to, when players work together, that, I guess you need to like know. set up your own little group and be like, all right, how many people are allowed at a blackjack table? Four or five? I don't know. You so need to go know. like with a group and be like, all right, we're the we're the quad tonight. We're we're setting no, up the no, whole no, table no. and we're all going to play correctly. Well. Most people, what I'm I'm not talking about just not being adventurous with your betting. I'm talking yeah. about playing in an incorrect manner, like not jumping a, a, a move in checkers, for example. It'd be like, why didn't you take that piece? It's checkers. Oh, I didn't see that. Well, because you didn't jump there, something that you had no way of knowing now makes mm -hmm. me lose. It's like you played bad, so I lose. Like if, if there were just a competent player here. Like yeah. the game would be but moving. I, I, I hear your. But you could still win as a result but of them what playing. If I, I hear everything right you're saying, and you're absolutely and right. And that takes your card, or I make no move, or like it. That's all true. I I, I get what you're saying. Sounds like but, sour. But in, but but this Not is really. a game where you get to see it play out, and and also it's what you got to understand. If they've never seen anyone play like him, it, it, it is 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 part of it yeah. as well. He's a maverick, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's blazing trails over there and it's mm -hmm. frustrating it, it's yeah. it, it's it's that you can see it in blackjack and see how the cards have been altered by someone's mm -hmm. weird play it's like it's like oh yeah you always split when you get this hand it's just the rules of blackjack it's like if a then b and this guy went c and it's like whoa well, you're not being adventurous you're not gambling and throwing it around in poker you can be like fuck it i'm calling because maybe <laughs> No, maybe, Wolf, right? no, maybe Wolf he's does not play that way. He's Christ-like. He barges into that temple of money and flips the tables. I remember I remember, I was doing one hand, and it took me five cards to get up to 20. And I, I was like, I just kept hitting. It was like, it was like, it was five, like nine. It was like 13. It was like 14. And the Lord, the lady beside me goes, Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, was like, there, was no, there was no reason for me to hit. I was just like, oh. Let's see what happens. You know what I mean? It's like I won the hand and it's like I got money and stuff, but yeah. she was so mad at me. I still remember that to this day. No, I, I, I get mm. it to some regard. And I also get like and not from blackjack, but just from poker. Like like some it can be it can be frustrating when again, I don't know if I can explain this right. When someone just does the wrong thing mm -hmm. and that changes the flow of the game. It's it's mm. like I get that this is all random. But you interceded in my randomness a little bit with, <laughs> with your in, with your incompetence, and I'm not saying you you will, but like in poker, yeah, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like, bro, why are you even in this hand? Uh, I, I I misread my cards to be honest. I thought I had two eights, but it's an eight and an ace. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, don't apologize. You want a fucking hand, but I'm you, just stuck because oh. my stupid play could just as well help you. I guess it's it's a it's a luck thing. It's a it's a. We're not. Uh, you also have to imagine. Not we're not at a game, tape, right? We're not at a game where the general public would normally be as well. It, it's it's. I, I, <laughs> it's not a counter. I, it is if you're a gambler. I think I, I think people are understanding <laughs> what I'm talking about here. Uh, like like if you're at a table and so and, and someone's doing things that are wrong, like like misplaying the game. Mm -hmm. Then and it, and it changes the flow of the cards and, and not just in an adventurous kind but the of flow of the cards. What does that yeah. mean? Like if I'm playing crap, mm -hmm. I don't know how crap. They're predetermined. At, like if you shuffles. if we're playing a if we're playing a dice game, and we're I not playing dice. The we're not seven. playing dice. We're playing cards because in cards, cards is different. Yeah. Once we shuffle them and sit them on the table, although we can't see them, the order the 
we could play the hand up, you know, face yeah. side up, play it all the way out, and we would know who was going to win. It's so the finite result. The finite it's amount predetermined. Of it's a predetermined yeah. result once they're shuffled, and no one knows it, and that's the whole gist of the game. But is it not equally likely, like someone playing like a dumbass helps it does, you? It's it hurts not, you. Sorry, no. I'm not getting it. The the problem is that no one at that table should be playing like a dumbass. It and 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 that's already you you just go in knowing that everyone is going to if a then b. So someone going c is this weird thing that should have never happened. It's like you tripped and fell and 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 hurt me. Like like it, I, I, okay, it's not making sense. Chaos theory. I man. I, under, I understand what you're saying now. <laughs> and that's you, the, the flow. Of everybody's got to be on the same. Yeah, it's basic strategy. The it's same like, tactic in the game in order for it to work for everyone. One fly in the ointment can fuck the whole thing up. That's why it, you have it, hot tables and bad tables, right? So. It, it's just like, you know, if it's influenced by your ignorance as well, because there's there's so many decisions you could make. I, oh, I'll bet this much. I'll fold this card, this and that. But 100% of the time, every other player with any sense would have said, I don't know. Dude, one of the, the best examples is someone misreading their cards and thinking they had one thing, but they had another. And so they're literally playing oh, wrong well, that's inexcusable like how do you not that happens that? all the time really hey people will people go haha full house and they're like no you have one eight not two that happens all the time <laughs> that's wow. that's why it's infuriating because we're not talking about for shits and giggles there's like thousands of dollars moving that's around fake. yeah and, and okay and that like, would that would frustrate me yeah if like, i was like, trying to take it serious and some guys like flush and it's like you've got one of every different You've got a, a club, a spade, a heart, and a diamond. This is not a flush. Or however yeah, fucking poker works. I'm, I don't know anything about that shit. It's like that friend who's I know about important before. games. Like, like Age of Age Empires, Empires 2. Ky Kyle and I had a little... <laughs> yesterday afternoon, or morning actually, Kyle and I had a little melding of the like minds. Seven, a little, it's like 7 a.m. We're both yeah. on gaming. <laughs> we were, <laughs> I woke up uh, and was like, I just I wanted to come in here and see who was online. I see Kyle's online at Tarkov. So we hop in a call together. I watch a little Tarkov. I feel like I know a little more about that game now. Kyle watches a little Age of Empires, asks a few questions. I think he knows a little more about the game. He was already familiar with it. And, I was uh, playing when you came in there. You were you were murdering. I saw you kill multiple people. Took all of his things. Uh, uh, that's my favorite And part. you saw me things. fuck up the Mongols. Dude, that game was over. <laughs> it was like his team is blue and the other team's red. And yeah. there's this... this the blue team is shaped like a Pac-Man eating a red little jewel in the middle. Oh, okay. Surrounded <laughs> the other guy, and I'm like, "Wait, is that your is that your town center?" He's like, "No, that's my second town center." Like, why did you build it next to his town center? Because this is our town now, and now yeah. I'm going to mine his gold. <laughs> I was doing that. I was like, uh, I was making. I I destroyed his front base, and he was off gold. And I was like, "I mine your gold," like the, the fucking. Uh, can you uh, hear each other in that blood. game? It would be blood. No, no, okay. you can't hear anyone in that game. You it's can, so fun. And in fucking Tarkov, and that's one of my favorite things. That's what I love about um, Tarkov. Yeah, people are fucking mean. Proximity chat. Yeah, I, it's more often cooperative than toxic, surprisingly. But uh, I, I, I've I've grown to love VoIP in every game. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh that's a show. Wolf, where can everyone find you and all your content? Oh, um, please go and subscribe to Wolf Paintball on YouTube. Um, I need to break. I need to get over 100K. It's like this is ridiculous. I went under because of some other stuff. But if you could come by, say hi and uh, subscribe. And um, again, thank you for the invite and watching the show. It's always fun and amazing. I love it here. It's a good time. Yeah, that was PKA, good. 648.